Welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den. With your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Coming at you, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show. Live from Las Vegas. It's Monday, June 12th. Lots to talk about. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. It's 5 p.m. Pacific. Got a great show lined up for you tonight. We're going to talk some MXGP, some Canadian Moto, some USA Moto, of course. Lots to get into. Got a great show lined up for you. Aaron Plessinger will uh, give us some of his time. Levi Kitchen will give us some of his time. Phil Nicoletti, we will be calling him. And Jamie Ellis from Twisted Development as well. Of course, Jason Thomas, of course. 702-586-7857 if you want to chat about Lakewood or anything else. Give us a call, why don't you? Thank you to Renthal coming on board with us. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works. X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, a Chair Beast, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Renegade Racing Fuels, ORW, Pro Filter, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brakes, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Wiseco Piston, EVS, all on board with us. You can save with a number of those companies using the codes. Go to PulpMXShow.com. You see the sponsor logos there. Click on the sponsor logos. It'll save you some money. And, uh, yeah, man, we really appreciate you guys listening. Got a good lineup tonight. The Race Tech Rant will be coming tonight. The x brand Goggle Tear-Offs will be coming tonight. As well, of course, as the Motorsport.com tweet at Tit segment. Wow, Lakewood. Lots to get into when it comes to that um, from that race. Yes, the Lawrence has won again. That's happened at the previous two rounds of the Motocross Series. But... We have a wild card coming in this weekend at uh, High Point, and uh, there's lots of action behind the Lawrence brothers to uh, to talk about tonight. And again, 702-586-7857. We'll tell you about the Millville Ride Day later on. Some vet MXDN news as well. So we got lots to talk about tonight on the show. Uh, with me in studio, a couple of good friends of mine. First up from RacerX Online, uh, from Kiefer Inc. Testing, uh, Pulp MX. He's back. Chris Kiefer, everybody. What's up, buddy? Thanks for having me. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Yeah? It was a trying time getting up here, but I'm here. I'm okay. happy now. Thank you. Yep. And a lot of uh, a lot of people wondering how you were going to do at uh, Lakewood. Yep. I had three to four people at the race ask me where you were parked. Mm-hmm. And in social media, people were upset. Yep. You never said you were racing for sure. I, I, let's get that straight. I didn't say, I'll see you at Thunder Valley. I'm just saying, I had to see how my week went. And it wasn't great. And if we didn't didn't roll nice. <laughs> no. Okay. So I wasn't going to drive all the way up there and yeah. and do shitty again. Right. I don't want three strikes on me. I, I got feel two. like I feel like you would have made it just if you stayed up and you know. As much yeah. as A Ray hated the track, yeah, I feel like I would have been okay because it was slower. Yeah. It wasn't as fast. Right. Right. So. Uh, also in studio, uh, first time here. Uh, he's been helping us out with Pulp MX Fantasy for a few years. Pulp MX Show, the clips on YouTube. It's this gentleman here. He's got himself a job at Racer X as well. He's got his own thing going. He's blowing up. He's blowing up. Yeah, it really is. 
It's Donnie Southers, a.k.a. Roto Moto. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, of course. Just Roto everywhere these just, days. Yeah, just, everywhere. Just, just, just Roto, yeah. Roto. When I talk to a writer or something, I'm like, what do I do? I be like from Race Rex, from Pulp, or Roto? And yeah. I swear every time I say it, it's wrong. It's the wrong one. It's the wrong they wanted one. wanted to hear yeah, something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming in. Uh, appreciate it. Just jump in when you can. You know, you know, you know the drill. You've been watching long enough. Good job on the YouTube clips and all of that, by the way. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I think um, you know we, we go for maximum uh, thumbnail uh, exposure. It looks like yeah, like, yeah, like a lot yeah. of thoughts put in the thumbnail. I honestly probably spend as much time on the thumbnail as I do the vet- the editing of the actual clip. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll get into that and more. I want to talk to you about being, you know, part of the Moto Media a little bit and kind of get your reactions to that, sure, and all of that. Uh, directing the show over there, holding things down with the cameras. Oh yeah, it's not Jagger Craig. We have not replaced Ooh. him yet. We are looking for anyone eight to eleven years old that would like a full time <laughs> job. But for now, Travis Marks, what's up, Marks? Steven, how are you? How are you, uh, Marks? Dog, just uh, happy to be here on this fine Monday night as always. We got some heavy yeah. news from him before he got here too. Oh, we did. I, yeah. Yeah. We got to talk about that later. Okay. Wait, yeah. Wait, what? After dark coming later tonight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's we're it. actually going to do it. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. There's no kids tonight. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Roto's in. He can go full board. He you, got permission. You are not bringing up the hurlings thing. I'm not bringing up the hurlings thing. Okay. I feel like it would be fun. To your dismay, you're like, oh, I don't think we should talk about that. I don't think we should. Okay. Um, by the way, also, breaking news. Went to Yard House last night with Roto and yep. Marks. Yep. Marks paid. He did. Yes. Just where you have T Rex ha- T Rex hands. No, or he said he said it. He came here. Yeah. You know him and him and Donnie are buddies. He likes Donnie better than me. Okay. True. And then and then he said I'm pay- I'm paying for dinner. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the invite, by the way. <laughs> I just appreciate that. Yep. Frappy got jacked. Fra- <laughs> Frappy. By the way, that's that's Frappy Pete, everybody. Frappy Pete. What's up, tits? Speaking of, I don't have a frappe in front of me, so I don't know what's frappe. actually going on. They're coming. He's so bougie, okay. he can't even yeah. call it Frappy. He's frappe. Frappe. Bonjour. Bring it to me now. Je m'appelle Frappe Pete. Right. Uh, better recognize. Uh, uh, hey, listen, buddy. Uh, I wanted to invite you, and Marx was like, no, dude. Oh, do I, not, that, that sounds exactly Do like not Travis. call that guy. I owe him $100. So the sooner I see him, the sooner I get yeah. pay. And I was, I was. Yeah. I don't know you, so, Jack. <laughs> so uh, I owe your son. How was the conversation at the dinner? Table? It was good. Yeah, was it right? Yeah, it was, okay. it was a good conversation. You guys talk about dirt bikes the whole time. Um, no, I okay. don't feel like good. we did. Did That's we, Roto? No, no not really. Not yeah. a lot of dirt bike stuff. And when we talked about dirt bike people, it wasn't really dirt bike stuff. Yeah. Was there, was there shit talking? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. We talked yeah. so much shit on you specifically. <laughs> yeah. Can, it was, exactly. yeah, like front to back. Yeah. yeah. How about Life Swap, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. How, about, how about Paula? Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. No, we yeah. actually yeah. toasted to your downfall. Oh. Did you go raise your glass with Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope Dark calls in tonight. I uh, we need to talk to Dark. I got something to ask Dark. Yeah, Ooh, we'll you see. do. Yeah, I got to see if he. Yeah. I want to see how his date went. Oh, he had a date. He had a date. Okay, so Dark. Dark's date. <laughs> That'd be a great game show. <laughs> Dark. Dark's date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron Plessinger, Levi Kitchen, Nicoletti, Jamie Ellis, all in tonight. Uh, so uh, yeah, should be a great show. Uh, honestly, let's just get to this call right away. Luke, what's up? You got a question for Kiefer? Uh, dude. Yo. I was at Chipotle the other day. Chipotle? And I thought to myself, <laughs> sure, this place could make a banging breakfast burrito. Fucking A. They got oh, eggs. Dude. dude, I'm telling you right now, I didn't know. I thought they had eggs at one time. I didn't know they didn't. And now that I know they don't, I'm mind blown. I'm like, why wouldn't you? 
You know, egg Just burrito, like an crisp- egg burrito is good any time of the day. Get some of that, like, crispy bacon they could pull oh. off the grill right there. Cheese. Cheese and put some of that salsa on it and some sour cream. Game. That's you got good. it. Okay. I'm in. Great, great, great. All right. Yeah, you like that? Great way to start the show. Taste. Thanks, Luke. Thank you. Taste. Anybody else have any uh, questions about Chipotle menus? Go ahead. Um, Lakewood. Uh, Jet. Shocking. Dude, <laughs> this one looked easy. How many times are we going to start the show like this? Well, do you, would you like to move on to something else? No, no. Uh, I'm he, just won, saying, he swept the motos. But I mean. It's all warranted. Yeah. I'm just saying it's so amazing to watch the cat, the guy ride. Like, it's, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. This it's, week, it looked easy. It looked, you know, he's technical. The first lap, it's four seconds. Yeah. Because he's trying. Because that's the one where he's really pushing. And then he sort of slowly backs it down. I got to ask AP about it. We got to talk to AP about it. I think it's funny when uh, Stu was on the broadcast, he was saying, man, I can't tell if he's on a burner or not. I don't even know. Yeah. You can't tell. Yeah, you really can't. No. You know, Chase is the same way. You know? It, it is very similar, but Chase rides a. I would never thought I would say this, but Chase rides heavier on the bike than Jet. And Chase is light on the bike yeah. compared to other riders. Yeah. But it's crazy. Is it too soon to talk about it? No. No? No. Yeah. No. I think, look at the person you're going to talk about coming this weekend, right? Yeah. That's, I feel like that guy could get second, but there's no one going to be in the realm until Chase gets back. If Chase comes back, then yeah, then I think. Chase is coming back. Okay. But yeah. until then, okay. it's, it's unbeaten. Chase can beat him. Yes. Still, even with missing time, right? Do we yes, all think sure. that? Yeah. Like even if he, because he's not going to be 100% to start, he'll, he'll be, you know. Yes, but he can beat him, maybe not in an overall, but in a moto for sure. Yeah. So uh, I think Roxon's racing this weekend. The 94 coming what? in. I got a text. Yeah. Yep. What would uh, – why? I don't know. I'm Are just bored? thinking, like, why yeah. would you want to do that? Uh, uh, bored. Um, SMX points. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Get a gate drop before World Supercross yeah. starts. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. And it's high point. It's Euro. Yeah. I mean, he's I mean, good there. I don't think Kenny can run with Jet at all. Not jumping in. But would it surprise uh, you? Pete, Pete Kenny can, I think. It, uh, dude, it wouldn't even surprise me if he did beat him, though. Would it surprise you? Yes. Really? Yes, it would. Oh, man. Roto? It, I would be surprised if he could beat him for 35 minutes. Like, if Roxton gets a start, I think he could run up. I could think he could run in front of Jet for the first, because that's Roxton's thing, yeah. for the first little bit. But, yeah, I'd be surprised if he beat him in 35, for 35 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Second for sure? No. No. I don't think so. AP's no. riding really well. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know how his knee is. We, we don't know. No, his knee's so, fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. So but if, just Kenny and bike setup, Kenny and unfamiliar Suzuki outdoors, all of that makes me think he's a little Put the old bit. settings in. It's the same. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think that works. Settings, dude. I don't think it, he has had time off to be a little bit more rested and stuff. Like, that's always been Kenny's thing as he gets beat down. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be surprised. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see him on the podium, but... I'll tell you what, I was surprised. Uh, so I think AP has been the best rider, second best rider after Jet. Speed-wise. Speed-wise. And this is his first podium of the year in the third race. Like he just crashed. Right. You know, came together. He even came together for Randis, first moto, right? It wasn't his fault. No. But he had to be, I'm going to ask him about it. He had to be like, you know, fuck my life. Like, what am I, you know, like again. And then, of course, the, you know, he rips through the pack and gets, gets a fourth. But, yeah. Uh, pretty amazing. Um he he um 
He looks like he is very comfortable, and it's not shocking when it tracks really soft and rutted. I don't yeah. think he could have got that fourth if it was at Paula or Hangtown. You, th- oh, you don't think so? Yeah. No. yeah. Well, he is good at that stuff for sure. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask him about Hangtown because I heard behind the scenes he absolutely hated that place. Probably. Yeah, absolutely ripped it. Didn't look fun. No, no, it didn't look. It it didn't. It didn't look like the old Hangtown. Um, what was worse, the Canadian first round or Hangtown? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, the Canadian first round was what the actually when it left the speedway it looked okay. Eh. No, not no, even. No. Not even. It looked like a parking lot. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Let's water the parking lot and put cones. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I guess. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's too. It's not too early to talk about a perfect season. I think Jet can beat him. I don't think Kenny can beat him. I don't think Aaron can beat him. He's going to have to fall down. But like you said, Kiefer, he looks doesn't look like he's trying as it is. So now when is he going to start pushing it? The only Does thing that could push it? To go wrong was, you know, he hit that light, right, with his yeah, hand. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Could you have imagined if that would have hurt him? Like, could you imagine if that would have been the thing that... The way this year's been going with everyone getting hurt, I'd be yeah. like, oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, so let me ask okay. you this real yep. quick. Yep. Let's say Jet runs the table, right? And then now the you guys are in these shows are going to be like, hey, what about Ricky? What about James? Is it the same because it's less motos? Or are we just going to call it the same? Obviously, you can't go. No, no I mean, I mean, uh, Ted Ted Williams was the last guy to hit 400, and he hit it in 152 games. Now the season's – Roto maybe can correct me. And now the season's 162. We don't say, hey, Ted Williams was last guy to hit 400. It was only 152 games. You just don't. You just – Jet can only race the races there are, and it's not like, – yeah. so You just you say know, perfect season. You just say perfect season. Yeah, okay. you don't you – don't, I, I, So I mean, you will say there's three guys that had perfect yeah, seasons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Mark Barnett would have had a perfect one in 81, and he broke his collarbone, and he won every moto but two that he didn't race, broke his collarbone. And like nobody talks about that, like and it was less racist, but it just he didn't he didn't get it done, even though he would have, he broke his collarbone, so he didn't get it done. So the the least I, I guess it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but the the less amount of races are not Jet's fault. The collarbone was Barnett's fault. We and we just we don't say but but but. The bigger it, it is aster- what it is. the bigger asterisk would be because of people missing. That would be the thing that people would say. Yeah, but that doesn't count because Tomac was hurt. Like I don't think people will be mad that there's two races missing as much as they will be mad that two but, motos. Yeah. Or sorry, but yeah. with that being said, yeah, I'm really uh, bummed that Tomac's not around, man. Yeah, yeah. that would have been yeah. unbelievable. It would have been it would have been amazing, right? Jeez. Yeah, absolutely. Um, time master pool. Yeah, unbelievable. Ripping. Make it made the 450 class fun. It did. It did. Yep. Uh, he's he's burned through a lot of teams. I don't think he and his dad gel with teams, and teams right. gel with them. And they want they got their own way of doing things down in Texas. And look, it works. They may be out of the van for the rest of their time, but it works. So, I mean, you watch the kid ride. Yeah. Zero Fs. Yep. But still has good technique. Dude, he's standing up everywhere. Yep. Yep. So, like, he sent it in areas that he needed to send it in, like passing web and that really heavy, ruddy breaking bump area. Mm-hmm. And he was riding the yellow markers like who nobody else. Like, he would ride on top of those yellow Acherby's markers and find, and I think it's creative lines. People are like, oh, he's cheating. No. No. Like, I feel yeah. like he is on that edge of, like, finding the smooth line, and he would. Like, before the big triple step up by the hill, 
there was that little bump chicane, and he would cut that thing straight across and not even hit the bump because the yellow marker was just away from that mm -hmm. bump enough that he could ride on the inside yeah. of it. By the by, the sign, you mean? Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like where everybody whips it off that triple yep. tabletop, yep. that corner before. Like he was doing that money. But I, I, I It was cool. It was awesome. I mean, he passed factory riders. Like, we're going to get into the factory ride thing later. You know, yep. I, I was talking about Twitter today a little bit. AC had something to say on Twitter today. We'll get into that a little bit. He can't. He doesn't have the same success in Supercross, so that's a big thing for Time Master Pool. But I firmly believe – I'll start with you, Roto. He's for real. Like, he's going to do this all summer. Yeah, 100%. Like, he's this good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not a fluke. And people are going to come back. Factory guys are going to come back, and he's going to beat them. Yeah. And they're going to be, you know, they're yeah. going to be mad about it. We're going to have this conversation – through yep. August. Yep. For as sure. long as he stays on the bike and stays healthy and shows up, you yep. know. I mean, in Hangtown, he was outside he was 25th, 30th and ripped all the way to 6th or 7th in first moto like he was noticeably faster than Freddie and Drake and these other guys. Ripped through the pack. And the second moto did really well, and then this weekend we all saw it happen. Like this is four motos in a row. He's eighth in the points after missing a race. Hmm. He's eighth in the points. Yeah. Um this is real. This is for real. Yeah. And I guess, you know, he he just got his suspension done for yeah. this weekend. Yeah. That's what I heard, right? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. was on 250 stuff yeah. last weekend. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel... You hear stuff like that, and I just shake, I just shake my head a little bit, but... Well, this is what makes it weird, right? You, you say you want a good program, and we're not going to go X, Y, Z with this team because it's not like this, but yet you're running 250 suspension. So yeah. you're ready. You're you're willing to do it janky on your end, but if it's a little janky on someone else's end, yeah. we're out. Right. So that's what's kind of weird to me. Uh, but nonetheless, we're used to seeing guys that good and then getting to the factory guys, and then that's what you got, right? Yeah, yeah. He did that and then went through, through yeah. a couple of them. Yeah. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> I couldn't it believe great. it. It was great. And then I thought, okay, I mean, he got Ferrandis, by Ferrandis. I'm like, Ferrandis is going to get him here again yeah. soon. Dude, it took him all moto. Oh, yeah. He didn't get him to the last lap. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It's, When's the last time we had a rider like that? Have we? I feel like Cody Shock did that a couple summers ago. Did Shock sure. Shock beat some factory guys? No, no, he not didn't? that that level. You're beating good factory well, riders. Yeah, Shock wasn't taking it to to you know a, a champion like Ferrandez right. or Webb. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know. Like Gavin Grasick, there's always a guy. But yeah. whether they beat any factory guys, you're right. Yeah. Maybe um, God, I can't think of his name. The off-road guy that rode for Cowie got a factory. Dietrich. Ride. Dietrich. Yeah. Dietrich was like that. Yeah. Too. Before he got the ride. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He yeah. was. Um, but it was cool. It was really neat to see, and uh, great job by Time Master Pool. And yeah, he's he's in he's in shape. How how tall is he? You interviewed him, so how yeah. is he short? Yeah, he's pretty short, like yeah. five six, -ish, yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we know if he had any kind of engine work? Was it a stock Cowie? What I don't know, it? man. Okay. I don't know. He's he's not a great interview. He's a nice kid, right? But I've done some interviews with him, and he's not a great interview. He's not like how old is he? Twenty. 21? Okay. He's not super personable, right? He's well, he's nice. He's nice. He's just... Green. Green? Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Say green. So I didn't really get a lot out of the interview that I did with him, you know? But what did you make of Stu's uh, comments about suspension? The split screen with Adam. Did you, Roto, you saw that too? Yeah. The split screen and all that. What, what did you make of that? What he said was accurate in the fact that <laughs> he was kind of tread lightly because like he was trying to say, hey, man, these guys aren't as good as these factory guys. There's stuff softer. So... It normally is that way just because of the aftermarket suspension companies running that type of suspension. When you get factory stuff, which I have ridden, it's just built tougher in the world of like valving than it is for like 
me and you to go to Enzo and get mm. our stuff done. Usually when you build stuff that's stiff, like at an Enzo, you get harshness. With factory stuff, you can have a stiffer setting and not get that harshness, right? So I agree with what he was saying on, hey, normally these guys' stuff, uh, the privateers is softer, so they might have a better chance. But those guys like Harlan, uh, Masterpool, these guys are still riding at a high level, so you need holdup. Yeah. So I don't fully agree on some of that stuff. I think Masterpool had a different line choice, and I feel like his technique allowed him to push it. And maybe Cooper Webb's bike isn't the one we should be judging on because we know the stories behind that and some problems being rigid. Um, so I understand what he was trying to say, which was cool. And it was about time someone brought some of that stuff to light. Yep. But I think the direction was kind of wrong. We talked about it on our review show. And it's like also all of these factory guys come from Supercross. Yeah. And they're on Supercross stuff for eight months a year. Correct. And if you were to throw on a super soft MXGP setting, they would freak out. Just like when Geyser came here and they threw some Supercross stuff on yeah. for Monster Cup. I mean, he lost his mind. He's like, I can't ride this. It's impossible. You're going from such a wide range, Supercross to, motor, to, to, to MXGP stuff, let's say, or Time Master Pool stuff, that the guys don't have enough time to even get used to it. Yeah. So I think, I think his point about factory stuff being stiffer is correct. It is. But I believe it's because you can't shock these guys and actually have enough time to get all the way soft where you need to be. I mean, it's no secret. When you watch MXGP, to me anyways, when I watch MXGP, their bikes are like teeter-totters compared right. to American guys. They're going up and down and up and down, and they're making that work for them. American guy stuff is noticeably stiffer, and that's a Supercross influence. You guys really want to see what it's like. Go back to the, to the broadcast. Look at the finish line jump. You mm. want to see the difference between Master Pool's bike or Adam's or anything. When they land off of the finish line onto the landing, watch Master Pool's bike load and then unload, and then watch Adam's. It's a lot different. You will see some of these privateers' heads yeah. kind of <laughs> smack right, a little bit right. more than the factory guys yeah. because it's just moving more. Yeah. So. And I brought up on the review pod, Roto, like the, the, the flip side of what James was showing was watching a – privateer enter whoops and supercross and then watching a privateer uh, factory guy enter whoops and supercross and it's the same motorcycle with revalve suspension however the factory guy is on top right and the, the privateer guy is and there are some tracks you know, that having the soft stuff is a yeah. benefit i didn't think thunder valley would be one of those because okay. it's deep and there's there's bumps inside they're, they're those deep, deep ass ruts yeah, yeah, so yeah. you want more hold up yeah. but a track like paula mm -hmm. hangtown mount morris coming up it, it gets choppy right yeah um, so maybe that will be more noticeable there. But I, I think it's just cool they're talking more about bike setup yeah. on the broadcasts, and, and James and brought not, that and up. And not a mindset. Yeah, and, or and, elevation. Uh, yeah. It's just like it's cool to hear stuff about the dirt bikes. Yes. The core people that watch moto want to know about the dirt bike. Right. Like, I want to know what's yeah. in There's a lot of this uh, mindset, and uh, he's got to want it more, and you're just like, you can't relate to what that. What does that mean? Right. Like, show me what show me what the rear end is doing of the motorcycle yeah. or, or a line selection. It's not quantifiable for us normal guys. Yeah. Like yeah. we want to see. Yeah. Tell me about the parts of the bike because I can relate that to my bike. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Right. Roto. Yeah, that's true. Um, I like st what Stu brings into it because you know everybody has their opinion of who's the best person in the booth. But yeah, like yeah. what him because him and Ricky can obviously both be considered 
top four in the class or whatever, Mount Rushmore, but the way that I, I definitely think the way that James conveys that kind of stuff. Do you think it's something where Ricky, because he was factory his entire life, where James kind of had some lesser rides that he is a little bit more involved well, or well, James didn't have any lesser rides you maybe know, he's talking about like JGR and things yeah like, that. like ah. th- those are great but I'm just saying yeah. like that's not no I think it's uh, a little, little indication that James is a little more degaf okay James is like I don't really care I'm gonna say it and I think Ricky's worried about hurting feelings that's fair you know what that's I mean point. Yeah. And I, think I think, and I know Fro was Emig was that's scared, a great point scared to death those two guys Ricky and Fro they're still tied in the industry yeah James is out. Yeah, like I don't. He, I think James is degaff. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm going to just say this, and I don't yeah. really care if it, Cowie or someone else comes down on me. Right. You know. Yeah, because he could lose that gig, and they could say, "Hey, we don't want you back." And he's like, "Okay, I'll, yeah, just, yeah. I'll just take my, I'll just take all of these fans, and I'll just, I'll just go there." Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't think James cares. Absolutely. One, one right? thing I wish he would have elaborated on more, especially for us old school fans, was when JT brought the fact of how stiff James ran yeah, his fork. Right. And James never really talked about why he ran his fork that way. He kind of explained it really quickly but didn't dive into like yeah. I ran it because of XYZ he yeah. never did that and that's I think why I he wish. ran it because he was going so goddamn fast and yeah. whoops right you know what I mean like, yeah uh, alright we got some phone calls here Matt's on too Matt what's up man you want to talk about Thunder Valley uh, yeah I just wanted to kind of mention like there's these like these awesome rides like Masterpool's done like they're kind of like it's specific to Thunder Valley a little bit because you'll see like that Bogle moto or Tedesco's moto or Grant had a crazy moto yeah. or even when that one where Baggett dropped everybody. Is it, is, was this going to be something we see a lot at Thunder Valley? You know, just some guys just have these great days, but I, will we back it up at other places or, or yeah, what? I, the, the, we didn't see Bogle back that up later uh, or, or Tedesco or uh, Bogle won a four fifty national of buds, but I, I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I remember yeah. a works racer showed up Kyle Summers and was like, sixth yeah or something one time yep you know so yeah yeah you got a good point matt is there any reason the track or elevation or but here's the thing i don't know i mean it just seems like when the bikes are slower the guys can go harder here's the thing every for me, time i went okay like yeah. i kind of agree what he's saying but also for me like the ride that Masterpool did he went through factory guys we haven't even seen that at Thunder Valley. So this is on another level. This isn't just, hey, I got a sixth. Or I got a start and I held off. I went. He caught these guys. He went from 40th to whatever he got in the first moto, yeah. which was fifth. fifth. Yeah. 40th to fifth. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. impressive. No, yeah. good points, Matt. Thanks for calling. Thank you. No, thank you, guys. Uh, handlebar question for Kiefer on five. What's up, OJ? Yeah, hey, how's it going? Good. You um, find the killers yet or no? How's the Bronco, man? What's yeah. going on over there? How's the Bronco? All right. Hello? Hey, yeah. man. How's it hey, going? What's up? Hey, what's up? Yeah, so a while back, Keeper made some comments about seven-eighths-inch bar versus, like, fat bars or pro yeah. taper. Yeah. And I'm just trying to remember if he was saying that he thought that they were stiffer or less stiff. Oh, that's a Here. bit controversial. Oh. It's very controversial, OJ. So I still have this this debate with Paul Parabinos from Renthal to this day. I feel, and I don't know the the numbers behind the bar stiffness. Science. But yes, the science. Great. Thank you. I don't have that, but feeling-wise, 7 eighths also just feels like it has more flex than a 1 and 1 eighths bar, no matter if it's a twin wall or a fat bar. 7 eighths to me just flexes more. You can I mean, go on the stand of a 7 eighths on, on a stand, put your bike on it, push down a 7 eighths bar, You'll see how much it flexes. Do that same thing with a one and one eighths. It doesn't move as much. Plain and simple. But Paul and thinks I'm high. Well, I actually tend to 
agree with you, Kiefer, but I think there's a distinction. I think it's the angle that you push down on the handlebar. So if you're pushing down vertically, I think a seven, eight inch bar is stiffer, but in your typical riding position, I tend to agree with you. And I think that the seven, eight inch bar is maybe a little bit less stiff. Correct. And I just wanted to confirm that's what you were, you were saying. Cause I remember the show like a while back. So I, I just wanted to get clarification that that's was what we, like you, you, were you if you think about it, when you're riding, you pull back you, or, and, yeah. or you're pushing the force down, right? So those are the movements that the rider is feeling the most of. I'm not pushing the bar forward, you know. I'm, I'm, if I'm driving through a jump, I'm not slamming my bar forward, but I'm going down or pulling back on the bar, and that's where I feel the flex. You also say that the crossbarless bar is stiffer than a set, uh, one and one eighth crossbar bar. I'm I saying believe, right? that the crossbarless yeah. one and one eighth is stiffer than the seven eighths. But I think you're also saying it's stiffer than the one the, the one and one eighths with the crossbar. Wasn't no, that also I'm part not, of it? No. Oh, okay. All right. So seven eighths only. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. There you go, man. Thanks for the call, OJ. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Be safe out there. And uh, and uh, just for the record, uh, Parabinos thinks that uh, he says he has science to, to prove Kiefer wrong. I know. He uh, says that to me. Justin's on one. Uh, what's up, Justin? Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Hey. Uh, Quick question, Keeper. I've always been on Kawasaki's for shoot since the KX60, and I'm really torn between trying a Husqvarna or a Yamaha. Uh, don't know much on the steel frame, so I do like the characteristics of a Cowie. Yeah, go blue through. Straight line stability. I mean. Yeah, if you're if you've been on a Cowie your whole life, the closest if you're looking for something to be as close as possible to the Cowie would be the Yamaha as far as feeling wise because the new uh, Husqvarna or KTM they're pretty stiff in that in that realm and the KX's mm -hmm. usually are pretty good straight line stability and have a lot of flex my suggestion is why don't you hold tight and wait for that new one to come out man there's that 24 KX 450 um, I've heard some things and it looks like it's going to be a really good bike. So if you're a Cowie guy, now's the time to hold tight and wait a few months and wait for that new bike. That, that's kind of what I was torn between is I've got an opportunity for an SR at the shop I ride for yeah. or wait for the new 24. Man, I so, don't know. The SR is really good too. Like if I was going to pick another bike besides a Yamaha to ride, the SR would be the bike. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep all that in mind and I do appreciate it, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. A lot of questions for Kiefer testing. There's still more on hold. Yeah, but you know, listen, we got to talk That's about. That's right. We got to talk about Lakewood. Uh, yes. And when it comes to Lakewood, uh, we'll get the man on the on the phone right here to talk about it. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal, the winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century. Renthal continues to lead the world, the very top level of the sport. 248 U.S. titles, 243 world titles, more titles than all the other brands combined. Renthal.com. Check it out. Really informative website as well. And um, yeah, I I have a. Actually, I, I can do this now. Tits, uh, I have a Honda limited edition Renthal hard anodized sprocket. First caller gets it. A Honda. Does it fit in 05? No, it fits the newer ones. <laughs> okay. uh, so yeah. we're going to give that away, that last <laughs> sprocket away. Uh, but fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. When you talk about Renthal bars, uh, this gentleman has them on his Red Bull KTM coming off a second place overall at Lakewood. It's Aaron Plessinger. What's up, AP? How are you, man? Hey, I'm doing good, Steve. How about you, boys? We're good, man. Thanks for uh, the time tonight. Appreciate it. Um, listen, you were 
whether it was Harlan or Masterpool, you were you were in some battles, AP, with some guys. Dude, I know they were both riding so good, man. I I I kind of forgot about uh, Grant, the first moto man. He was he was on rails. <laughs> I, I told him, I told him he, he got a he got a couple sketchy moments in there, but dude, he was ripping. Yeah. But, uh, same with Ty, man. He he kept me honest that first moto. I thought I was gonna get into force and um, yeah. kind of cruise it in, but he did not let me do that. He was uh, he was hot on my heels, so it was uh, it was a pretty good race though. Hey, AP, it's Kiefer. Is it something when, when races are going on like this, and I don't think you can have this situation that much because it doesn't happen that much, but when you have a guy like Masterpool or Harlan in your ass, is it something that you're thinking about while you're racing going, fuck me, man, I got to go back to the truck and answer to my bosses why this private guy, privateer guy's in my shit the whole moto, and I feel like I'm riding decent, but he either beat me or is right on my ass. Do you think about that kind of thing? Um, a little bit. I mean, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I didn't think about it, but, um, I mean, given the circumstances and everything and, and Ty, I, I know Ty, he's came up through the amateurs and, and everything I've, I've watched him and he is a good rider. Um, he's just had, you know, some, some hard luck and, and hasn't been able to, uh, get on a, you know, a bike since star, uh, that, that fits him in a way that he can ride it good. Um, so I do think about it a little bit, but also he was, he was, I mean, unreal. He was going right. so fast and we were, we were running some of the fastest laps of the, of the last yeah. 10 minutes of the moto. And, um, man, I, I don't think I could have went any faster in those laps. <laughs> and I, I had a, like a side cramp and I was like, dude, who is this guy? And I look back by me and I see the 81 and I'm like, damn, this kid's ripping. There's no way Roger knew who that was. Roger thought that was a lapper, for sure. <laughs> there's no way Roger's like, you know, uh, AD1, that is. There's no way Roger knew that. Yeah, I guarantee you. I just think it's, kinda, oh, yeah. it's just kind of weird. Like, these guys know they can beat everyone, right? Yeah. Not just uh, number 81. But, like, you got, you got a guy like AP, and let's say if it's someone else. Let's say if it's not Masterpool. Let's say, for whatever reason, it's A-Ray. Yeah. And A-Ray is in your shit the whole time and passing. You're like, oh, dude, I can't let this happen. This is not going to be good. <laughs> but there, I guess at, at some level, you kind of respect the level of talent like Masterpool had. You're like, okay, this guy is actually legit. Yeah. And it's not such a like, oh, this guy can't beat me for sure. There's no way. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's one thing when you're struggling, like with bike setup and, and stuff like that, and you're battling with those guys. But it's it's a whole other thing. Like this weekend, I was – my, I mean, I was in tune and I was feeling good and he was still right there. And what's funny was he, I mean, when I got up from the crash, um, he had went down on the start and, uh, dude, he came through the pack and he blew my doors off. <laughs> he passed me going so fast and then he pulled away from me. He was, I mean, um, we hit that big triple step up and went down that hill. Yeah. Um, I was, after he passed me, I was going right uh, around that little like off camera corner, mm -hmm. and he was coming back towards me to hit that other step up, heading back towards uh, oh, wow, like the mechanic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was that far ahead of me, and then you know I think he may, may have hit a wall or something, and then got a second wind after I got him again. But dude, he was ripping. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That yeah. That's that's that that's says something. Yeah. yeah that, that's really gnarly for sure. Uh, AP, I feel like. Your moto scores should be three, three, two, 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 two. 
I really feel like that. Like, uh, you finally got on a box this weekend overall. But, like, I think you've been the next best guy, uh, uh, the last two, and then also um, uh, behind Chase and uh, Jet at Paula. But, yeah, just in the first moto this weekend when you and Dylan went down, you probably just were like, what the fuck is going on? Right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I I said that to Jay when I, I – uh... When I got back to the truck, I was like, I, dude, I, I think I need to go see, like, somebody down in Louisiana and get this freaking black magic off me. I was like, dude, what is going on? Yeah, because you're not but, a crasher. Yeah. You're not this guy normally. Dude, you better yeah. give all the good karma out there as much as possible. Like, give money to people on the corner. Yeah. Do something, dude. Yeah. You don't want this shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, well... I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say it's you know I got the monkey off my back. Yep. Because after the second place this weekend, I was walking through the pits and um, randomly, like me and me and Kendall were walking out to the car, and all of a sudden I'm standing there talking to some people, and a ten dollar bill floats and hits me in my feet and I, <laughs> I picked it up and I was like I looked around and nobody was around and I was like. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's that's some good luck right there. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, you're right. I'm I'm not like I'm not a crasher and, no. and I've crashed I've crashed more times like in these last three races than I have in the past, <laughs> you know, two years. Yeah. I'm usually yeah. if I hit the ground, I hit the ground hard. Um but you know, so I mean it, shit happens, I guess. <laughs> but is it yeah, absolutely. But but in your mind like I don't know if you agree with me with going three three two 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 two, but like, are you? Yes, it's been shitty, but are you happy with where you're at? Like, not happy with the riding? I would think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the riding for sure. Yep. Um, you know, it's just those falls that, and and like in the first moto in Paula, I was, you know, battling with Chase. Um, I was right on his wheel, mm -hmm. and then that crash happened. So, um, I do agree with you. I, that should be, you know, yeah the the next best guy if not you know battling with jet now um mm -hmm. if i i mean if i can get a start i'm i'm right there my lap times are good um i'm feeling good my riding is spectacular for me yeah. um so i should be right there uh, i just got to get off the gate man yeah yeah how is that great what do you think of that stuff outdoors are you okay with it uh, i was talking with adam this weekend on the gate of the yeah. moto and dude i i think I think it's just taken away from motocross yeah. in, in general, just like the, the oh like the basic sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, I agree. In, in, I agree. And another thing, um, we're we're all going into the first corner. Yeah. All like all the same. Not saying that we <laughs> wouldn't on dirt, but it. Oh, it's like, definitely. That's I feel like I feel like there's. I don't know. Going to be more crashes in tight, tighter corners. I don't know. That's just me, though. Yeah, I trust. Something I've been talking about too, and I, I made a tweet after the moto, the first two fifty moto, when there was like eighteen dudes, and I, I, I agree with you. I think it takes a little less skill out of it, and you guys are going pretty fast. And the comeback is that hey, it um, uh, in, in MXGP they have greats and they don't have these crashes. Well, the first turns are set up real real favorably to the inside at mxgps and they don't even have 40 guys all the time or very little right so um yeah. I, it is something to to watch for sure going forward um what uh what are we gonna do with this jet guy what are we gonna, yeah. what do we gotta do i don't it's unbelievable 
Yeah. I don't know. He's like, I mean, if you watch the guy, right? He is, I mean, the, I don't know, the perfect rider. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I thought I thought Chase was, you know, at first. Right. And with his elbows and everything and just his posture and everything. But, dude, Jet is, like, spot on that. Mm-hmm. He is always in that position, always just, like, perfect riding style. I, I definitely do think he can be beaten. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's he's really, really good. And he's <laughs> exceptional at riding a motorcycle. Um, and he's, he's, I mean... They, they call him Dazzy. Dazzy's done well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say that with both of them because mm-hmm. both Hondas have the red plate right now, and, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing a good job. Let me ask you this, AP. Okay, so his style is impeccable. Like, it's a 10 out of 10. But mm-hmm. is that the reason why he has such a lead? Is that the reason why he's so fast? Is it – I mean, you've been around him. You know how hard he's twisting the throttle. What is it? No, I just think – I do think that's part of it, obviously, but dude, he just gets out to these starts and he, I mean, he's, I don't know if he hasn't led a first lap yet. No, in yeah. Outdoors. Yeah. Um, he's been in first place every, almost every single lap. And, uh, that's, that's the key. If you want to win, like, I mean, Outdoors is a lot different than Supercross, but look at Supercross and the guys that get the good starts, whether they're good or not, um, they're always pretty, I mean, pretty up towards the front unless they have a crash or something. Um, so it's with, with Jet, he just gets out front, doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and just rides his own race and is able to focus on what he needs to focus on um, the whole 30 minutes. Hey, P. Donnie from Rotomoto here. Um, speaking of starts, uh, Steve is a big proponent of let's get rid of grates, let's get rid of start devices, let's get rid of you know yeah, RPM all of gauges, all of that. So for somebody like Jet, who has you know his entire professional career, he started on a grate in Supercross. Are you the kind of guy that you would like to see it go back to having you know minimal assists? Would that do you think that would be better for the sport as a whole? Um, I. I do think it it would be better. I don't know for the sport in in a whole, but I I do think it would. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think it would just bring it back to kind of a little bit of a little bit more skill on the start because you know there's people that pack their gates the different way. Mm-hmm. They have these little notches in the dirt. Um, you know, it was a it was kind of an art to packing a gate and now it's kind of just roll up there and do your thing. And, uh, it, it doesn't take, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know how to start on a grate and just, you know, drop the clutch and don't wheelie. Um, yeah. but on, on dirt, it was like you had to feed the clutch and, and not get the wheel to spin. You had to hook up. Um, and to, uh, I don't know, like dropping off the grate onto the dirt is is a little weird to me. Um, it just, I don't know, it's it's just different. Yeah. But I didn't think they would add it to motocross, but you know, I'm wrong. And now they're they're uh, testing these uh, artificial whoops. I don't know if you guys I seen saw that. that. But, I uh, saw that. Um, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, my buddy sent it to me <laughs> on uh, 
on Ch- Chiz uh, wrote him. Chiz wrote him. Really? Yeah. 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 I just don't know if they're gonna like if they're gonna add these things. They got to make sure they don't dent and and get beat up um, because dirt's one thing. Yeah. You know when you add these these artificial elements, it gets a little dicey. It's it's the whole like I'm exaggerating a little bit, but like hey, uh, here we go off a start. Hey hey, let's go back in time. Uh, hey McGrath, you don't need to worry about traction because we got a great. You don't need to worry about wheeling because we're going to pull your front end down. Hey, you don't need to worry about throttle position because we're going to tell you when you're in the right throttle position. Hey, we don't need to gear your bike for the start because we have a map just for the start. Like what the hell? Like if you look at back, like if you think about a start, the most important part of our sport and all the skill it takes, and we've taken everything out of it, right? Like, I don't know. So, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, I feel you. I, I mean, I, 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 for one, think that, that you know, the whole shot device, um, I think our bikes may be too fast now sure. to, yep. to do that, but I, I get what you're saying about, you know, the yep. mapping and everything like that, and it's just like, just crazy how 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 we you know strayed away from from the basics of mm-hmm. motocross and, and came into this whole new yeah. era with uh you know these these artificial things being brought in we got the 94 coming in this weekend by the way ap so uh, is he is he is he going in. yeah he's in so hey let's go <laughs> uh also um you know, we know you went to the smaller forks last year, and you liked it. I'm interested for this year. You're back on them. Coops on the stuff as well. Production. What one of you's running production shock? The other guy's running the the works one. But um, did you even try the bigger stuff, or were you like, hey, let's start with the 48s? What I know, what I liked, and all of that. Or did you do? Did you go back to the bigger stuff for outdoors? Uh, no. Yeah, I just uh, I. I went straight back to what I had. Okay. Um, yep. We did try uh, a variation of the, the spring 48, but mm-hmm. um, that I, I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know if stars kind of, or where, when I was on star, I think they kind of spoiled me with the, uh, the air stuff. And, and I've just never been able to go back. Um, I don't know if there's the way the fork sits or whatever, but mm-hmm. it adds that kind of, that choppered out feeling that I like and it holds the rear end down. Um, but no, nah, I just, I, I went straight to the 48 mm-hmm. because, you know, obviously we didn't really have too much time yep. to play around. Uh, so we just wanted to get comfy quick and just bust out the motos. Out of all the three tracks, have you changed anything between the three tracks and what track did your bike work the best at? Honestly, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't really touched the bike at all. Um, uh, we we've done a few clicks here and there, but uh, overall, I'm I'm really happy with my setup right now. And and I think it worked better or the best this weekend. Yeah. Uh, just because bigger bumps, uh, lots of ruts. Uh, the ruts kind of mm-hmm. favor me with with my setup, I guess. Um, and I can just sit into them and rail them in, in the, the fork guard or nothing kind of catches them or anything. So I think it worked uh, the best this weekend. It's funny when you look at AP's bike, Steve, and then you look at Cooper at Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Um, AP's, when you're in these long ruts, but people don't see on TV, in, the, in these deep-ass ruts they have, there's bumps inside these fuckers, right? Mm-hmm. And 
and it doesn't matter if you're inside of it, your ass in wants to pop out of it and go into another one as you're going down these hills. So you got to kind of like, kind of like what James said on the broadcast, drag your rear brake a little bit, throttle sometimes. Some guys don't yep. do that, but AP's bike sits in those things really well, and it doesn't, the KTM doesn't go side to side. Yep. Coops goes side to side a little bit more than AP's does. Like you watch his ass in, and yeah, and yeah Coop told me. Coop said it without saying it, not happy with his bike this weekend. Yeah, AP's yeah. bike was a little bit lower <laughs> right. in the rear, and it just sat, and it never wanted to crawl out of that yeah. those ruts. Right. Uh, we got a call for you here from, uh, speaking of Coop, we got a call from Nick on three. What's up, Nick? What's your question for Aaron Plessinger? Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Hey, um, my question is, I've seen it on Facebook. It was a clip of you and Jet sitting there in the post race. <laughs> Were y'all making fun of Cooper Webb? Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe. maybe. Uh, I, 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 can't, uh, I can't say yes or I can't. Uh, can't deny can't it. Can't confirm or deny that. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, we, we were just laughing because uh, they were asking a question about uh, Kai to Coop, and, and Coop kind of gave a – uh, short answer and then went on about his day, but um, now nah, we we were just laughing at at Coop's responses and stuff. Yeah. We uh, we both know him on a personal level, so it's just it's just funny to to poke at old Coop. <laughs> I asked him too afterwards, and I was kind of like like in the hype of the second moto. I mean, I, Ty rode great, right? And as a media guy, I was stoked. Like he passed factory guys. Like I and I asked Coop, I'm like. What do you think of when a guy like Ty passes you? And in my mind, I'm like, fuck, that was kind of a stupid question. But, and he goes, it's not good. It's not. <laughs> right. Coop goes, he's either ripping or I'm slow. Right. And, like, he was uh, – Coop and I are friends, too. I think we are anyways. I don't think he liked me really ask bringing it up either. And I, I kind of get it. Like, maybe I shouldn't have, but I, I got caught That's up. That's kind of what everybody wants to know. Well, I got caught up in the master pool right. hype. Yeah, you yeah. know. So thanks, Nick. Thanks for the call. But as soon as I left my mouth, I'm like, oh, shit. He's probably, yeah. What about, <laughs> what do, like, what do you think he's going to say? Awesome? Yeah. <laughs> hey, right. what do you think you know, of? Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I was just telling my, one of my buddies that if, if you're going to ask anybody about that, like, Coop is the wrong person to ask. <laughs> not, yeah. not a big on Coop or anything. No, no, just, for sure. Uh, it's just, just yeah. to him in general, it's, it's just funny. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I agree. And, and like I said, as soon as I asked it, I was like, ah, fuck. But, uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, AP, so speaking of um, maybe being a bit harsh, uh, I heard that you were, and I saw your interview on TV, uh, you were basically almost went on and on about the track at Hangtown without really starting to swear, uh -huh. and then I heard behind the yeah. scenes that you were not a fan of Hangtown track. Oh, dude. I, well, <laughs> I mean, you know me. I don't get mad off. No, no, no. I came off the track. Uh, that first moto, and I basically looked at, I think it might have been Tim Cotter or <laughs> okay. somebody, and I was like, get me the person who is in charge for grooming the track. That's awesome. <laughs> because I've been here, and this is not what it is. Yeah. I was like, this is like me riding on a 65 at the track that I grew up on, right. and they don't water it for – Yeah a week and then expect us to come out and race. Um, it was just, it wasn't like I was, I mean, I was pissed at, at how the track shaped up, but like, it's just that track in general. It's such a good track and it such is. a good racetrack yep. that it's just a shame to see that track, not sh like shape up how it usually does. Usually we're, we're, 
20 miles an hour slower coming down that that long downhill and that's the like that's the talk of the day like mm-hmm. how rough and rutted that downhill was but this time it was like minimal bumps and not a lot of passing areas and just yeah. wide open so i was just in the fact that like we were just going wide open i was like who wants to watch us just I mean, yeah. it might be good for TV, but it's not fun for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they missed the mark. They were trying to make a little more passing lines and try not to make it so ruddy, and and maybe they were expecting some rain. I don't know. They yeah, they missed the mark, and I think they admitted it afterwards. I think everybody, no, uh, Harlan liked it. Other than Harlan, no one liked yeah. it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he said to me, uh, I can't remember when it was, but he said to me some, at some point this weekend, he was like, "What it is." I thought the track was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I told him I was like I was like, I'm not trying to be a dick. Uh, like at the end of the conversation yeah. when I was when I was pissed, I was like, dude, I'm not trying to be a dick, but yep. it's it's just not what it could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of those things for sure. Um Renthal bringing you Aaron Plessinger on the uh, Pulp Mech show, by the way, uh coming off a uh, podium finish this weekend in uh, Thunder Valley. Um, there's a shot of you and Coop on the starting line. I don't know if it was Moto One or Moto Two. <laughs> was those sm- was that a smelling salt? <laughs> no, no, it was uh, it was one of those gels. One of those oh, gels okay. So I, I thought you were offering him smelling top. salts or some shit. I was like, he's like, nah, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, no. Oh shoot. <laughs> uh, what? Okay, so I want to talk about your gear. Why is it yep. that you're always in pulse? stuff and not any prime stuff is this in your contract is this something that you have to wear can you wear the tighter stuff or what's going on no yeah i i'm not sure they um they obviously pick the gear for us uh each weekend and um i i'm not too sure you know i uh i was in pulse stuff a, a little bit well i was in prime stuff a little bit in supercross but not too too much um and I don't know. It's just I think the way that it shapes up is just you know coops in it right a lot, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm not, but I'm not I'm not mad at it because I think I think the uh, the pulse stuff's a little easier to start in. It doesn't stretch as much. I don't know, man. I just think it'd be the cool to see your skinny ass and some some prime stuff look sick. <laughs> I'm a twig, bro. <laughs> when, it look come, taller. <laughs> when it comes to the colorways, have you ever vetoed, or do you have the option to just be like, "Yeah, I'm not wearing that. That's not cool," or are you just kind of whatever they give you is fine? Um, I'm kind of whatever. You know, whatever's fine. I've I've never been one to just like. I mean, e- even though the one of one of the pair of pants. Uh, broke on me in Supercross, but um, they fixed it right away. Um, so I'm, I've never been one to just be like, "Dude, I can't wear this gear," unless you the know, cats, the cat gear. Uh, after San Diego, I, I think I did say I'm not, I'm not gonna wear this again <laughs> because I, cra- I crashed it, and I was like, uh, "Okay, I'm not in it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you have uh, any other? Su- do you have any other superstitions when it comes to your gear or your setup or anything like that? Uh, no, not really. Um, you know, I'm, I, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy going as long as, you know, as long as I get a good night of sleep on Thursday and Friday, um, you can do whatever. <laughs> hey, I never asked this, but it, there's always a, a method. Okay. So what is your under the pant method? What do you got under the pant? How do you, how do you do it? Is it long socks with, with Ethicas? Are you uh what, what's under there? How do you do it? So, um, 
I during the week, only during the week because you know sometimes I get holes in the butts of them. Yeah. Um, I am a long sock uh, Ethicas under, but in during the week I wear two pairs uh, just to save the old buttocks, and um, I wear one pair on the weekend. There's no chamois. You never wear a short with chamois in it. Uh, sometimes, um, sometimes when. I, I don't bring my gear in fast enough, and it doesn't get washed. I'll, I'll take a cycling kit and I'll wear it. Yeah. <laughs> so what do no you overalls though? <laughs> what do you do about the the braces sliding down with just a sock? Yeah. How, how's that deal? I've never really had a problem with okay. um, with my braces. I usually freaking cinch them so tight around my calf that it's yep. like so hard to get them off. But um, okay. Yeah. You know, if they sli- if they did slide down, I would just you know. Yeah. Unstrap them, pull them back up. Obviously, in a moto, you can't do that, but I've never really had a problem yeah, yeah. with them sliding okay. down in a moto. And those guys aren't in them that long. Yeah. If he was sitting around all fucking day with it, then it might be a True. something else. Yeah, you're but, in it for... Yeah, like yeah. amateur races, it was different. I would oh, my boots off and run around in my gear. Yeah. Uh, they would slide down, and I would have to re-cinch them or whatever before I went and race. Yeah. Right. Uh, cool, man. Um Thank you for the time tonight, AP. Uh, like I said, you should be three three two 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 two, but we'll take it. Uh, second overall this weekend, and uh, great. I think a great start to the season, regardless of these crashes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So thank you, thank you, thanks for having me on the show. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll try and stay off the ground. Yeah. Um, successfully hit the ground three times, or not three times, uh, three races in a row. Yep. So I'd yep. like to stop that streak <laughs> and maybe try for a win <laughs> one of these motos. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, thanks for having me on. Right. Uh, it's always good talking to you guys. And um, yeah. yeah, we'll see you guys. Thanks soon. for being so cool, too, dude. Like, you're one of the few guys that are actually, it's it's cool to see. I think people get excited to see you just because you're such a nice guy. You're smiling and you're just talking shit. And that's what that's what's <laughs> cool about you, man. So keep that, keep that involved. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. All right. Thanks, AP. Take care. Yep. Thanks. Right. That's Bye. Aaron Pussy, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Uh, Renthal.com. Please check it out. Yeah. I, uh, Love AP. He's he's just great oh, dude. Just, yeah. Great dude. Great dude. Always happy. I always I've joked a few times on the show about when you ask him a question, he starts laughing, even though you're like you didn't really say anything funny. He, there's no one other like. <laughs> Can you name another guy in our in our racing paddock that is like that? No, there's not. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, by the way, Chris Kiefer brought to you by the folks at Decal Works tonight. How's everything going? With Decal Works good? It's good. Yeah, my graphics that I didn't get to race with look good. They do. Your your Paula graphics during your one and a half laps. Uh, look yes. pretty good. Looks good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Popamex 23 is a code to say with Decal Works. Official graphics of, of Red Bull KTM, of AP, uh, Cooper Webb, the Husqvarna Off-Road team as well. Uh, use the code Popamex 23 to save at decalmx.com. From uh, the wild to the mild, they will uh, they will design something for you. They'll give you a proof. You can move things around. All of that. Uh, Decal Works, great guys there. Uh, Sean and Ron and everybody else. So that's bringing you Chris Kiefer tonight. He's also a Decal Works um, uh, uh, rider and we'll be at Loretta Lynn's this summer, of course. Mm-hmm. You and another nightmare to deal with. What? Mike Brown. Yeah. Or well, I mean, you're not really have to deal with him. Oh, here we go. What, you, what? That's warranted. I get no, it, it is. It's That's Mike war- Brown in Tennessee. Absolutely. You're you're done. I'm done. You're done. I'm done this year too. Oh yeah. Oh boy. It's Mike Brown. Okay. Well, I mean, it's warranted. <laughs> I understand it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Glenn Helen. Okay. Let's talk. Let's get feisty. Let's get in the mix. You know okay, what I mean? Like, right. uh, uh, let's talk. Okay. But 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 LL? Yeah, I don't know, man. 30 seconds? What was it last year? I don't know. <laughs> Might have been more. <laughs> uh, Pro Filter, by the way, has 2023 
YZ450 filters in stock now, the guys at ProFilter. Pre-oiled? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Pulp 20 is the code to save at ProFilter.com. From UTVs to uh, street bikes to dirt bikes, ProFilter, if you haven't heard of them, maybe you've been uh, roosted too many times. They've been active in the industry for the last decade, and they manufacture all this stuff. Uh, that They can help you out with filters, oil filters, air filters, all of that. There's a real option to riders to avoid cleaning an air filter ever again. Pulp 20 is the code to save with ProFilter, ProFilter.com. Uh, John's on, too. John, what's up, man? Hey, I got a question for Kiefer. What do you, uh, in your opinion, what do you think it takes for a non-industry guy to be friends with Steve Mathis? Uh, okay. That's a great question, by the way. Uh, to be friends with him, like how involved with friends? Like hanging out or just like he knows your name when you walk by? Uh, he probably knows my name, but, you know, I thought maybe when he was in town we'd go to dinner or something like that. Okay, so. I know it, he's not a big dinner guy, but. Either. But uh, we have. Go. Go. So you either need to uh, have an in with some hockey stuff or baseball or that you can maybe uh, purchase a dinner for him. Um, purchase a dinner for him. Purchase a dinner for him. Okay. Um, how about how about getting him access to the Optum Club at uh, Cowboy Stadium? Nah, I don't think that's going to do it. For dinner. That's dinner. That's free dinner. That's eh, not going to do it. <laughs> no. I feel like okay. I don't, I, it's, okay, because I did that once. Yeah, thanks, John. I thought this was you. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows you. So I think you're friends, and I think you're good. Okay, I just want to make sure because you know I, you know, I try to help out a lot because I appreciate what he does and see about we get Gonkowski to get him some pulp stuff for the privateers and stuff. So I think it's pretty easy to be Steve's friend. Like he's a likable dude. Uh, if you're not annoying. And you're cool, and you're not a dick. I think. Trying to uh, think, think of, I like have. It. I don't know if I have. Uh, I have my childhood friends from Canada, but other than that, I don't think I have any non dirt bike friends. Like just, you know, not in the dirt bike world of people. But yeah. you don't mind having friends that are not in the dirt bike world, right? Um, no, no, I don't mind. Right. No, no, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, also, like, dude, I feel like I'm busy. Yeah. No, you you are. Steve. I feel I'm like just I'm giving you busy. a hard time, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it, John. I it's kind of like you, John. Like if you have a, a you know a nine to five Monday through Friday, do you really want to go do shit with your friends on the weekend? You kind of just want to hang out and just I, chill out. I mean, I thought Pookie was my friend, but she's got a very busy social life also. <laughs> right. So that's not really working out, right? So, yeah. No, I, I appreciate um, all thanks, y'all. Thanks, yeah. If there's anything I can ever do to help you, Steve, you know I'm here for you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Or all right, if you're you. a little bitch. Uh, John, uh, you got a Hunter Deegan comment? Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, great. Um, yeah, just that whole thing with Hunter Lawrence, how they said you can't ask the question about that pass on Nate Thrasher and mm-hmm. then the press conference thing, like, just that I fully support you. I think it's such a joke. Like, this weekend, you know, he should have probably said, oh, yeah, that was good for the fans. Love it, you know, when Vegan's cross-jumping him and doing all that kind of stuff. Like, just yeah. that that comes from the agent. What, what like, did... shutting what, down the question. Honestly, what did what did Hunter say in the press conference about Deegan? Did he say much? I didn't listen to the press conference, but I heard him what he said on the, on the podium. And it wasn't much. He was just like, hey, I know what I'm dealing with because he was doing it in Supercross, so I know how to... How to oh, take yeah. care of yeah, it. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Dis- and the other thing, I want to talk about it later for sure, a little bit more. So. Yeah. I have an old uh, Phil Lawrence story if you're interested. Yeah. 
<laughs> so Phil Lawrence and Chad Pedersen came to Australia back in early 90s when they were probably just 18 years old. And uh, so they got to pit with us at Race Matter Supercross in Coffs Harbour. And I was sponsored by the local dealership or whatever. So they just pitted with us. And then they, because of the age difference, you know, they could go out to nightclubs and stuff when you're 18 in Australia. Right. So he came up to my place and borrowed a uh, salmon-coloured shirt that was like two sizes too small. Mm. And we all went out to a nightclub in Coffs. And then uh, he just sat there real quiet, you know, like Mm -hmm. wasn't. Wasn't yep. doing much. Factory fell. Yeah. Pretty excited. Yeah. And then later, three weeks later or something, the next round, still to this day, it's probably one of the weirdest things that a guy's ever said to me. He was feeling a bit left out. I think Chad was doing all right with the girls in Australia. And Factory Phil, Phil wasn't. wasn't? Really? Okay. Hmm. No, that's right. Dude, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he said to me in the pit, he was like, oh, I bet you he wanted to make me a bet that his dick was so big it wouldn't fit in my mouth. Wow. And to this day, it's probably one of the weirdest things the guy's ever said to me. Yeah, yeah that, that is odd. Uh, yeah, that is odd. Uh, but I bet you it was true also. That, that is true. Yeah, Phil, yeah. Phil's yeah. legendary, right, for that. Pork, too. Um, that is, that is so odd, though. funny, dude. That is odd. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank no worries. You. Uh, all right, uh, let's get to our next guest here on the show. Brought to you by the folks at Wysco Piston. When you talk about Jet Lawrence, talk about Hunter Lawrence, they're using Wysco in the factory HRC. Two-stroke and four-stroke pistons. Wysco's been around forever. I mean, Kiefer, who didn't have the huge Wysco sticker on the fork guard? I mean, you needed it if you wanted to get contingency. You had to have it. Yep. Had to have it. Uh, Wysco performance partner of the factory Honda guys. They've been manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years. Two-stroke and four-stroke pistons, garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components. If you want to save with Wysco, on our com website, there is a code there to save with Weisco. And thanks to the Weisco guys for bringing you our next guest of the night. First podium of the year for this gentleman from Star Racing Yamaha, Levi Kitchen. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good, man. Thanks for the time tonight. Hey, does anybody ever call you, does anybody ever call you Kitch? Oh, boy. Uh... Can I get no, that going? Can I, maybe. Yeah, you can. Can I get Kitch going? Kitch. Like, what's up, yeah. Kitch? I like Kitch. <laughs> Anything with C-H sounds tasty. Like Kitch. Kitch. Yeah, but then it also kind of sounds like, you know, bitch. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. True. But I think I'm going to get, I'm going to try to get Kitch going. Like, I don't know how it's going to go. but It's, it's not that bad. Cause okay. is, is Levi bitching really that bad of a thing to get confused on? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Right? Like Levi yeah. bitching? That's, Levi bitching, That guy's yeah. flying. I think Levi's a cool name. Like, it I is. like, actually, the name <laughs> Levi Kitchen is cool. Yeah. Agreed. And the name Levi's cool, so I'm 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 good with all of that. I'm gonna try to get Kitch going. I like the chef. Chef's a good nickname too, obviously for I don't obvious like reasons. That. You don't oh. like that? No. Oh, that's lame. Oh wow. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Kiefer just called it lame, Levi. Yeah. Damn, I'm not scared. Harsh. Kiefer, your your Apollo experience was lame, dude. That is. <laughs> hey, that's facts. I agree. That's that is facts. That's super lame. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fine. My hey, mine wasn't much better. So. <laughs> oh, it, it was a lot better than mine. Trust me. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, when you look at the class kitsch, the fact that he didn't make it, like, I, it's yeah, like, it's it's bad. Yeah, dude, you just needed to. Can we, do... Hi, Levi. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> let's it's talk about Levi. Good, yeah, let's, yeah. So, interesting, Kiefer. Did you listen to the Kitch's uh, post-race part yes. with me? Yes. 
He gained weight, didn't yes. touch his suspension. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Realized that was maybe not a bad idea, or that was a bad idea. <laughs> yes. Right. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. But you're happier. Yeah. You're you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're we're going in the right direction. I mean, it's hard for me to change much at all, like I said, so mm-hmm. I still think we can we can go further, but yep. um, you know, just taking step by step cuz yeah, I don't like super big changes, so. Yeah, it's hard for you to to get used to it, right? Um Yeah. You won a moto here last year. Look, the first four didn't go the way you wanted. We know that. But is it such a thing as good vibes? Like you wake up in the morning and you're like, I won here last year. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, I'm good. Like obviously the bike settings helped for sure. But is it yeah. also just an attitude a little bit? Yeah, I think so. I think it's easy to uh, to feel that way when you have success somewhere or whatever. But, um, yeah, man, I, I did feel better. Uh I honestly felt better in the week though. Like I'd even been okay. struggling. Yep. Um, you know, we obviously ride two days a week or whatever. And, um, I wasn't exactly where I think I should have been or, you know, even speed wise against my teammates and stuff. So, you know, when I made those bike changes and I just rode a lot, like a lot more like myself, I think I was putting a lot of pressure, um, on myself on those first few races and okay. it just, yeah, it, man, it didn't, didn't go so well. Did you do the same amount of outdoor prep, thinking, working as you did last year, or were you more focused on Supercross this year? Is that maybe a reason? Because sometimes that happens. Yeah, I would say, you know, it was my first time having that transition where you actually don't have any time, whereas the year prior, you know, I got hurt in Supercross, so Mm -hmm. really I was healed. I mean, I could have came back for the last, I think it was like four Supercrosses, but instead we just, so I got like six weeks of outdoors last year, where this year I got two, so um it was it was different for sure. Yeah, you'll 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 learn from it, right? You'll be better off at it yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when you say that during the week you weren't like, so was that what's their amateur kid, Kiefer? What's Star's amateur kid? Uh, uh, Benick. Benick. Yeah. Is Benick beating you? Kitchen is it, is it that bad? Oh uh, no. Okay. No, I mean sometimes like I don't know. He's been riding good, obviously. Yeah, but, Benick's not um, bad. Well, no, but is he ki- kitchen uh, speed right now? No, but sometimes practice track stuff is different. You know. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, I can't. I mean, I don't know. Either way, like I just wasn't sure. You know wasn't where I, I was even the well the two weeks we had on outdoors like I was riding really really well and yeah. then it's like and it could have been because I was just down in the dumps from doing so bad at the first round I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't know. yeah yeah well dude <laughs> but, yeah. I uh I just I've never been to the star compound star guys don't really like me um <laughs> uh I like coker though coker's cool uh but um I've never been there but I picture it just like like doggy dog, Swanee yelling, stopwatches being thrown, uh, tears, uh, tears of joy, tears of pain. Uh, Bobby Reagan saying, "I'm going to fire you today if you don't, you know, do a 2:20." This is what I picture the star testing days like uh, during the week. Levi, no, um, no. I mean, it's okay. definitely doggy dog. Everybody shows up like, mm-hmm. except I'm learning. Like, especially the young guys, though. Um, you know, we've had a amateur gavin towers coming out and right i know you don't really pay attention to amateurs but no he's been out there training and um he you know there's been a few days he'll you know we'll do sprints and he'll go faster than all of us and i think it's really just, uh, he's good yeah yeah he's he's been riding good but i think it's just like the i don't know when you're as the years go on it's like you realize right. you kind of take what you can from a practice day but you're also like you're not devastated you're kind of be smart yeah. And, yeah. and exactly like 
I mean, some of these young guys, they're just out there risking their lives on right. a practice day. So and, uh, I used to be that way. I mean, yeah. everybody does J- it. Jamar told me when he broke his whatever he broke, collarbone or hand or whatever, he yeah. was trying to keep up with Hayden. Right. Hayden was ripping, he said, and he's like, like I, you know, this is not acceptable. And there was some double yeah. step up thing. And it was all ruddy and shitty, and he sent it and, you know, broke his hand or whatever he broke, right? And he was like, yeah. yeah. I you feel know. like, you know, if you want to do this professional yeah. thing for a long time, right. you can't dick measure every single time you get on the bike. Like, there's got to be exactly. some kind of measure. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to just measure back 10%. I'm going to learn some stuff today, get through my workout. Yep. And not worry about amateur kid trying to dick measure because he's trying to look good and he's coming in. So he's trying to get all the oohs and ahs right now. Like, I, I need to know, like, I'm on the team, but I also need to put in the work and quality laps. I'm with you, Kiefer, yeah. but I feel like the ro- I feel like the people running these facilities right. aren't thinking like that. I feel like they're judging mm-hmm. and stop watching mm-hmm. and... Doing all of that, whether it's Bakers, whether it's the 250 side, 450 side, whether it's Stark, I feel like the people running these compounds think that the way to push these kids is, you know, dog eat dog. I mean, Levi knows more about than me, but yeah. I was there, right. and I watching them ride, although I'm not in the internal meetings and things, yeah. but it is a race, man. These All you guys line up single file, right. there's some spacing, and then you guys go, and it's loud. If you fuck up, another guy's in your shit. Like, it's, yeah. it's all in, right. but I think... There's smart enough people around them that they know they can't sustain being the mm-hmm. king every single day. Like, there's going to be a mix of guys. Sure. Okay. Right, Levi? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We all have our, you know, it's not like we're chasing one guy every single day. Because, like, yep. you know, we're all, uh, the track's obviously a little bit different every day. It's the same layout, but water, how much they rip it, whatever. So, mm-hmm. like, one guy will do the warm-up, and he's ripping, so he goes first. And, you know, that guy usually is, like, somebody different every day. So then you're chasing that dude or, you know, or it's whatever, fastest to slowest or slowest to fastest. So it right. just, but everybody usually goes, like, it's not like you have a guy going six seconds faster. Than the other. I mean, we're right, all within. Yeah. By the time, you know, once you get the track and you've rode it so many laps, I mean, it's like we're all pretty close. I feel like my guy Kitch is, like, laid back for the star atmosphere. I don't know, it's from the outside. I don't know. I feel like you're laid back, <laughs> Levi, where if, if if everyone's getting upset, you're not really getting upset. You're just, you're like, okay with it all. I don't know. I don't know you that well, but. Yeah, I am a very, very laid back person. I seems like that. it. Yeah, se- seems, seems like, like it. you're like your dad. I'm a lot like my dad. How do you yeah. know his dad? I talked to his parents. You know his parents? Yeah. I met his mom at a Starbucks. Very nice lady, but that's all. I mean, that's all I know. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to him a few times. And really? Yeah, yeah. And I just the dynamic that I get from his dad, okay. I see a lot of that right, in Levi. Right. So. Okay. Um, I'm always impressed, Levi, when riders like yourself or or other guys, like let's face it, you kind of got shuffled back in Moto One, right? You started up front, got shuffled yeah. back, and I'm always impressed. In an hour, you figure it out and you come back. Yeah. Uh, that's hard mentally. Uh, especially hard when you're younger. Um, bike changes can help, certainly. Um, but I, what did you do? What, how did you handle that? What did you change? What did you think uh, enabled you to, you know, get that strong second in Moto Two when in the first Moto we saw what happened? Yeah, yeah. Um, really, I just, I mean, I, I did a little fork change and then, like, yep. um, literally clickers. I just went a little bit yeah, softer. Yeah. But I wouldn't even say that was all of it. A lot of it was just. You know, I got really frustrated, and uh, my dad talked to me a little bit, and he's like, you're riding like 
an idiot. Like you okay. gotta. I mean, honestly, I was yeah. like, I was just, I was rushing everything, and it was hurting me. So he's okay. like, just ride the bike a gear higher and just roll, like not roll around, but mm-hmm. just carry more momentum. And yeah. Um, yeah, I got off to a good start. And the easiest thing was was watching somebody else do it. So I mean, I just hopped in behind Hunter, and you know, yep. he's obviously a pretty good guy to follow. Um, so yeah, I just did okay. that, and um, I think I was just a lot more more relaxed uh, i was riding kind of i was just rushing everything and it was i actually noticed um you know not to hit like this on it but anyway hayden in the first moto mm-hmm. we were almost doing the same thing the whole time and people were catching and passing us like right. we were both riding overriding the track way too yep. aggressive yeah yeah and it didn't work out for really neither of us so Hey, Levi Donnie here with Roto Moto. Um, when you're, so after you have a practice or a qualifying or even the first moto, are you the type of person that pursues a, hey, let's make a bike change, like something like that? Or are you somebody that, you know, maybe somebody at the team is more like, hey, why don't we try, you know, this setting or that setting? Or do you take that initiative or do you let it fall? Um, I, it just depends. Like, I usually don't take the initiative, no, but, um, you know, in this case, it's for them. It's easy because they they know how I ride. Maybe during the week, or they've seen how I've ridden before. So, you know, when I got back from Moto One, they obviously knew. Like, hey, do you need to do something with the bike? And then I sit down and think about like, mm-hmm. you know, part of it's me for sure. But you know, I start talking about what it was doing, and um, you know, yeah, I'm I'm always uh, as stubborn as I am with bike changes. Like, I mean, when I get to that point where I'm like, man, I just got a good start and went backwards like (laughs) i gotta listen right right yeah yeah yeah, let's do whatever you think so yeah for somebody that's you 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 seem like you're you have a lot of confidence and um and you said even stubbornness to that degree do you feel like you take i don't even know how to word this you take responsibility for your own results so much that you think i just need to be better when maybe it is a bike change that needs to happen 100 percent. i think it it's a good thing to have, I believe, but I mean, obviously there's, there's times where it can hurt you. Um, I just know when, you know, like, I don't know. I haven't had a race yet, even this weekend, like where I feel like I get off the track and it was like, I did everything I could and I did everything perfect. I mean, obviously it's never going to be perfect, but like, I always feel like there's a little bit more for me to show. So, um, yeah, I always am one to just kind of blame myself and feel like I should be better. Um, that's yeah. good parenting. That's what that is. It's good parenting. Yeah. After you just talked about how his dad was relaxing and I'm just saying, Keach told us his dad laid into him. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, right. I feel like he was born or born. He was raised to be right. like, take it right. upon himself. Right. right? So, uh, Kitch, yeah. did you say something about, uh, you were stoked to see Hymas up there in the second moto? I think I heard Oh yeah. That. Yeah. yeah that, it just, it was, was it was cool. so funny because. Yeah. Even though the, you know, the little shit's like four years younger than me or five, however old he's, yep. he's young. But uh, he, um, yeah, when I, I, so I didn't really know he was behind me, right? Yep. And I'm terrible with my pit board. I need to get better with that. But um, like four laps to go, I finally really pay attention. And it's like 832 is close. And I was like, what? So I look back. <laughs> And I'm like, no way, this is this is chance. And he was riding so good. And yeah. um, it just felt like, uh, you know, as an amateur, our last year of A, I mean, it was all year, it was me or chance. Like, 
that was the race. He was on a Cowie, I was on Star, and uh, it was it was cool to see. And yep. yeah, I mean, he was he was ripping. And you get along with him? You guys are friends? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like good. I said, like right. racing him those years of amateur, like you know you you respect certain people on the track, and I always like. I mean, we we could go to dinner afterwards, and like we right. could have the gnarliest race, but it was never sketchy. Like he never, I don't know. I yeah. just respect people that ride like that. So I uh, I don't know him really that well, but his dad's awesome, you know, uh, yeah. and 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 all that. So that's that's cool. He seems like a good kid for sure. Um, yeah. I get, we can't really ask about next year, can we? We can't talk about that next year, right? Let's move on. He's riding dirt bikes. Yeah, he's riding dirt bikes. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on, Levi. Kitch. Yeah, move on. Okay. Um. <laughs> Keeper, where are you at with the chess pros over top? Oh, okay. What? Uh, here's where I'm at. Okay, so Kitch says he started that. He's been doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah. So I will say this. There are some chess pros that look way better than others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thor, and I don't know if this is a Thor show because AP was on, but I feel like Thor is an underrated gear company. I feel like they have a lot of good-looking sets of gear, mm-hmm. and to me – they have the best looking chess pro for on the outside really? than anyone out there. Okay. It looks sick to you me. You think? I do. Okay. Like I agree. Okay. Like I for agree. me when I when I watch these kids and a lot of them even on practice days some of these guys will just throw them on the outside cuz we yeah. get lazy. I don't want to put them underneath. I took my jersey. I'm just going to put it on the outside and the Thor looks badass. So I'm in. You're in over top. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm in on the uh, Thor one. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. Right. All right. And it doesn't make it look bulky. I don't bulky. like the nameplate and numbers. I don't like the way it looks on the back. Depends who's uh, what, number what number you are and okay. the name you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I think I kitchens take, look... I don't want to sit here and sound like I... I mean, this has been, you know, people obviously run them. Um, Ferrandis has always done it. Yep. Uh, yeah. But it was, for me, I started wearing it in the end of Supercross. I always wanted to run it, but I never really asked because... Obviously, we needed graphics and all that stuff. And then the Thor guy came up to me at one of the Supercrosses and was like, hey, we got these graphics made like for outdoors. And I was like, well, can I run it now? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just more comfortable, and that's how we train every day. Like, we don't – I don't wear them underneath. It rubs my nipples, all that stuff. So, Were yeah. you ever a non-chest protector kind of kid growing up? No, never. Never. I, I crashed too much, yeah. Yeah. No. So then uh, Dylan started putting his underneath in Supercross. I said, where's, did, your, huh? where's your chest protector yeah. one race? He's like, I got it underneath. It's got to be a different one then. There's no he, way. He said it was a new one, but okay. I think it's the one they're wearing now. There's no way. That underneath would be gnarly. I don't know what it, I don't know what it was then. He said it was a new one, hmm. and he likes it underneath now. This was during Super Is, I mean, it, is, it, is it still underneath for him? No. It might be. Uh, no? Oh. Yeah, I think it, it is. is. Yeah, because I can see his it jersey is. on yeah, the Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You can see his blue jersey. Yeah. yeah. The problem I have with Thor gear is I can't. It's nice looking. It's it's not you know. It looks the, sick. It does, but I can't tell you the differences between 2022 Thor and 2021 Thor and 2020 Thor. They all wear blue and white and orange, and you know the KTM guys are orange. I mm-hmm. I don't know the differences. It looks kind of the same. It's kind of almost reason why I like it because oh, okay. it has all the similar colors that you like. Okay. It's kind of like Third Eye Blind having the same kind of album for three albums. Yeah. You're gonna love all the albums. Yeah, good right? point. Okay. So okay. like Fair I'm enough. in. Right. Yeah. So fair enough. Uh, hey, Kitch, listen, uh, I feel like Kitch is catching on. No. Yeah. It's not. It's not? No. Okay. I'm not a fan, but keep going. Okay. Uh, <laughs> listen, I know you're probably tired of talking about this. Maybe you don't even want to – maybe you just tell me to shut up. But uh, the Hayden Deegan factor over at the truck, it's it's absolutely nuts. 
It's absolutely insane. What? How do you? I mean, obviously, look. The cool part is, is you could probably just like walk out and like grab a hot dog, and no one really notices. But like, it's got to be just insane, right? It is for sure. Yeah, and it's you know, props to the kid and the family. Like, it's it's actually unreal what they've yep. done and the audience they've brought in. But um, yeah, it can definitely get you know, like yeah, I'm sure. I guess you could say a little annoying at, at times but i mean i don't i guess it, it brings more opportunity for fans to come to me and it, it really has because mm-hmm. uh i mean there's some that they want my autograph and they don't know my name i don't think but you know they seem as a rider <laughs> sure. under there and, yeah um so i mean i you know that's cool and uh it's definitely better outdoors supercross was nuts um but yeah i mean it's it's definitely the most people I've ever seen, and I'd assume it's, it's where everybody's at. Yeah, it's crazy. The, the pit. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. So I worked for McGrath's team in 99 at a couple of races when he came back. Washugo, one of them. Summer Cross was another one. Is it this bad? So I remember the fans being packed around the tent, like all day long, watching us work on bikes. Mm-hmm. I was hoping I wasn't screwing anything up. Watching Randy Lawrence sign autographs. And then when Jeremy would go from the lounge to the back of the semi, he would appear in the door for, ah, yeah, for point three yep. seconds, and then we go, ah, and then they quiet. It, it, yep, do we, do we have that? It's that bad, yeah. Oh, really? Even, uh, <laughs> Hayden will have somebody stand in front of the door so that they can't see him go. Wow. Wow. I did not the, know it was that yeah, bad. Yeah, so that's the, the McGrath factor. Like, I'd never seen that before, and wow. I've never seen it since. The point three seconds of a glimpse of Jeremy was all it took for them to lose their minds. Uh, yeah, Le- Levi, what kind of crowd is it? Is it all girls? Or what What is it? Um, no, I wouldn't say. I mean, it's definitely the younger. Well, it's weird. It's almost like it skips a. It's like super young generation, and then like some old core. <laughs> Deegan fans, right, right, Brian fans. Right. Spikes on the shoulders and shit. <laughs> yeah, I think they're there for Brian, though. To be like, Brian signs a ton of autographs, yeah. too. So. Yeah. yeah. The spikes on the shoulder. Spikes on the shoulder, flat <laughs> bill, and the leather where, face. Where is our Lord and Savior, yeah. Brian? Bring the Lord. <laughs> I was there when he, when he let the bike go. Uh, how does your spawn do today? Yeah. Yeah, I bet it's got to be just nuts a little bit for you, right? For yeah. all the guys, so... Oh yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Levi. Well, uh, high point. What do we? How do we feel about this place coming up? Um, I had a rough experience last year. Okay. Um, I was coming off a high at Colorado, but I also I was thinking about this the other night, and um, you know, I both starts was in the top five, mm-hmm. fell on the first lap, both motos. First moto got ran over by like a ton of people and was hurting pretty bad, and then second one I fell again, whatever. But um, I know that I was I was riding the track like improper for sure because I went back and watched Jet and Hunter and uh, you gotta flow it yeah yeah and like you know I think I, I'm capable of doing that and I think if I just you know start up front and um, just stay off the ground like I don't know I'm I'm going into it with a positive attitude but sure. yeah last year I want to say I got like 12th overall um, qualified like 19th. But I'm never really great in qualifying anyway. No, so you're not. You 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 told me that at Lakewood when I interviewed hey, you. Hey, 13th. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? He's right. 
I don't really remember a Levi Kitchen like burner. Burner. Yeah, yeah I don't. I can't. <laughs> nothing comes to mind. So I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, like Justin Cooper is fucking incredible at it, right? Oh um, my goodness. Yeah. He, 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 the I, last lap this weekend yeah, was it? Yeah. Last lap again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's something else. Um, well, listen. Can we get Kitch on the back of the pants? Oh boy. Don't do it, dude. No. Thank you. It's bullshit. Uh, but it sucks because I can't even do the chef either now, apparently. Why? Don't listen to me. It's fine. Oh, because okay. of Kiefer? Oh, don't worry about Kiefer. Kiefer yeah, I can't even make right. a fucking lap at Paula. You can't even make so. a lap at Paula. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I would probably get in trouble. Well, probably not. I don't know. But I think a little, like a little Levi's logo would be kind of cool on the butt. Like yeah. The pant. Yeah. 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 That would be cool. I, don't, I feel uh, like it'd be fine. cool if your, your number was 501. Like Levi's <laughs> yeah, that 501. Would be cool. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wysco Pistons bringing you Levi Kitchen, bringing you the kitch on the show. Wysco. <laughs> you know, why do you say it like that? The kitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Wysco, check them out. Um, all right. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Levi? I got oh. a couple. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I feel like this is a trend tonight. Okay. What's your under-the-pant program? Do you Are you long sock, short sock, knee brace? What's going on over there? Uh, I was about to try to be funny and say nothing. I but know. No, I brought <laughs> Um. Have you ever rode with no underwear on? Yes. I want to ask that first. I have. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, it's actually, it's it's nice for like a couple laps. Like correct. really, really nice. Lots of airflow. Oh, man. So yeah, why would, would you, would you try this? Like you forgot underwear at home? And yes. Like this is why you would try this? Because it was a mistake? Or would you that be like, and yet, okay. Yeah. And my uncle always, uh, always did it. He told me to try it. So just yeah. free ball it. Dude. But I always got scared. Like he would tell me that and I was like, dude, you know. God forbid you break a leg or something. They got to cut your pants there, and it's yeah. just like yeah, it's a little awkward. Remember Millsaps with um, remember Millsaps with the Scott pants, and they his, his ass was hanging out. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> someone awesome. wants that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm long socks, Ethica underwear, of course, and um, okay, that's it. I just I just so yeah, you have no slippage else. on the knee brace or nothing. You're just you're good. Yep, just run it. So Kiefer's turned me on to these Liat underpants that hold my braces up, mm-hmm. right? They don't yeah. slip, and they go over top of your braces. Have you seen those, Kitch? Uh, okay. No. Okay. No, so, but what I don't like about them, and it's the same thing with the Ethicas, I believe, is they're too slippery. I feel like good old yeah. cotton underwear is not as slippery as that stuff. You're, you're rocking like some Fruit of the Loom. Just yeah. white BBD whiteies. Yeah, but, but I feel like that. <laughs> so you got a shit stain on them. The ethical, whatever, fuck, fuck you guys. I'm just picturing that. <laughs> well, hey, listen, if you, if you, think, you think you're feisty, bring it up to GH one day. I'll listen, show, I'll show I've you. seen the guy get dressed in the back of the Ridgeline before. It's impressive. Um, Wait, I got one more question, though. Good. So you go socks, braces, and then those over? Do you have underwear underneath them as well? No, I take underwear off. I I, yes. I, I oh. had underwear on at first, and it got too hot, and I didn't like it. Well, I Kiefer, talk shit on you. Yeah, Kiefer talks shit on me, and I'm like, okay, so now i got to go naked with those Liat things on and then pull those over my braces and then wear, like, normal socks, just short, regular socks for the boots. Mm. I, I so, got you. Okay. Um, uh, but, uh, hey, before we let you go, we're, uh, our buddy Phil is making a comeback this weekend, 450 class. Oh, uh, well. And we're kind of going around the table a little bit. Give, give me his moto scores. Where, where are you at with Phil coming off a badly, uh, um, badly broken arm, wrist, whatever? Wait, he's just coming back from that uh, Oakland injury. Yeah. Wow. Um, man, moto scores. I'm gonna go eleven eight. Oh, it's better second. Moto. Better second moto. Okay. Yeah. 
Don't you huh? feel like his like he's going to be a little winded because he hasn't been racing for so Dude, long? Dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. No, I don't think he'll be winded. No. I, how bad is his wrist? Because if his wrist is bothering him, then maybe like a nine DNS. I don't know. No, there's no DNS with Phil. He he lines okay. up. Yeah. So like eleventh is Marshall. So you got Welton Drake. Yeah. In that area, that's eleventh. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I think he's right in there. All right. Dude. Sweet. Anything else for uh, the Kitch? Uh, one more. Okay. What would you rather go see, Kitchen? Um, okay. Allison Chains, Lane Staley, or Soundgarden? If you could do it Allison, right now. Allison Chains, for sure. Really? Well, the guy's dead, though. I know. I'm saying if they were, Actually, I thought, I thought I was singers, asking if right. they were alive, who okay. would you rather go see? Sorry. Yeah, Allison, Allison Chains. Okay. Steve, who would you yeah. rather see? Uh, Soundgarden. Soundgarden? Yeah, I saw Chris Cornell once. He was really good solo. Mm-hmm. Roto? Give me Soundgarden. Yeah? Yeah. I'm with Levi. It's I close, though. Okay. But, yeah, give me Soundgarden. Uh, before, we let you go, riveting. before we let you go, Levi, uh, Phil, you there? Oi. So, Levi wants to know how bad your wrist is because he's given us your moto scores. Levi Kitchen's on the other line here. Uh, how bad is the wrist? Well, what moto scores were? He said 11-8. 11 what? 8. 11 8 yeah, race is okay. You know? <laughs> shit. There you go, kid. He, he was about to shit on me. If I he was. <laughs> if, if that eight was an 18, he would have he found you and gave you a throat slit gesture this weekend. Uh, I, I do not want that guy on my bad side. Yeah. <laughs> Something about Phil scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> scares the shit out of his own team, too. Yeah. Oh, stop it. You guys are dramatic. Yeah. Um, I'll take 11-8. Okay. Not bad, Kitch. All right, he'll take it. One. Oh, he said Kitch. He said Kitch, yeah. See? Oh, wow. It's catching on. Uh, all right, Levi, uh, thanks for the call. Good job this weekend. Uh, and keep it up, Kitch. Thank you. See, see you, Levi. Thanks, see, right, see you. <laughs> see, you. see you guys. Uh, that's Levi Kitchen brought to you by the folks at Wysco. Philip, how are you? Hi, Stephen. How are you? We're good, Keeper, man. Hey, buddy. Roto. Yeah. What's going on? Do you know Phil Roto? Are you guys... Oh, yeah, we're tight. We are? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tight. Yeah, yeah. tight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We have phone numbers. It's that tight. Uh, uh, I talked to Roto a few times. Phil Vecoletti brought you by EVS. You ever use anything EVS, Phil? some point, you have. Mm, back in the day when I was a kid, yes, yep. I did. Over the mm-hmm. last 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology. Athletes like RJ Hampshire, Kyle Chisholm, Axel Hodges, and Travis Pastrana all are EVS. Check out EVSSports.com. Pulp 30 is the code to save. With EVS and uh, um, yeah, use the code save with EVS. Speaking of Hampshire, so I texted him. Jeez, that was a bad one. I said, RJ, give me your heart rate uh, in between from the two motos because he was all over the place. And he said, uh, <laughs> the last two weekends have took years off his life. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. How many times do you think RJ saw God coming through the pack that oh first moto God. from last two? What did, what do you get? Eight, eight, nine? seven with like fourteen crashes. Yeah, yeah, I know. He, yeah, I can only imagine dude, what he went through. And by the way, I don't know if I, I think I told you she on a group text. He did admit to being concussed. When he ran into you at Anaheim. <laughs> he did. That's he right. I, did. Do. I was on that show. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I said, he was going any which way on that Supercross track, but fucking straight the entire time. Yeah. He was like a pinball, you know, like bouncing across <laughs> the hay bales. So, he, yeah, he, he said, I probably was concussed. So that was. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show, Philip. Uh, listen, uh, you told me a while ago, maybe High Point, And I was like, well, 
like there's a week off after high points. So, like, let's just take it easy. But, dude, you must be really feeling well because it would be easy to sit out, you know, two more weeks and come in at Redbud. So, uh, yeah, how good are you right now? Uh, I mean, I'm probably 85%, you know what I mean, to, to, to be honest. But I think I'll get the next little bit through racing and whatnot. Yeah, so, yep. uh, it, it's hard to get it on the practice track and, and whatnot. So, I mean, I feel like I can go th- – you know, 35 minutes on a practice track, okay, so that'll put me about 25 minutes on race day, you know what I mean, realistically, so um, yeah, we'll kind of play it by ear and and see where we're at, but uh, the idea with a high point was kind of, was a little bit far-fetched in the beginning, but um, now that the past two weeks have went pretty good, so I'm like, I think I can fucking squeeze it in, Mm -hmm. Um, and then it gives me, if I need to make changes after high point, I have kind of two weeks to give me some time to make some adjustments, you know, versus if I did Red Bud, then I go four straight, I don't really have time to kind of... To, to make any changes, you know, so yeah. it would it, be, be a little bit tougher anyway. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of why I did it. And we have an FXR ride day before Millville, um, mm-hmm. so I'd lose that week kind of. So it's just kind of just – I kind of set it in stone a little bit in my mind to kind of okay. premeditate to do high points. So, yeah, it worked out. So okay. we're, we're going to run it. All right. My sources were telling me that this Trevin kid was reeling you in down there. I want to confirm true or false as amateur Trevin kid. Really? Yeah, good. it was. There is a couple kids down there, okay. amateur kids that ride. They ride really good. So okay. it's well, not like, uh, so. you know, it is, it's good for me, and uh, it's good for the kids, too. It gives them some confidence. You my, know? Source, so uh, I really, my source was right then on this one. Yeah, I can only imagine who the source is, you know, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> which is good. Like, I own it. If the kid rides good and they hold me off or whatever, like, I, I find it awesome. If they have a good day, that's, that's great, too. So, right. um, you know. But again, it's I'm not. It's easy when you ride the tracks all the same. You know, it's like going to Paul and you get worked by an amateur kid. But then on a race day on a national, you'd never see him again. But at wow. the same time, it's still uh, it's right. still awesome. Racing Paul is a sensitive situation over here, Phil. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like exactly. I'd go to Paul on a Tuesday, and Kiefer would keep up with me. But then Kiefer out on a national day on Saturday, <laughs> Paul it doesn't make a laugh. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, so awesome. buddy. Uh, fuck. God, Kiefer, you're uh, two national attempts. It's been bad. It's been really bad. <laughs> really bad. Yeah, that's why I didn't even go to Colorado. I'm do like, you, I don't feel great, so I'm not fucking that. Do you feel that. shame? Like, no, I don't. Okay. Honestly, like, I don't. I I'm yeah. a little embarrassed. Yeah, but it's warranted. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I understand why, it, dude. Why the fuck would you even be embarrassed, dude? Like, who cares? I do. I mean, just like no. you, you're you're just the same way. Why are you talking shit? You're the same way. Yeah, but I, I'm 34. You're four. How old are you? 44, 46, 46, What's your age? 46. Yeah, fuck that. Screw them. Go out there and ride it. If you fail, you fail. You know. <laughs> well, but can we at least get a fucking time? Can we get a le- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. That, I mean, that that's a bit unacceptable. But at least you, you know, okay. you're in the paddock. You're kind of going through the motions. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Let me pay I mean, seven hundred dollars so I can walk the fucking pits. That's <laughs> Right. There's dudes in the pits that are paying seven hundred dollars that still don't qualify. Uh, you know, so I mean, dude, don't worry about it. You're good. Uh, he even, you know? He, you know, last time he went, he was in the semi and it was Genova and all uh, this pressure. Could you imagine if that happened when Kiefer? Oh he was. God. 
as far back in the pit or Phil, he was as far back in the pits yeah, as you could possibly imagine. I'm hiding, Phil. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was way back mm-hmm. there for these moments, these special moments, <laughs> like what happened at Paula. That's the reason why. Uh, <laughs> that way, there you can roll back, roll the bike in the truck real quick, and dip out. Yeah, that's right. I can freaking uh, armadillo. Listen, it uh, it's 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 great to hear for your team because I was walking out of Hangtown and I saw Bonacci and everybody tearing down the tent, and I honestly, honestly, because I've been there as a mechanic. The, you, Enzo crushed it in Supercross. You led some laps. It was a J-Mart won one of the, the, the triple crown things. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a great year for your team. And then as I'm walking out of Hangtown, uh, I'm looking at these guys. Marchbanks is struggling. J-Mart's broken. Kilroy had it sucked. And it's like mm-hmm. the the downs of racing are just so down. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, uh, and it's hard, too, because when the spiral's out of control, it's hard to stop it. Yeah. You know? um, and it's kind of like... You literally need to hit rock bottom and then get a complete reset. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, yeah, Hangtown was a was a really uh, oh. pretty dark pretty dark day. Yeah. So and did uh, I hear Brandon so, got hurt too? He did. Yeah, that? yeah. Brandon got hurt on Friday. Uh, Red Bud uh, open practice. He chucked him out of the corner, and he says it was dumb. He's just a little antsy. Should have waited to go around the guy but he tried wheeling over his bike and then cartwheeled over the bars and destroyed his shoulder and he got surgery on monday jam Mart's getting surgery on you know last monday yeah. and it just Dude. yeah it was a uh yeah it was a rough week so that sucks so brandon's oh, yeah. obviously out for loretta's then yeah brandon's out for loretta's oh, yep damn. so there'll be a new plus 30 bc champion what uh so. Uh, how's Jamar doing? Is is it rough or is it is it? Oh uh, yeah, it's it? still pretty. Ah. Yeah, it's still pretty rough. So I sent him a text um, yeah. last week, but uh. yeah, he had another surgery on Sunday to try and close up his arm and fix some other stuff because he's got an external fixator on, and they still weren't able to close his arm up. So oh. three quarters of it's closed, and they're hoping to get in him today to sew him up more so he can try and get back to Minnesota, but yeah, it's... it's Does he have compartment up, so. syndrome or something? Or? Yeah, it's kind of along the lines of that, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just shit. super really bad swelling, so... Um, well... Yeah, yeah, really the, the, shitty, and I talked to him, and it's it's not good. It's like any racer that goes through this yep. shit at this point in time. You know, you dedicate all that time to the craft, and it gets ripped away from you, and you feel like you got nothing, so it's kind of... Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it sucks. It's the part, too, know. the fans don't really see. You know, they don't nah, really they, see it. They just nah, yeah. they don't have any idea. And it's just like, oh, he's hurt, and he'll be back. And then, oh, like, yeah. but they don't realize that the, you know, the dark no. times of, you know. Yeah, they don't realize he's been laying there nine days with his arm, you know, cut wide open. Yeah. And don't, uh, it's just shitty. So, but um, just like anything, everyone leaves that weekend. And, you know, we got our, our sports has selective memory. So, yep. uh, yeah, well, it seems like it's never happened. But, well. The is captain is. is coming back, everybody. The captain <laughs> at Club yeah. MX is coming back. Look at Marchbanks. Yeah. I, I I interviewed him after the race. Uh, he jumped up the four fifties. Obviously, he mm-hmm. rode really well. He still can't start worth a shit, but no, uh, dude, he yeah. rode really well. Yeah, very good lap times. Uh, fitness seemed well. Uh, good pace for March Marchbanks. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, you can say 250, 450, what I mean, even last year on the 450 starts are terrible. I mean, Helen Keller could beat him off the starting gate. So it's like, I don't know what the what the issue with that is. But, you know, coming through the pack, he rode really good. Um, I mean, G is a phenomenal rider. I mean, I think he's quite underrated. Um, everyone forgets how young he is and whatnot. But um, yeah. he sh- he should be battling for four or five every weekend you mm-hmm. know i mean there's there's no doubt about it so and he's coming back from an early injury too so it's kind of 
he's starting to get his rhythm back. You know, he hadn't raced since Ironman, so um, yeah. it's a lot to take in to try and get I, back to race pace, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I think I, he'll get better. I said to him, I said, you can't play in the 250 for your starts, dude, because they were garbage today. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, they, like... they literally were. <laughs> I mean, I saw the first moto gate drop, and he was a half a bike length behind before the gate even – before anyone was even off the grate, he was still sitting there. Like Fred Flintstone, literally could have beat him off the fucking grate, you know. So yeah, uh, he rode he well. On that. Yeah, no, he rode well. He just got on the four fifty two that week prior, so he mm-hmm. didn't have much time on it really. And yeah, um, yeah so it's a work in progress. Uh, and Kilroy had a terrible start to the season, and I don't know what happened to his bike. I think something happened to his bike up the start straight or something. He had his hand up. I, I don't. I heard he had his. Hand up. <laughs> So, all right, I don't. So, I, I. I don't know. I know he had a bike issue. Okay. Second moto at, at Hangtown, and then uh, I think he was eleventh in the first moto at Colorado. Yep. Don't quote me. And then, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Summer he was around in there, and then I do not know what happened. But the point. Second moto. Yeah. Yes. The point I was going to make though was he was so far back. I think he even went saw the mechanics area. He was just riding around. I had him in fantasy, so I'm watching mm-hmm. this Kilroy kid, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I just want to punch him in the head. But yeah, yeah. he regrouped, yeah. dude, and he was great, grinding out this, this moto. And, mm-hmm. like, he got into 23rd or, like, I don't, 23rd. like, again, like, I'm watching him for fantasy purposes. But I was impressed the kid never gave up. He dug deep mm-hmm. all moto. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I I never really knew the kid, but mm-hmm. Preston's a good kid. He works hard. He does his motos. He doesn't complain. Uh, he's younger, too. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard to get, uh, you know, I was the same way when I was an amateur sometimes if you don't get on a good team right away and do certain things you know when you first turn pro you kind of get spit out the back yeah. and then you kind of have to claw your way back so I think he's kind of at that point in time in his career where he's going to have to claw his way back to earn himself mm-hmm. a spot you know what I mean so uh, but he seems to be doing okay with uh, mm-hmm. us at club and whatnot. I mean he's won Loretta's title and whatnot. so it's not like he can't do it or he's not a good rider um, just he's got to build a build a foundation uh, Phil Nicoletti brought you by EVS Sports on the show uh, EVS-Sports.com Pulp 30 to save our buddy Philip coming back this weekend uh, Roto mm-hmm. what, give me his moto finishes pretend he's not listening right now and won't strangle you okay I have the right answer okay Six, Whoa. nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Is Roto. there any? Is Anytime. there any other? Roto, is... if you need me for anything, just fucking yeah. holler. Yeah, I six got you. nine. I got yeah, you. The <laughs> six nine. Uh, yeah, Kiefer, give me. I'm gonna go nine eleven. Okay, I'll take it. Nine eleven. So I asked AP. I texted AP, mm-hmm. and he first wanted to clarify that you were racing four fifties. Mm-hmm. So wasn't sure about that. AP should know I'm riding fucking 450s. What did, oh, whatever. Okay, so he said <laughs> a whole shot and a 7.9. So, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll take it. So I'm going to uh, have to work on my whole shots tomorrow because I don't have a starting map or nothing. You going to have Jamie on the phone later? Yeah. Okay, good. Tell him to uh, be awake by <laughs> 10:30 East Coast time. Okay. <laughs> do you have the, Do you have the new uh, Do you have the new grates to practice on at club? Ah uh, yes, we do. Yep. How are you feeling about grates and outdoors? Uh, I personally I don't like them because it takes a whole lot of skill away. Um, I like the idea of prepping the bike, you know, prepping the gates and mm-hmm. seeing what's right and what's wrong and uh, different throttle control, clutch control, trying to come up with decent start maps, you know. Per start conditions, you know, like there's a lot that goes into it. Um, the grades kind of take all that 
take all that away. Um, you know, someone that doesn't have good throttle or clutch control or whatnot. So I think it's kind of a bogus thing, but, um, yeah, I'm not the boss, so I got no say in it, but it is what it is. We talked I, I, I do agree with him on Supercross because the Supercross behind the gate is so terrible. Um, but outdoors, it's kind of it's kind of fair all the way across, you know. Um, they normally do a pretty good platform and whatnot, and they're not scarce for dirt. But, um, yeah, outdoors, I don't agree with it. Uh, okay, so continuing on your moto scores this weekend, Aiden Kiefer? Yep. 14-12? 14-12. What'd you say? That's what he said. No, what'd you say? You. I said 9-11. 9-11, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I sent out a group text today, Phil, with ah, some people you know, some industry people, some riders. Uh, this is all going to remain, remain anonymous, but I did say, just give me Phil's, your thoughts on Phil's what, were you that fucking? You were that bored today? It's I called mean, show material. Dude, anything to do with you, Phil, you know he's going to over-research okay. it. Oh, so I, you have to, I, maybe you can guess who, who says this, but I got one guy that said, 10-7 for 13th overall. <laughs> That's actually good. That's funny. Uh, top five start from middle right side of the grid. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's very specific. Another guy said just 12-14. Just 12-14. Mm-hmm. Another guy said 11-11 for 13th overall. <laughs> uh, another guy said 12-16, second moto wrist is hurting. Mm-hmm. Uh, another mm-hmm. another guy said one one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> another guy said eleven thirteen. Setup will be off. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. guy said ten twelve for eleventh. Gives throat slit gestures to Butron. <laughs> flips off Lucrecio. <laughs> and Phil says it's been, I've been attacked by two wildcats oh this weekend. <laughs> Uh, That's actually good because Butron doesn't speak that good English. So right. the, the throat slit's like <laughs> yeah, fucking universal. Right, like right. you know where that is. Uh, another. So then more. These are the same people. That was all the answers from the group texts. But then there's a more people says Phil will be in someone's face during qualifying. Uh, another guy said in the post race recap, a hundred percent. Phil says like, dude, are you slash they fucking serious? At one point in the interview. And then another guy said he will run in the six to nine positions early. Then it's DNF, DNS, followed by it was fucking mental. <laughs> and that's all the group yeah. texts, yeah. Well, group chats were popping off on Phil McLeady today. They huh? were. Yeah, there was a lot of thoughts right. on him. Yeah. He's got to be in A practice? I would hope uh, so. Uh, fuck. Right? I mean, if he's not, so. he needs to really tell right. Tuli like, what's up. Yeah. So. No, I mean, do that. How, how could they not put me in A? Right. Actually, Tuli probably would just to <laughs> screw with me. But, <laughs> you know, uh, he actually Tuli probably would put the B sticker on my bike just to roll it into my <laughs> semi, so I look at it and then I get pissed and then I go tell Tuli. He's like, "Ah, oh, just joking." Yeah, here you, you know? go. Here's an A practice. Yeah, exactly. Um, what yeah. would you be happy with, Phil? Though it's been a long time since you race, for sure. Let's be honest, and and it's a good injury. What would you be happy with? Uh. I'd be okay with a 10 10, 10 9, 9 10, you know, around in there. You yeah. know? I'd, top, be, I'd be good with that. Top so. 10 is good. Like, your top 10, that's good, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, your fitness um, is I mean, good? Yeah, your fitness is fine? Um, 25 yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, you, you, you look at practice motos and then, you know, you take, you know, 10% away from that and kind of mm-hmm. see where you're at. So, kind of, yeah, probably be around there. So, 
Um, yeah, high point's not an easy one to come back to. No. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, I'll see where I'm at. I think chassis-wise I'm okay. Um, trying to figure out some fork stuff at the moment. Don't know if I'm too soft or if I make a change, I'll be too stiff. It's trying to find the happy medium, but you don't know until you go race. So, mm-hmm. uh, Did you ever try that thing I told you to try yet or no? Uh, we tried that back in Supercross, Kiefer. And it didn't work? I told you. No, we 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 run that just oh. it's blended it's blended in got it i didn't you didn't say that in the text i did say that's in the text uh, what is it we, are, we, we already tried it can't say yeah. blue crew i just uh, i actually just tried this last week i didn't know anything about uh, it uh, yeah yeah it's actually something that jmart kind of came up with a little bit i never even thought about it to be honest with you um i didn't but yeah it, it was, work um, yeah, it does. Oh, though. Secret, secret, yeah. secret talks, bro. Yeah, it helped. It helped a lot in Supercross. As uh, you could think. What do you blah, think? Blah, blah. Of, what do you think of the new bike? What, what's your thoughts on it? Uh, you know, Dylan's talked to been vocal about it. Not as good for outdoors as the twenty two. Um, mm-hmm. He's still working on it. What, what's your thoughts on the new twenty three outdoors? Uh, I really like it. So, yep. Um, yep, I really do. I got a little bit different stuff. Um, on my bike, but it's, uh, yeah, it's good. I really like the power way better than the old engine and stuff. So I'm not really sure why Dylan's struggling with it all that. He said he's, he's a big rider. He went into pretty good detail with me about the, the rider cockpit, the rider triangle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, Mm -hmm. they, they've tried to lower the pegs. It hasn't worked. And and he feels like he's on front of the bike and it's not suiting him. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it, the, the rider cockpit is a lot smaller for me from seat to peg height. Um, I try to tell her guts um, seat. Um, it does help in certain sections, but obviously maybe too stink bug. Um, I am running lower, um, you know, foot peg mounts, which does help quite a bit. Um, but the overall chassis of the motorcycle, I liked way, way better, and especially mm-hmm. the engine, way better than the old one. So the engine's uh, snappy, huh? It's pretty snappy. Snappy. Yeah, I feel like it's not as broad. It's not as lazy as the old one. I think what, what? he like, I think what he means is like you know how the old one was like um, kind of torquey and you could yeah. lug it, you know. You, you could, yeah, you could yeah. Just, this one's a little bit more free feeling. I right? feel like this one's got a lighter flywheel. Uh, dude, I think it's mellower than the old one. The other one I could hit and I'd rip my arms out. This one here, oh. I can actually hammer the throttle and it's quite easy. You know, like okay. to the touch, the roll ons way easier than the old, the old bike. Low RPM is like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I do. I do struggle with it in deep stuff. It doesn't feel like it pulls as hard as the old one. Um, I heard you're complaining about that the other day. Yeah, I was. Um, I'm just complaining about it for the starts. So um, the I don't know if it's the torque or what of the engine. Because at the moment, I'm be honest. I've just been riding a stock bike. Mm-hmm. So know? have you tried uh, Jamie's engine yet? No, I haven't. No, no. I just uh, rode it last week because he was going to give it to Marchbanks for for Colorado, and I got to ride it. Yeah, so Garrett has it, but I don't. Um, I don't necessarily need all the engine, though. You know, I right. just need an engine for the start. On the track field, I don't, you know, why do, why do I need all the power if I'm going to be, you know, on a track like High Point with what's like Colorado, you right. know? Jer- uh, Jerry's got Jerry's stock right now. Yeah, like yeah. I, don't, I don't need much. A good ECU, right. you know, mapping and a solid start map I'll, I'll be okay so because to be honest with you when i wrote you know even this is going way back you know like my factory husky was 
to be honest with you, was slow, but it was right. easy to ride for mm. 35 minutes. First, my JGR bike, you know, you put wings on it, the thing would have fucking taken off. <laughs> um, so it's, uh, my logic on riding a 450 is a lot different nowadays, you know. Yeah. Than, than this is what, what I was. try to, this is what I try to tell Jamie, you know, and he laughs mm-hmm. at me. I go, right, we need it linear, Jamie, because you know how Jamie likes a lot, right? And then he mm-hmm. likes to back it down from a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, look, it's fine, but like, you need to be able to have control. So this is what we were talking about. We were doing mapping last week. I go, it, it's too free. Like, it needs to be more torquey, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I agree. I the new bike needs to be more torquey because when I hit a deep sand berm, it does kind of it bogs down it's a little empty bit too feeling, much. Right? Yeah, I need a little more pickup in those areas. Um, but I told you know, Jamie. Jamie knows I I want a nice linear. Yep. engine. I don't need a fire-breathing dragon. I just need a fire-breathing dragon for the start. I feel, that is it. Yeah. You know? I feel like, uh, even, oh, sorry to interrupt you, I feel like even going back to my days, we tried to give the, well, within reason, we tried to give the 450s the most horsepower we can, and then mm-hmm. use, use electronics mm-hmm. to dish it out as we wanted. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. even in my day, like, dynoing and testing and all that, that's what we wanted to give the guys. You know, but there there is yeah. a, there's another side to that. Like you yeah. have to have like the heartbeat has to be a long and and has that that torque feeling. If it's too free and light, mm-hmm. you can't really tune that out with right. an ECU. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's always going to be there. Right. right. Yeah. 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 So I don't I don't know. It's just yeah, like you know, high point start is deep, okay, yep. and it's uphill. They go around the first corner and you go down into the first right, and from there on out, it's just like okay. You don't need that power anymore. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Right. Like, it's fucking obsolete. So I just need something to where when I click third gear, the star map shuts off, and then I can go ahead about my day, you know? Um, but I'm going to need Jamie come 10.30 a.m. tomorrow. Okay. To we'll, we'll tell him. We'll tell him. Be on his computer and be like, hey. Uh, are you guys <laughs> on a vortex? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah, which Jamie has been really good. It's just been it's been really hard with the 450s because everything's kind of late, and there's, there's just not much product available for the stuff you what know was, so it's what was it's cool hard. about it is like i'm sure you know because you're on it but like you can uh you can map per gear on that thing right yes yes so now uh you can map group sets so jimmy was explaining that right. to me so you can map group sets you know uh first gear second gear yep. third gear fourth mm-hmm. gear so you can make them longer and shorter but you know if you want to make you know, second gear shorter, well, first gear shorter. So it's kind of like you can't do each individual gear that come in groups. Right. So Jamie can explain more, more, but uh, yeah, that's like kind of a new feature that can that is now, you know, available. Um, versus, you know, you used to have to have primary gears and stuff like that, so you can change stuff. Now you can just do it, you know, electronically, which so is super nice. When Jamie and I were know? doing that last week, you know that after Talladega, you make that left and go up the hill at Glen Helen. Yep, yep. Dude, you can run second gear all the all way up the All the way up, up the hill. Right through. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, badass. That's insane. Yeah, you don't, have, you don't have to worry about getting to the shifter and this right. and that. To, you know, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, and for a privateer team, that's a huge advantage because – we can't get factory parts to where we can get primary gears and that sort of stuff, which is kind of a pain in the butt, um, and it drives me absolutely mental. But so this is a cool tool for us. We can use it at least kind of like hones it in a little bit to where we don't have to do like gearing stuff and start messing with chassis and whatnot. EVS Sports bringing you Phil Nicoletti. Um, code is Pulp30, EVS-Sports.com. Phil, so you're an East Coast guy, and you're coming back at High Point. Where does this track rank for you on the tracks that are currently on the circuit? Uh, to be honest, I, I hate High Point. I've hated it ever <laughs> since I was a kid. Um, 
but it's always been close. I've always had to go there for area qualifiers and regionals, you know, back in the day. But uh, for me, it's considered kind of a home track. It's only five hours from home, so um, it's cool. It's it's a lot better now than what it used to be back in the day. Um, so, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's definitely what, not my top four, top five. What is your favorite and least favorite track on the circuit right Come now? Come on, bro. Uh, you got to know his favorite. I know, but I wanted yeah. to say it. Well, what is my favorite? Unadilla. No, Unadilla's not my favorite. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, uh, Red Bud. No, I love Iron Man. Iron Man's dope. Yeah, Iron Man's awesome. Uh, worst track, Paula. Do you think we will run a scoop at High Point for the start and deal with it everywhere um, else? Where are we at on that? Because this weekend. No. Yeah, this weekend. No. No. Too much on the edges of your tires at high point. Yeah, 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 you don't. We we do run the – unfortunately, I just started not running the scoop last week at club, but most – 98% of the time we run the scoop at club. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we go to the normal tire like I did last week, it is a little bit different. So kind of have to – we actually have to force ourselves to kind of use it um, and kind of forget about like, okay, is it actually – faster on a practice day do we really need to be faster on a practice day or do we need to be used to this tire you know hey. um isn't so, it isn't yeah, it so rant like when you get off of the scoop is the bike feels fucking slow or like your clutch is yeah, dragging yeah it's weird it is a it's a weird feeling not only that but it's a little wider it catches edges the braking points a little bit different yep. uh, and it's it's hard like if you just run the scoop you know once every three weeks you don't really notice that, but when you run the scoop every single day, yeah. and then you go to a normal tire, it's a huge fucking difference. So all, you the, know? all the 250 guys are running scoop, obviously, to get the start, but with 450s being thinner, and we see guys literally on the ground in the first turn back to fifth, is there any reason to run a scoop if you're not one of those factory guys, do you think? Mm, I don't. I mean... If it's a lonely track, yes, you have to, but, you know, like a Colorado or a Paula or High Point, no, you don't need to run a scoop, you know. I'm pretty sure Crowley ran a scoop last year at High Point, didn't he? You did, yeah. He was, yeah, and he kind of regretted it. Yeah, yeah, he said it wasn't a good idea. Yeah, yeah. like it's just, yeah, it just doesn't work on that sort of stuff. You know, you can't, you can't, the tire rolls and it feels like a flat tire and it just, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work, you know. Uh, EVS Sports bringing you Phil, but I also want to give a shout out to our guys at Michelin as well. Uh, FMIP, MichelinMan.com forward slash motorcycle. Starcross 6 is absolutely uh, incredible. Six versions uh, available as well. And if you're a mountain bike guy, they make great mountain bike tires, of course, as well. Uh, Michelin Silica technology in those Starcross 6s. So. And they got scoop. And they got a scoop. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Kiefer, ask Phil the question of the night. Oh, yeah. So what's your under-the-pant program, Phil? Um, long sock, short sock, how's your knee brace? How do, how do you do it? Underwear, a whole thing. Give us the whole thing. Uh, FXR riding shorts, FXR knee brace sock, long, and peeled over my CTI knee braces, and I'm good to go. Hey, do you notice that you get monkey butt with this new seat? Dude. Yeah. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Why? I don't know, man. I had to go to a what is, chamois. What is I had to go to say? a what is, chamois. What does Travis say? Cha- it Travis is going to He denies Dude, it? it? Yeah. No, it, chew- it chews my ass up. Dude. Like... I don't know if it's because it's narrower yes. or what, but yeah. like it sits in my. T- it just sounds weird on the radio show, but it sits like in my 
in my cane a little bit more. Like Dude. it's not normally on the cushion of my, like where I have my normal calluses on my butt cheeks. Yeah. Like it's missing my sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> not to, got that, got to get it, that G spot going. Yeah. Too. <laughs> and it's wrecking me. You Dude. Know? So I, I had to build up a new, new set of calluses on my butt cheeks. So, so have you tried a chamois yet? Uh, no, I'll just, uh, no, I, I kind of like, rush through okay. the, the rough part like i've kind of like got over the hump now but yeah my first two three weeks is like what the hell right. and not not only that like i ride in sand most of the time so add the gut seat cover and that new seat and then a little extra sand, sand oh there. it feels good yeah, <laughs> yeah you might as well yeah so you can get what my ass look like yeah you know? just change um, <laughs> in my <Some> ass <laughs> and you can't manscape before you get on that seat dude yeah yeah, you're gonna uh, be effed. No. What about nope. this? What about this master pool kid at Lakewood? Ah, uh, yeah. Fuck, man. He was unreal. Unreal, unreal rider. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, it was kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, he could move wherever he wanted on the bike and look really good. I mean, listen, I remember high when he's riding. You know, super minis on a TM and whatnot at Loretta's, and he was a phenomenal rider back then. And um, so I've kind of seen him for a long time and. Even when he's at starts, it's not like he can never ride a dirt bike. I'm yeah. pretty sure everyone knew he can. It's just whatever weird stuff that they were doing or whatever yeah. kind of, you know, sent him down the path that they did, which is fine. But um, last weekend, hopefully, kind of puts everything back into perspective on why, you know. Granted, it is one race and this and that, but if he comes yeah. out and does it again at high point, um, yeah, then it's legit. But at the moment, he he made a couple factory guys, you know, look kind of stupid, um, <laughs> and that's just the way it is. So. Coop, Coop told me after the race, not good. I don't feel good about him passing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, he, I mean, Coop can go back and watch it too. But Masterpool could just carry five mile an hour faster in a lot of sections where they couldn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. James was I on mean, to something about suspension stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you could see it, but does that just work for that track? Will it work at High Point, you know, yeah. where there is more speed or whatever? You get to mm-hmm. Red Bud or Southwick. Who, who the heck knows? But um, it's a cool feeling for the kid, and nothing should be taken away from him for it. So yeah. um, kind of weird that he goes 5-4 for 6, but <laughs> welcome to the, welcome to the club, man. Yeah, yeah, it's Phil's, Phil's world, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I look yeah. at it like, great job, Time Masterpool, and not like, hey, Coop and AC, you suck balls. Right. Like, great job, Time no. Masterpool, you know? No, like, no but he, people he on Twitter be- are like, they should lose their factory rise, they should be embarrassed like ah well they're just fucking dumb but um i mean the kid rode really good i mean uh if the kid was as good as coop and ap and he would have national championships and supercross championships you know but he doesn't you know um but uh but that race last weekend could be a start for him doing something good so i thought it was rad so yeah. I'm all for it. So I like I like somebody that does it on their own and goes out there and makes a statement. Yeah. He says this now. Let's wait till Saturday. When and Master, he's on the track yeah, with Masterpool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's, I'll tell you what right now. There's there's not a fucking chance in hell I was hanging with Ty Masterpool. <laughs> you know, I was one of the people that he was passing on his way through the pack, you know. Yeah, yeah I can sure. guarantee you, I can guarantee you. I'm man enough to admit that. Yeah. You know, so. Um, All right, Philip. Yeah, well, I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, nice to have him back. I'm not coming though this week. I'm not going, Phil. You'll enjoy Wait, it because are you, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'll be on the couch, dude, watching you. Yeah. Wow. Are you kidding me? I'm coming just for you, Phil. Yeah, Roto will be in my place. Yeah, but that's close to you. You're in Ohio, aren't you? Thank you? Yeah, yeah, it's only like three yeah, hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that. that's home for you. But Steve, that's bullshit. You ain't going. 
Well, I'll be cheering from the couch. I'll be monitoring you lap time. He's just going to be talking shit on Twitter, Phil. That's what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, I know. He is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. And Keeper, uh, I thought you guys were doing Calgary. Uh, no, we were going to. I was going to try to bring Aiden to Kamloops. Yeah. Um, but he had a big crash the Friday before Paula for his regional. So uh, Amart mm. told him to chill out. So his trainer, Amart. Troll told, train. Yes. Uh, Does he not? See, Troll lost the ways on how to suffer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, what happened? One of those uh-huh. one of those texts may or may not be troll train in that group that I read earlier. I bet you the six or nine. I want, I want to know. No, I can't. No, I can't tell you. I told those guys probably, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell you. I'm surprised you didn't say you should retire. <laughs> uh, Trolltraining.com, by the way, if you want to take the same uh, program that Grant Harlan is using, Harlan's using it, crushing it, and uh, and Aiden Kiefer and many others. Trolltraining.com. Whether you're a vet, whether you're like a rookie kid, uh, whatever it is, uh, they can uh, off road guy. They can help you out. John Westling and Alex Martin, they've been there. They've done it. Trolltraining.com. Really cool website. Uh, you just got to be active, though. You got to be yeah. on it yourself. Yeah, you got to be uh, right. self-aware right. of what you need to do. Well, if you're like Phil, you would never pay the money for someone to mix mix you an energy drink after a workout. <laughs> then this could be for you. Dude, you know, what, what, no. It was awesome that Amart was in Aiden's ass today on the phone, Phil, about eating. A- oh, yeah? A- eating ass? Just eating shit. <laughs> Aiden oh. shouldn't eat. And uh, Amart was ripping him up. Oh, good. Uh, you should already. You should kind of know what to eat, not to eat a little bit, Kiefer. I do, man. But he, you know, he does what he does. So one more. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a dad. I don't know shit. When it comes from Amart, yeah. it's better. Yeah. Uh, when you don't make a lap at Paul on a national day, he's kind of cruise that too, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. All the yeah. credibility goes right yeah. out the door. Whatever, Dad. You can't even do a lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. So that's how he crashed in his in his practice at the regional. He crashed the second lap in yeah. practice, yeah. and I ripped his ass. Oh. I go, "What the fuck are you doing? Bars are banned. Mm-hmm. Shits." Well, you fucking didn't make a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, point. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. got it, nothing got for it. you. Yeah, no, you, you. then you say, I'm not the one that's trying to make it as a professional at the moment. I know? did say that. Don't worry. I did say that. Yeah, yeah well, that's <laughs> my dad. My dad always used that line on me. And I'm like, gosh, he's right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, good point. Yeah, uh, Lucas is beeping it. Should I add him in or no? <laughs> yeah. I think we're okay. I think we're good. I don't know. I, no, it's yeah. good. You're good. Um, you should be. Uh, you, know? you guys talk when you see each other at the yeah. races? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still a little buttered at me. I really do. But, Why yeah. wouldn't you guys just say that when you see each other then? Why wouldn't you just like, get uh, well, it out of the way? Uh, we did, I thought, but I still I think he's still. It's a weird vibe? Yeah, weird vibe. Yeah. It's all right. He'll be, he'll, he'll, he'll be fine. Uh, I love it. Thanks, Philip. I appreciate you. Good luck this weekend, man. Stoked yeah, you're back. Thank you. Yep. And, this, uh, this ain't coming, but it's cool. It's whatever, man. Yeah. Oh, I'll see you, Red Bud. All right, buddy. Yeah. All right. Talk Have to fun. You later. See, ya. see, ya, see ya, Phil. That's uh, Phil Nicolette, everybody. One of our favorites. It's going to be fun to see where he's at. Yeah, that group text today, they, they were having a good old time. Yeah, <laughs> Those great. are really good answers. Yeah, they were way. really good. All right, we're going to commercial break here. We see you on hold. We'll get to you when we get back. Uh, there's some questions about buying a bike, Kiefer, from you. There's some questions about suspension stuff. So we'll get to you people when we come back. We're going to commercial break. We still got Jamie Ellis, who will be up at 730 in the morning, apparently tomorrow. Yes. Waiting for Phil. Uh, Jason, JT, JT will be here. We're, I want to talk to you about uh, Hayden Deegan and Hunter Lawrence thing as well, Roto and Kiefer. Uh, we'll stick around. We'll be right back after this commercial break, everybody. God bless. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, 
off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. Pulpum X20, the code to save. With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. 
Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. I'm Cooper Webb, and I choose OGO. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jay Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Target Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Diallo, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrandis, and I choose OGO. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. 
Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At Motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what Motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. 
Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. 
Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jared Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Town Hawkins. Stargate Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Diallo, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrandis, and I choose OGO. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shops. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats. 
because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pop Mech Show presented by Decal Works, Motorsport.com, and Fly Racing. Uh, Chris Kiefer and Donnie Southers, a.k.a. Roto. That's me. Roto. In studio, uh, Jason Thomas coming right up, as well as uh, Jamie Ellis from um, uh, uh, Twisted Development. Really, really smart guy, ex-mechanic. Ex and I did a podcast with Jamie... I don't know, six, eight months ago, and uh, really interesting stuff, and so please take a look. He's going to call in a little bit. 7 o'clock hour, brought to you by the folks at Off-Road Warehouse. Off-Road? He's, he's gone. It's a bathroom. Yeah, he's gone. He's supposed to- Jagger? Go, no, yeah, Jagger. <laughs> Offroadwarehouse.com, code is PulpMX. Uh, get your bike to the track with style and performance from Off-Road Warehouse. Stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brands. Uh, please check those guys out, ORW. Stores all across America, and uh, the best thing about these guys is they they install everything they sell. So go there, uh, use the code PulpMX, and save at offroadwarehouse.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, job of the week. Ooh. Sales and events associate, full-time job in California for Muckoff. Speaking of club guys and Phil and everybody, Muckoff is looking for an outside sales rep. Full-time job. They're founded in 1994. And they are now the leading supplier of specialist cleaning, cycling cleaning, and maintenance products in the UK. And following six years of explosive growth, they are now in the North American market. They are looking for a full-time job at uh, sales and event associate at Muckoff. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Look for, looking for a job in the industry? Get started here, guys. Uh, lots of cool jobs. Get your foot in the door. I mean, you can't all just rise to the top like Roto. You know, just, just start and just... Roto like, and dark. Roto and dark. You cannot yeah. be like meteors yep. shooting up to the to the heavens. Sometimes you got to start a little lower than Roto and dark. Got to grind it out the bottom. And MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com is the place for you. So please check those guys out. That's the job of the week this week. Marks, can you throw up the ORW logo at some point, please? You got it. 
I'll leave it up. We extra just had time. a long break, but I guess you just needed more of a break. Dude, the pizza was so good, and the wings <laughs> was good. Like, there was no time was for really bathroom. Good. I had to. I had to just consume. That'll be docked. It'll show up on your paycheck next week. Yeah. Well, how's the app coming? We can negotiate. How's the app? Well, that we cannot negotiate. All right. Uh, let's get it to our, our next guest. He's a regular on the show. 25 years, Kiefer, of Fly Racing. Okay. So Fly Racing wants to thank the dealers, thank the, thank the, 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 the customers out there, uh, thank RJ Hampshire, thank Chance Hymas. Great helmet. Formula helmet's fantastic. Great helmet. Great company. Flyracing.com for all of your needs. What's up, JT? Not too much. What's happening over there? Ah, Kiefer's wearing his FXR hat. Another, another show, Love another that. FXR logo. You know? Yeah, I saw that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I specifically went brand agnostic. Thank you, Roto. Yeah. Classy. I so, do that, too. When? Last time I was on. I didn't wear it. You put it right on the <laughs> counter. But I didn't wear oh, it. Oh, my God. All right. Listen. <laughs> Enough of that. Um, uh, hey, let's talk about Hayden Deegan, Hunter Lawrence, first moto. Okay. All right. What's your take on that, Kiefer? I think it was a little bit blown out of proportion. And JT was there, so maybe he saw more than I could see on the TV. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think he was cross-jumping gnarly. I feel like when he was crossing over, he looked back to see where Hunter was. And I don't think it was, I'm looking back to screw you up, cross-jumping in the air. It was like, hey, can I move over to block you in this next corner? So I'm going to look to make sure I'm not going to take you out in the air. That's the feeling that I got. I could be totally wrong. JT okay. was there. But, I mean, he knew that Hunter was coming, and I think he was trying to get a little bit desperate and maybe screw Hunter up because he obviously knows Hunter's going to go through him and pull away. So let's see, play little games a little bit and see if I can screw him up and get a gap again so I have some time to win this thing. On lap three? <laughs> Look at I'm just. What do, you, what do you make of doing S's down straightaways? <laughs> Blocking. That's what I make of it. I mean, he no, look like at and look at if you look at his amateur career. Like I've been around last few years with watching these amateur races. It's it was similar then too. It, it hasn't changed. And that's, I, yeah, I brought that up on the show. I've heard that this is nothing new. We're just more exposed to this riding, and I, I don't know that because I didn't really watch a lot. I. I said that on the review show last mm -hmm. night that people have come out and said, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, he's been doing that for a long time. Do, I mean, do you think he's dangerous? Would you classify him as that? Stu, think, Stu thinks he's dangerous. Okay. He says he's dangerous all the time, but not, <laughs> not in the way that you're saying. Right. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's really appropriate racecraft for guys at that level um, to each their own. It's not, it's not, you know, breaking any rules or whatever. The only part I, the only problem I have with it is I, I think Hayden's too good for that. Like you don't need to race like that. And in the end, if you piss off a guy like Hunter, he's just going to knock you down because he's better than you right now. So, you know, do what you can. If you can't beat him, then learn from him because one day you're going to be trying to be that champion guy. I just don't think there's much to be gained from it on trying to do something like that. And I hope he learns from it. I don't think you see the best guys in the sport do things like that. And that's to me, is the example that you should want to aspire to. Would you go as far as, was he cross jumping in the air? Somewhat, but it's the other stuff that I'm just like, why are you swerving all like you're looking over and cutting from one side of the track to the other multiple times in one downhill. Like just, just go man. Like go like it's not the last lap of the race. So, 
you trying to do this right now is only hurting your performance in this moto because Hunter's either going to beat you or he's not. What you're doing right now is, is not going to affect that over the next 28 minutes. Yeah, if you're, if you're doing it on the last lap, fine. I'm okay with it. You're yep. tired. You're I'm hot. very much less critical then. You're yep. trying to hold the guy off, but it's three, four laps in. You ain't yeah, holding him off, man. Cooper, right. bro. Go chase Justin <laughs> Cooper because what you're doing now is not going to help. You're only, I, I really and truly believe you're only setting yourself back at that point of the moto. I felt that for when the Vince freeze Christian Craig last year, it was kind of the same thing of like Vince was trying to hold off Christian on lap one and they obviously they crashed. Yeah. And I'm like, are you going to hold Christian Craig off for 15 minutes? Yeah. You're, you're 30 yeah. seconds into the race. Like, right. You know, I'm not saying Vince was trying to take him out, but like, what else are you trying to do there? You're not going to hold him off. For yeah. You're, well, I don't think their, I don't think yeah. their plan is to hold him off for 15 minutes. I think my plan is, is hopefully he crashes with these things that I'm doing and I'll be good for 15 minutes. You that's know fair. what I'm saying? But you don't think that's going to come back and get him? I'm sure it does. But <laughs> as, a, as a racer and JT can attest to this, you're not thinking like that. You're thinking, I don't want this guy near me and get away. I want to win. And some kids, Deegan. That's the way they think. Do you think it would be but good? But if, if you want to, if you really want to make it in this sport and be like a, a champion, which I think Deegan will be, I truly do. You've got you've got to at some point realize that that is not productive behavior. Like it, you're, and I get it. He's 17, so it, again, he's going to learn, and I, I hope he does and realize like the the prudent move and how you're going to be your best racer ever is either move forward. And I try to go chase, chase Justin Cooper. And if Hunter passes you, so be it. But try to keep moving forward. That swerving around in, in the first few laps of the race against the points leader, probably not going to be the best overall move. I hate to use the word humbled because I don't really mean that, but it's the best word I can come up with. Does Hayden need, like, humbled a little bit because he's the rookie comes in and he's kind of gotten away with, you know, the Jordan Smith things. Like, he has... He has not, nobody has humbled him yet. Nobody has taken that. And we've seen a lot of times when that hot shot comes up in the past, it feels like there's already somebody there to humble him. And he just hasn't had that experience yet. And maybe it would be good for him to have that sooner rather than he kind of keeps getting away with just riding however he wants. Not like what he's doing is necessarily wrong, but he has not had any repercussions for any of the things that he has done. If he keeps doing like that, someone will... RJ yeah, Hampshire, you think RJ? I 100% agree. RJ is going to be like, too. yeah, watch this. Hunter, Hunter will too. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah, I don't. I did not get the sense from Hunter that he was up for playing games on the podium. Like he, he said the right things and, and kind of like brushed it off. Like, yeah, I, I know. I just know what to expect from him, right? But when push comes to shove, those veteran guys, if they, he wants to play that game, they're much they're much better at it and have a lot more experience than he does. Mm-hmm. My opinion is they just know that there's nothing good that really comes from it. If you if you keep playing those games, like eventually it's going to bite you, so they just don't really engage in that stuff. Yeah, and honestly, uh, he's not a Hunter's level yet. He's good. He just won a moto, so he's awesome. But so far, he hasn't been at Hunter's level. You would think you would, should be like, okay, like here comes Hunter. I'm going to fight him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to tag him behind him and see what I can do. Maybe he shows me some lines. Maybe he shows me some speed, you know? Uh, but, I, like, yeah. I like the fight in, in Hayden. I really do. Like, I like the fact that he's not intimidated. That's, to me, really impressive at his age. I just don't know that I like the way he's expressing it, if that makes sense. I can understand what you're saying. Like, if you look back on previous racers that were hard to pass but weren't like a pain in the ass as far as doing S-turns, like you were saying, down the straightaway, is like Shorty. Shorty was always known to be like, oh, shit, Shorty's. I got to try to pass Shorty. And he was hard to pass, but he didn't do anything crazy. No, if you went outside on Shorty, you knew you were getting hit. Right. Like, you just 
knew that was coming, but he wasn't going to cross jump you. He wasn't going to try to hurt you. He was, you know, he yeah. just was going to race you really aggressively. And everybody knew that red dog was the same way. Shorty was the same way. There were certain guys. You just didn't go to the outside. Like you just didn't. And you knew that going in where I think the the game playing around, you know, the way Hayden was going about, it, I just don't think that's necessarily like at the level he's at now, he's too good for those games. Like that's not, you know, I, I think you have to put away childish games once you get to this level. And I think, I think he'll learn that. I really do. I think it's just a process that he's going through. All right. Let's get to uh, the phone calls. Fly racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out at your local dealer, motorsport.com. Uh, DJ, you got a take on the Deegan thing? Yeah. Hey guys. Um, I was there at the race this weekend. I saw everything go down. Uh, wanted to get your take on, Hayden, is there a touch of Alessi in his race craft? He was a bit notorious in the amateur days as well. Are we seeing a touch of Alessi with his race craft? Hmm. Um, That's a broad term, man. I feel like what, okay, so we got the we got the heat race in uh in Detroit and then this weekend first moto. But other than that, I know Hunter made that comment about like he's I know what to expect from him. I myself haven't noticed Hayden Deegan riding, you know, out of line, let's say outside of two instances, I feel like Mike Alessi, especially in Supercross, didn't ride very – like, I feel like Mike blocked and cross-jumped and, you know – Did more of it. Did more of it uh, than Hayden. I've only seen – again, maybe Hunter knows more. I've only seen two times where I'm like, ah, that's out of line from Hayden. JT, do you see any similarities? Uh, I think it's different because, you know, Mike's – M.O. was basically get the whole shot and then block like crazy, like similar to Vince Freezy. Like, Vince has gotten a lot better, but Mike would get the whole shot and then block Stu or whoever as, as hard as he possibly could, right? And whatever that entailed, so be it. Um, I don't think Hayden necessarily approaches it the same way because Hayden can come from the back. Like, he can start 10th and come to 3rd. Like, it's – so he's a little bit more of, like, wherever he starts. Like, I don't know if you guys are watching – in the second moto when he was trying to pass Ryder D and a bunch of these guys, he was going for it. I mean, the most aggressive, not not aggressive passing, but just attacking the racetrack yeah. of anybody else that I saw. So I think he is much more capable of moving forward than Mike was. Mike, Mike was kind of like race mm-hmm. from the front backwards, and, and I think Hayden is a little bit more versatile than that. So I don't necessarily want to classify him the same way. And also, I think it's too early to put Hayden in that category. Um, yeah. I, I I really think there's an opportunity here for him to learn from it and be like, you know what? I don't need to do that. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be great in this sport and, and you know, I, I will be better than that. Uh, thanks DJ. Thanks for the call, man. Awesome guys. Thank appreciate you. the take. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, let's move on. Uh, JT, we expect the 94 to line up uh, this weekend. Where do you slot them? That's a really difficult question to answer because you never know how, prepared he is right like you see a, an instagram clip of him going really fast yeah we all know it can go really fast um you know it, it's really hard to say whether he's going to be i don't think he can be jet well, no they can't he, well i i he, think i think he believes he can that's fine i just but don't think he's not i don't think you can come in cold to a series where jet has all this momentum yeah no he's and Go be Jet. Okay, so now you change the conversation of second through fifth or something. I think he's somewhere in there. Well, um, we know that. I 
I mean, we know he's down, second right? through fifth. <laughs> this is so I understand, good. but I'm analyzing who is he going to beat and not beat. And I think he's going to beat Adam because Adam really seems yeah. to still be struggling. Okay, we're warming up now. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. All right, we're getting it out yep. of him. So now does he beat Webb, Brandis, and AP? And I think he probably is in the fight with those guys. I, I don't know. I, I would say one Modi beats them and one yeah. Modi doesn't. I think um, he beats I, Webb. I okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I, it's, yeah. there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah, yeah, no, he's that's why we're, 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 good, we're just bench racing. I, there I is no right or wrong. Fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think he, he's in that fight because I couldn't tell you if Ferrandis is going to beat Webb next weekend or AP is going to beat all of them or what. Like they've, If you look at their moto scores, they've been all over the damn place if you had between to put, each other. If you right? had to put your money on some, okay, let's say the bet is rocks and podium or not, where's your money going? It's going for me on podium. JT? It's going to be 79 degrees. And there's a 50% chance of rain. So given that, I will say yes. Roto? I'm going to say no. I think I'm going to say fourth. I think AP is better than him. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he's as good as Dylan and Webb. I say yes, podium. So this is a little bit of like total bench racing. But I believe that peak Ken Roxon outdoors could beat Jet right now. Yeah. Peak Peak, What year is peak? Uh, Whatever – Suzuki year. years? 2016. No, sure, yeah, Suzuki years or Honda, whatever, whatever. I mean, I'm sure at Honda, he had some races where he just went 1-1. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have no doubt there's some of these. God. Kenny was that good outdoors. Yeah. <sighs> no? I, I don't know, man. I'd okay. l- I would love to say yes, but now that I, I've i seen Jet and I've mm-hmm. drank a little bit of that juice and I've, okay. I've watched Jet him. juice. And it, it is unbelievable. And, okay. and Roxon is unbelievable as well. Yeah, but yeah. I just feel like. We haven't seen this type of speed okay. since since Stu. Okay. And it's a different speed. It's not like, yeah, no, holy it's... shit, balls to the wall. It's like speed. I don't even know. If, like Stu said, yeah. is he going fast or not? I don't know. Let's look at the yeah. time. Right. You know? Right. Uh, I disagree. I want, see, but, yeah. I want to see where Jet's limit is. I don't I don't know that I've seen it yet. Oh. I haven't. Nobody's passed Jet on a 450 ever. Right. Well, he's never been passed before on a four. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know where his limit is on a 450. Where he's like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to drop the hammer. Have so we I can se- really take some chances here. I, I've never seen that yet. Have we seen the Jets closest limit? we've got? Okay. The, sorry, the closest we've gotten was his hot lap in qualifying at Paula, and it's one of the most sickest things I've ever seen in my life when he did the 220. So if that's the level, I don't know who beats him ever. I feel like, like I don't know. I feel like Chase gave him a good run there. They both look like they were did, barely. Did trying. you see that fast lap? I know. I know. I saw you it. See yeah. his fast lap yeah. where he was two and a half seconds faster. Yeah, but it's different to watch in person than on video, like on the TV screen. Like I watched it on the TV, and and I wasn't watching it in person. It's a little different. What about Peak Stew? I don't care if you watched it through okay. a telescope. That was one of the nastiest yeah, was, laps I've ever good. seen in my life. Peak really? Stew. Peak Stew. I think the bikes are better now hmm. than Peak Stew. God. That'd be great to watch, though. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, we'll never we'll never solve it, but I think Pete Kenny can run with this jet all day uh, outdoors. Yeah. Um, but well, who knows? It's it, great it's, so, it's, whole, it's so hard to measure because it's so deceiving. Mm-hmm. Like your eyes are looking at something, and the clock says another. Right. Like I'm watching other riders, yeah. and then I watch Jet. Not one time, and then JT said it's the most unbelievable thing he saw. What did you see? Because all I see is a smooth stand-up style mm-hmm. that hops 
jumps, does these cool things, but it never looks raw. Uh, I it was, never looks did like you insane. Look at that lap? Did you watch that lap? I did not. I was in uh, the back. Yeah, my back. back. Remember, just, just remember what happened time. to Kiefer? Yeah. <laughs> I was holding my ribs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. If you have time, go back to Race Day Live at, from Paul and watch it. It's the last lap of the last qualifying session, so you can go right to the end and watch it. Okay. And then tell me what you think, because normally I'm the same as you. It's like, man, he doesn't look like he's going that fast. And then I look at the watch, and I'm like, yeah, he's faster than everybody. That lap, I was like, oh, that's what he really has under the hood. Like, that's what's hiding. That was really, really impressive. And this is at 19. What does this look like at 23? Like, that's where I'm like, whoa, there's a lot here to still unpack, because he's nowhere near – peak mental physical you know when all those things kind of mesh and you get your prime like all the all the stars align physically and mentally you're smarter wiser physically stronger all those things i really think and ricky carmichael said this i've heard other people much more accomplished than me say the same thing i don't know where this kid's ceiling is going to be like it could be the highest ceiling we've ever seen and i'm starting to believe that and maybe that's maybe that's too much too fast i i understand it and they're saying they're saying down the road, not now, but they're saying to be this good, this much racecraft, and this much potential this early is a really scary thing because you look at guys like McGrath, Ricky, they were nowhere near this at this age. Like they, they wouldn't even be able to stay in the same, you know, like in the same space as him at when they were 19. Um, let me, so, uh, let's, let's switch to 250s a little bit. I'll put you guys on the spot. Uh, the most disappointing guy for me right now is RJ and I, we all like RJ. He's awesome. He was on the show after Paula. I thought he'd figured it out. Look at his average first lap uh, stat there, Kiefer. Yeah. Um, 16th. 16th. He, <laughs> he's just, yeah. That's yeah, not good. He's way back already in the points. Despite whole, like almost hole-shutting the first moto of the year and winning it, he, has, he made the most passes that weekend because yeah. he, he passed 41 people in one moto. Yeah. <laughs> he had the most passes last weekend, and then he had the most passes again this weekend. And yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. that's incredible, but... But, dude, you're, you're not, not winning. That's not a stat you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not at his level. No. I mean, you but did win him. That's who RJ is, man. Yeah. That's who he is. <laughs> yeah. And we want, it, we want to say it's not him, and we all like him. We're all cheering for him because he is the picture of determination and grit. He truly is. Yep. But... We should know better than to think he's not well, going to be who he is. I got caught. Is. I got caught into it because it was such a flawless, smooth ride. But that's what he does too. Yeah. That's a part of him. Yeah. Those rides, coupled with absolute unbridled chaos, <laughs> that's who RJ is. Yeah. And I don't know that it's ever going to change. I, I don't know. Uh, Kiefer, give me a guy that maybe has let you down a little bit. Two fifty class. <sighs> I'm in. Honestly, and it's not really a big lit down. I just thought he would win more. It would be Justin Cooper. Okay. I mean, he's but doing. He was on it this weekend, and he was. That's what I'm saying. He's great. But I thought that's what I would see more of. Do you know he yeah. only has four wins and like thirty something podiums? Right. So it's, it's, it's hard for me to say. Oh, he's a disappointment because he's yeah, not. But right. he's so good and he's so fast. I know what he can do. Yep. It's a disappointment yep. to me that he's not showing up with more one one. It is incredible. Yeah. He's got only four wins. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting weekend because I I truly think he turned a corner this past weekend. Like just seeing him come off the track and and you get a sense of these guys how they're feeling. Like they say the right things and do the right things on the podium, but before and after when they're standing around, like you can tell if they're like 
yeah, like we're in a good place or it's like, holy shit, we're, we're in big trouble here. Like you can sense that right from these guys. And this weekend was the first time where I was like, oh, like he's, he's kind of feeling himself here. Like he knows that he's got the pace now and yeah, he still lost four points in the weekend and all that, but Mm -hmm. that there was a definite difference in him after the first moto and second moto and just throughout that entire day where he felt like, yeah, yeah, I I have the pace now. Like whatever it was that I was missing, I have figured out Mm -hmm. the challenge is now he goes into high point, which is historically one of, if not Hunter's best racetracks. So how do you square that? Because all of that confidence and momentum Hunter could squash that if he goes one, one, right? So there's two kind of um, things that are about to crash into each other. Like both of them, have a lot of confidence going into high point and i think one of them leaves with that so to me that's pretty interesting to see those two things about the coalesce here uh roto who do you got it pains me to say it but it's joe shimoda yeah um okay and not just outdoor supercross too and even last year a little bit i pegged him two or three years ago as being because he rode within his limits and he was really good he kind of had chase sexton's 250 career up to that point and i was ready for him to make that next step but the last year, I mean, I know we're talking this series, yeah. but like this last year or so of his racing, he just feels like he can't stay out of his own way. And I know that some of the things have been out of his control, but when too many of those things happen, maybe it's a little bit in okay. your control. Sure. So, I mean, looking at Joe's stat line, one moto podium in six motos, I thought he was going to be, I didn't think he was going to be like really challenging Hunter, but I thought he'd be a lot closer. So I asked him in the press call, in the scrum after Lakewood, you where you know do you feel like you're back with this podium where you've been it's been a bit of an up and down start for you and he, he said i don't really want to answer that question huh. <laughs> <laughs> and i think you guys oh and he, he apologized after after i stopped and i just took it like he's not happy with the bike right and doesn't want to say it right and oh, because okay. he's not english first language he i don't want yeah, to answer that question know, he right, to, right. Yeah. doesn't really yeah. know how to dance around it Go uh, if you want to see some interesting data. Go back and look at his lap times from the weekend. He was absolutely ripping. Yeah, he went down first weekend. turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he was the fastest guy on the racetrack. Yeah, most of the first moto, and then some of the second moto too. He, so maybe, yeah, maybe there was light at the end of the tunnel here. Because um, I was, I was kind of thinking uh, Shimoda for my pick as well, but. I will go with uh, Kitchen. Outside of this weekend was better. Yeah. But, man, the first two rounds, I was like, where is the Levi Kitchen that I expected? I did not think he was going to be a 10th-place guy. Well, so, uh, But he did show up this weekend. We just talked to Kitch earlier tonight. Yeah, I, was, I tuned in for a little Okay, bit. so Kitch, Kitch changed his suspension settings. Did he say – I didn't hear it. Did he say he goes softer? No, he went stiffer. Stiffer, okay. Uh, I think he, he went weight. softer in between the motos this weekend. Right. But stiffer from the first two. So much happier with his bike. Got so, it. So, yeah. But, all right. And, JT, do you feel like Kitch, can you can you drop that on the broadcast this weekend? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't, is that like a thing or did you just make it up? No, it's a thing. Yeah, it's, it's going. It's a thing because he just made it up. Phil yeah, also okay. called so, him Kitch. Then no. Yeah, Phil, Phil called him Kitch. Phil also I, I was listening. Was he? Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know, man. I just went with like a weather report this weekend, so anything's possible. Mm-hmm. You helped A Ray out at Hangtown. I mean, yeah, I did. You're I looking did. for things. I'm trying to do what you tell me to do. Yeah, make it fun. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, it is. I'm not it. getting yelled at yet for doing it. So there. Yeah, no. This is this it. is think think of the bottom line show and just start doing it. Well, I don't know if I want to go that far. Okay, fair enough. But it should be 
like like our producer Chris Bond always tells us, it's dirt bike racing. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Right. So, uh, Jason Thomas on the line, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, Formula Helmet, amazing. Evo Gear, amazing. Kinetic Mesh Kiefer, amazing. I haven't tried the new Kinetic Mesh yet. Oh, yeah. just, oh, just you wait. Fly Helmet, it's got though. got some stretch in it. It's yeah. not so, uh, like, it doesn't feel like, you know, the yeah. old mesh, like old school stuff, felt like a football jersey. Yeah, like brittle? Just, well, just like harsh, like really yeah. rough material. Yeah. It's not like that. Yeah, oh, it's exactly. Yes. Kiefer, yep. Come on back. Come on back? Come on back. Is it available? Yeah. I like we how you're. Scene for you. Yeah, we'll, we left the light on. We're like Motel Six. We left the light on. For I you. do like the white and red setup, though. Like the mix match stuff. I like right, that a lot. Right, right. Yeah. What about that RJ stuff? You're, you were you were family first, though. We were your family first. <laughs> yes, you were. Yeah, yeah. You were there for me first. And look what you've done. Turned your back on your family. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. yes, you did. That was too much. We should have put Weege in that there. Not my laugh. Yeah. Um, all right. There you go. Thank you. We have a question from the phone call. I won't get to it, but uh, Reed just says, who wins, Jet now or Tomac 2015? We're doing this. I one. know. We're, do- we're going down we're this road. It. And then next one will be like, yeah. who wins now, Ricky yeah. uh, versus uh, 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 Rick Johnson? Bob yeah. Hanna. Right. Um, hey, that Tomac, Tomac at Hangtown in 2015, oh, I don't yeah. think any human alive ever beats that. <laughs> Dude, the first four motos, unbelievable yeah. that year. Yeah. He was Give me five Tomac. seconds a lap faster than Dungey. He yeah. won by he won by a minute and a half. Yeah. Here's my thing about Tomac. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this game. I feel like he can if he's here today, and he's racing Jet. He's as good as Jet, and he's he's so stubborn, and he will adapt to what he's doing. I feel like he would rise to the occasion and push Jet to that to that lap that you saw at Paula, I JT. Agree. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, like, I'm I, not saying Jet's yeah. unbeatable. I'm not there. I'm not there at all. I just think Jet is. We have to remember this is his third race ever on a 450. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't like a seasoned veteran that's peaking right now. This, this is. I think we're in the early chapters of what Jet's going to look like. That's sir, to me the most impressive part. Sir, don't forget about the Fort Disney Nation. So this is fourth race. Um, we're going to ride his bike, or we're going to ride Chase's? Third points paying race. Uh, what's that? We're going to ride his or Chase's? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's called. Yeah, I feel like we should ride his bike. I'll I'll take either factory Honda. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to really be pickier. I'm not going to throw a fit if Lars <laughs> starts says, throwing helmets. Yeah. and Shit. <laughs> I can throw helmets. Um, Jet's bike looks more forgiving. It does. It looks softer. Yeah. I need yeah. a stiffer setup for my speed and or weight. Got it. I don't agree. Okay. Um. What else? Uh. Did I? What else? We we'll talked JT about. Did I miss anything? No, I think that Lake was Wood? it. Uh, two, big, two big points I think we covered. Okay. Jet and the Hunter right. and Deegan thing. Yeah. And... Okay. All right. Roto, anything else for JT? No, I don't think no? so. Okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. what about, uh, well, I guess we're going to cover that here in a what? minute. What? The whole privateer, I need a factory ride thing. Yeah, we'll cover that later. Okay. I mean, I don't know. JT can weigh in if he wants, but. Like, you just got to do it uh, more than once. You just got to, like, yeah, tie I mean, road great, but just everyone settle down. Yeah, and, and the the elephant in the room is is uh, Supercross. It's always going to be Supercross. So, you know, it's it's awesome. We see these fantastic performances. I'm here for it. But if you can't do this in Supercross, you're going to have a really hard time getting a factory ride. That was a big topic at the Loretta Regional Qualifier was the Supercross, you know, these kids trying to come up and do good at Loretta's. But a couple of guys that are in um, high places and manufacturers are like, yeah, sure, it matters. 
But what really matters is Supercross. He's like, we've had kids yep. that we've touted, yep. and then we took them to the Supercross track, and we were out on because what we saw at the Supercross track. Right. right. Yep. It's insane. Hap- happens all the time, unfortunately. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's why, like, Brian got Aiden on Supercross so early. Dude. You know, um, I mean, he's, he's this good anyways. He's elite outdoors, but... You know, Hayden has been riding Supercross forever, and I think that that's obviously, yeah, what the what the OEMs are looking for. Yeah. So, but just like, again, like Ty rode amazing. We've said it eighteen times tonight, and on the review show and everything else. But like, can he do it this weekend and the next weekend? And you know, stay healthy and do this in Supercross. Like before you start yelling about give give him Adam Cirillo's bike because he beat him in a moto. Here's maybe what- just. You know, here's but what I brought up. He's on a factory team. It's not like he's never had a shot. He was on a factory team. Right. He was on the factory team. I brought yeah. up yeah. this yeah. point. That's Let's fine. say we give him Chase's bike, right? He's not racing. Chase Sexton. We give him the factory Honda. He has ample time to get ready. Does he, is he any better than where he's at now? Does he finish on the podium because of that bike? Well, he says he doesn't buy any parts. You know, yeah. I, I don't know if he's that much better on a, on a factory machine. Well, I just need to see him do it again and again and again. Especially with no prep, like he just jumps onto mm-hmm. a factory HRC tomorrow. Like his bike looks so free compared to those other factory bikes. Like it was stock I mean, engine, totally different than those bikes. Yep. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks for calling in. Fly, ra- fly racing. Fly- look, thanks for your time tonight. Oh, not you're really in. good about that now since well, Lars Lars presented that to you. Huh? Well, yeah, Lars and then Lewis. I mean, they made good points. Yeah. It, it, I used to say I say that all the time. I'm gonna try to stop that. It's not like these guys are just calling in. Hey, man, what's up? How's it right, going, Steve? Right. So, JT, thanks for your time tonight as we called you. Uh, oh, it's okay. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the team here. It's fine. Yeah. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out if uh, you're in the market for something. And uh, remember, family first at Fly Racing. Any more, Come on home. Any more Ellie drops this year or are we done? Uh, I will send you an NDA if you want to sign, <laughs> um, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. No, we're, we're past all that because 24 is about to come out in the market. Right. Okay. Yep. Remember when we used to have um, summer camp? That was a good time. We're yeah, I, it will come back. It will. Um, I just don't know when. So. <laughs> there we go. But it right. will. It will. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I mean, I look forward to it. I think you guys should have had it in Vegas. I thought I had you Max. Can come hang out for twenty four hours again. Yep. Great. That's great. All right. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks. Everybody else. Everybody else there for four days. Steve there for one day. <laughs> Got the info I needed and got in and got out. Uh, right, right. Yep. Yeah. He was like me at a Supercross race, just <laughs> right in and right out. Yep. Daytime uh, program. Yep. All right. Thank you, man. See you, right, JT. Take care, buddy. Uh, that's Jason Thomas, everybody. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, we got Anthony on, too. He's been on hold for a while. Chris, question for uh, Chris Kiefer. Go ahead, Anthony. Hey, uh, by the way, I only wear Fly Racing. Thank uh, you. Best gear ever. Thank you. I've been wearing the same Fly helmet for years. Dude, you got to get um, that formula. But- I, I mean, I just don't really have the money right now. Well, I'm saving up for a new bike, okay. so I'll right. probably buy one then. Okay. But my question is, if Kiefer knows anything about the 24 KX450 that's coming out, um, I only know about as much as you know that what I've read and what we posted up on my website and and Racer X is um, basically all new frame and new new engine. Um, I think it's really cool that the Japanese manufacturer has been watching the Austrian brand and kind of evolving some things. I mean, it seems minuscule, but lock-on grips are on now versus that, 
you know, welded on throttle grip that was on before. That was a nightmare yeah, from I hell. Yeah, um, They're using a Brembo front brake, and they still have a Nissan on the rear. Yeah, that's weird. Um, that's that's unheard of, and I think that is something special that hasn't happened in the in the Japanese world for ever, you know. And um, so I think they're they're watching. They have a you know a Kawasaki app now, like Yamaha Power Tuner. So they're evolving, yeah, and I, it's nice to uh, be able to have a Kawasaki now that has changed. It's been a long time, and honestly, it was, it was a great bike. It, it still wins shootouts. So hopefully, when these manufacturers have a new machine, they don't go backwards. It's really tough to not do that. Um, but I think, yeah, they, they looks like it, they did a lot of cool stuff on their new bike. Cool, Anthony. Yeah, he doesn't. So, so, I mean, you know, it's coming out. When's it coming out, Kiefer? When are you going to ride it? We won't be able to ride it until um, early October. Okay. So, out of the two choices that I, I'm looking at, I'm looking at a new Blue Crew yep. 450, and I currently ride a Suzuki, an old one, like a 2012. Yep. So, great bike. I, I'm looking, I've had it for nine years. It's been the most reliable bike I've ever had, by the way. I've never even rebuilt it. It's got like 200 hours on it, probably, and it's seen quite a bit of rev limiter. But I uh, now I'm looking at either a new Yamaha or that new Kawasaki that they're coming out with. I have a buddy that has a 23 that I did like, but I'm not a huge fan of that hydraulic clutch, but I could probably get used to it. Mm-hmm. And my brother has a 16. That I don't mind, but out of those two choices, what do you think is better for a like a sandy area? I live in New Jersey, so it's mainly sand pits. Well, I can tell you what, like I don't know much about the Cowie. It's it's tough for me to say, hey, go buy a Cowie. I haven't ridden it. I do know about Yamaha. If there is a bike that I choose to ride on my own time, I choose to ride the twenty three Yamaha because it fits me well and it does everything pretty good. Um, I think if even you, as a bigger guy, though, you think it would be okay. Yeah, honestly, I, I disagree with Phil and his say it's a smaller cockpit feel. I do think it's it's a little bit better in the direction of taller guys. So um, the new bike is still fits a guy six one six two. Um, one of their test riders, he's six three, and he he fits it fine. So um, I just think wait if you are gonna get a new bike, maybe wait till the twenty four gets announced and see if they made any small changes to the current YZ450 because they could have cleaned up a couple things. I don't think it's going to be drastically different. It's going to be way better. But it could be a little bit better. Way so better. that's one thing Bank I would tell year, you to do. Yeah, I would wait at least another month because that's when we'll know about what Yamaha's done to their latest 24s. Cool. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good night, guys. See, See you, Anthony. Man. Thanks. Uh, Rob, what's up, man? You got a Danger Boy comment? It's, yeah, hey, Colin from uh, Denny Land. From what? Denny? Denny, Ste- oh, Denny Steams? Denny Land. Denny Steams? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yep. Right. We're from your uh, land from your wonderful wife. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just a uh, quick kudos there to uh, Chris and uh, JP did his uh, VP program. It was great. Uh, got to interact with Chris a couple of times. Oh, boy. Dude, you're awesome. Oh. Uh, you're awesome. Thanks for all that you do. And, of course, we know Steve is going to take credit for your rise to the ranks. Yeah, absolutely I am. You're damn straight. No, he means you, Chris. He said Chris. He he interacted with you. Oh, okay. I thought he was talking about Chris. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, you, Kiefer. Yeah, you, Kiefer, which is my subject matter. I'm a father like you. You've got a son coming up there, and that's kind of where I'm going with uh, Danger Boy and – 
and his father, uh, I guess I've had a couple of interactions with his uh, father as well, as you might imagine. And I just kind of like with a little bit we're talking about uh, Danger Boy and his racing, Hainsel, but shall we say I think I'm going to disagree with you, Chris, as much as I respect your opinion. It's just that personality comes out in what you do on a bike. Okay. Let's call like it seeds from Brian when he came up and stuff, when to kind of admit that Brian at times kind of had uh, shown that he could be a punk. Yep. Yep. So I think that's the thing that uh, we're seeing coming out there is a tendency still that I'm sure as well as your son and I can say with mine, sometimes you see your son do things and you're like, oh, my God, that's not one of my better traits. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) No, you're right. Um, Yeah. So We'll see how we – yeah, I mean, he's 17, certainly a learning moment. Yeah. Yep. And to go off what you were saying, sir, is, you know, I watch my kid. He does dumb shit sometimes. But if I see it, then I try to uh, remedy that back at the truck or something. I don't know if that's going on to, you know, to prove your point. I don't know if that's exactly what's going on when he gets back to the rig. Is I don't think Brian's like, hey, don't ride like that. Because otherwise, I don't think we'd be this far in and we would probably not see it as much still. You know? Yeah, yeah hopefully that's, again, we're parenting. And hopefully Brian has learned from some of the dumbass stuff that he did and mm-hmm. was trying to uh, instill some better things into him as we like to do as fathers. And, yeah. Yeah. And right. I certainly hope we'll see where it, we'll see where it, where it goes. But I think right now as we're talking some about some of the things we're seeing on the track, those, uh, those tendencies to still be a punk and come out. And of course, you guys already thoroughly discussed, uh, you know, as he came up through the amateur rank, some of that uh, punk kid thing would still come out and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, but, well, I think you know sometimes you gotta you gotta call it as you see it, like you like to say, Steve. And yeah. I think at this juncture you gotta call it as you see it, and that's also maybe part of his learning lesson too. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like he's we're six motos in. This is the first time I've really noticed it, right? So it's not like it's a moto thing. And so yeah, we'll see. Uh, thanks for the call, though, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Mike's on too. What's up, Mike? Mike Wood. Hey, not too much. How's it going? Good. Hey, so last week you and Lewis were debating about who yeah. was the captain of the ship, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, li- I like Lewis's podcast when he was doing GP podcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember the very first time that he talked about Sexton. Yeah. And just so you know, you talked about Sexton and how he was going to go and went races long before oh. he ever said Oh, it. I'm aware of this, sir. We, uh, <laughs> you know, this was, uh, yeah, I-, I started saying this last season in Supercross. Before Lewis was yeah. even knew who Chase Sexton was, or even was over here, or anything. I mean, Donnie, yeah, Donnie, unbiasedly, who's the captain? You're, of the ship? You are the captain of the ship. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Roto. Yeah, it, it, and I like Lewis too. Yeah, so. we all like that guy, but let's, yeah, let's just take it, you know, take it what it is. So, thanks, buddy. Anyways, I thought you just want to hear that. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, Lewis is listening. X brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Don't forget if you don't if you want to win, wear X brands. It's that simple. Look at Hunter Lawrence. You think those are Alpine Star goggles? <laughs> God, what? I'm so surprised to get more shit for that. From who? Alpine Star? Yeah, someone. Well, it's I not- mean, because you you lead off the X brand tear off segment with look at Hunter Lawrence, like that's. Well, he's been winning with a lucid frame and right. an Alpine Star strap. Okay. X brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. X brand goggle tear offs. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 
15 second rapid fire Q&A. Rapid fire. X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. Uh, Pulp Show 23 is the code to save. With X-Brand, EKSBrand.com. The number one goggle out there. The goggle that the FXR Factory Ride goggle is based out of. The Alpine Star goggle is based out of. Because the Lucid is so good. Every company's like, let's base our goggle on that. It's that it's that great. So does Rich get a cut of that then, you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think Alpine Star licenses it. Okay. And then I think him and FXR are partners in this yeah. factory ride. So, uh, great goggle, great company. Uh, these questions are 30 seconds on the clock. They're submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar? Never heard ever. Yeah. Not even a little bit. No. Um, all right, let's do this. For Roto, Kiefer, and me. Steven? Yep. If Kiefer had made the motos at Paula or Lakewood, where would he have finished? Uh, 28, 22-ish, somewhere in there. You agree? Mouth? Yeah. Yeah. I just need to get through the damn qualifying. Well, we, you know, we know that. It would have been good. Would have been. Would have. So if I – I really want you to ride a national. I want you to, yeah. you know, get through. I think you can. I really do. Yeah. I don't know who was riding the bike in the Moto Concept today. I don't know who that was. Uh, that yeah. was not you. No. That was weird. Yes. And then this year, we saw what happened. Yeah. So we need we need to get you out again. So well, Shugel. We're going to be there anyway. Yeah. And why not just stay and race? You said that about Lakewood kind of, though. No, I didn't. I know you didn't say you were going to, but, you know. I was planning on going to Lakewood. Paula, it doesn't matter. I was going, and I wasn't hurt. I would I would have gone. Yeah. So Washugo? So Washugo. Okay. Because I was going to say, can, I can get you a bike. You can show up, bring your suspension. I can no, get no. You a bike. I'm just going to drive. No, but I can get you a bike to another race if you want to do it. Oh, back east. yeah, maybe. I can get you a bike. That'd be cool. Right. You can pick a track. Didn't we'll, think about we'll get that. Get you out there. Okay. I think if you feel like if you bring your suspension and your bars, yeah. it would be pretty good. Fine. Right. I'm a test rider. I can adapt. Right. Yeah. Right. Roto, since you are the stats guy, why aren't you crushing fantasy? <sighs> this year has been Oh, you awful. had a good supercross. Yeah, but like, good. why am I not crushing fantasy? Because I picked Cooper Webb, Ken Roxon, and Eli Tomac as my all-stars the last three re- weeks, and they combined for two points. Hmm? That's my 30-second answer. <laughs> Did everybody give Weech 25 bucks besides me? For our fantasy. I gave him, no, I gave him 50. Okay. Yeah. I think JT gave him 50 too. <laughs> JT, man. That was rough. It's rough. That was a rough look for our buddy JT. <laughs> that was so bad. He just basically gave our, us the middle finger and said, I'm giving him 25. Our off. fantasy game yeah. that we did before the year, He, I asked him in a text about coming in. He said he would. Then he <laughs> lost. He was so mad about the pick. And he was so mad. <laughs> You know, he got last pick, but he got second overall. No, you didn't even pick me. Yeah. I didn't even get picked. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, on a group text, I'm like, hey, everybody, we got to pay Weech now. He's like, I'm not paying him. And we're just like, what? Yeah, I'm out. So then he paid him, but like, okay. we're just okay. like. But I'm only giving him 25. <laughs> I just want to say, like the captain of the sex and ship, I picked Weege to win on draft day. Did you? Yeah, I was like, oh, we just got this by yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, it didn't help that my two guys got hurt within four weeks yeah once that happened I was we out. were only on it for like a couple weeks and after that it was silence for a long time no i, I was getting updates i was posting updates no not yes, every week. on instagram story sure not, not every, every week. week not every week right. but a lot right no i before pulp fantasy started i used to do a league like that with my buddies and the same thing happens like usually by week five or six somebody would run away with it because their guys just aren't hurt yeah or right. whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. all right we just try to get Kiefer into fantasy the whole thing was getting Kiefer yeah. into this we'll get him exciting game <sighs> all right some friend. <laughs> Kiefer, do you agree with James' take on factory versus privateer suspension at Lakewood? No, we, we covered that. We covered that. 
Well, we're going to have a few more of those, it looks like. So. Oh, boy. Okay. Steve. Yep. Do you think we'll see Roxon race a national? Oh, boy. Yes, high point. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, Roto, how did you, quote, unquote, break into the industry? I made a video on a whim. I had a friend that wanted to play fantasy, and I was trying to explain it, and they were like, I don't is there just a video to watch of how to play it? And I said, yeah, probably. And I went on YouTube and there wasn't. So I made a video for Pulp Fantasy for Pulp Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, not. Yeah. yeah no, for Pulp yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. I literally, that's how, that's the origin story is there was no video. And I was like, well, if I'm going to have to teach this guy anyway, I will make the video. And were you made, was that your first moto video you made? Yep. You'd never made another one before nope. that. That you didn't know him at that time. No, no, nope. I didn't know who this fucking nut job was. Right. Yeah. yeah. I just was like, yeah, sure. That way, if anybody else goes to search how to play Pulp MX Fantasy, there would be a video for them. How long did it take to break through the crust of Steve? What are you talking about? Um, like, you didn't know him, but then you don't you don't know that he's a good dude, like, right? So how long did it take for you to be like, hey, this guy's pretty good? Like, Oh, yeah, I don't know. It was be- So that Mar- was at the beginning of it. 2020, and then I got to meet you, St. Louis there was a pre-show okay. like two or three weeks later. So we at least met there okay. and like whatever. But I mean, I would oh, say... Oh, is that when the guy got married? When Kiefer was there? Yeah, you you were there yeah. at that show. So maybe, I don't well, know if it was the marriage He just got not, married but, last weekend, by the way. Oh, he did? Yeah. 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 But, but And so we talked there, but I would say... I would say a year and a half maybe-ish okay. before we were like... So he gave it up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I asked him to meet up at, a, at one of the races... And I DM'd him, and he responded to me, and I was like, "All right." The, That's the, when he realized you weren't some freak, probably a crazy yeah. guy, right? Listen, man, I know. That's uh, what I'm saying. I get it. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah, a lot of people, and you got to decipher which ones are yeah. good and which ones yeah. are yeah. yeah. Kiefer, yes. What's an interesting stat you would like to see Roto pull up? Um, the stat of how many guys get laid the night before and win versus not. Okay. 69%. Hey, man, you beaten off? You got to deep dive that one. I'd fly the girls in from L.A., boy. Steve. Yep. James seems balls deep into this announcing. Do you see him trying to take RC's spot in the Supercross booth? Well, when you say trying to take, like, I think he wants to do it. I don't know how that goes. Like, I don't know who depend- who, who chooses that or whatever, but... I would think James wants to be the main guy. Sure, yeah, but I don't know about taking. Is he it. doing all of the nationals? Yeah, he is. Yeah, Ricky's There's no do, special guest. Ricky's jumping in at a couple. Okay, but I think they're tag team in those ones. Oh, good. Roto, what's your take on Danger Boy cross jumping Hunter? Oh boy, <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. All right, last one, Kiefer. It's been a great one. Will the comeback, comeback of Filthy Phil save the excitement of the 450 nationals? It definitely adds to it. So I would say yeah. it's nice to have Phil back, and uh, I can't wait to see who he yells at next. It'd be a great comeback story. Mm-hmm. Come. 8.6. X-Brand goggles. Whoever that Moser guy is, that wasn't his best work. No, he didn't really bring it, did he? No. Yeah. It's hard, though. He doesn't know what we talk about either. That's true. All the time, right? So it, it is yeah. hard a little bit. Uh, I want to thank the folks at... Um... All right. Uh... 
Renegade, couldn't agree more. Renegade Racing Fuels, <laughs> 8 o'clock hour. Uh, Will Hahn won a championship with Renegade Justin Brayton. Uh, Dean Wilson, Max Anstey. Anstey won a Supercross this year at the Renegade Racing Fuel.com. They're looking for dealers. They're looking for distributors. You you tested this SX4, stuff? SX4, SX4 it? Plus. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good stuff? Yeah, it doesn't boil as easy. Uh, Renegade Racing Fuels, uh, they don't just make power, they engineer it. Renegade is your guide and partner to get the whole shot and be the first one to the checkers. The fuels burn cooler, cleaner, and more consistent than the competition. Renegade offers real octane and not overhyped marketing. Bullcrap! Uh, go to pulpamex.com, search Renegade, and uh, read Kiefer's test on the SX4. We gave away some SX4 drums to the um, uh, Privateer Challenge guys as well, so I don't know what's happening with that, but I think they're... They're trying it, so uh, thank you to those guys um, at Renegade Racing Fuels for bringing you the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, we have a guy on one who just says, what celebrity that doesn't ride would be the funniest to see on a dirt bike? What celebrity that doesn't ride? Yeah, would be the funniest. Um, I like Marx's answer, Shaq. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, I can't really top that. That would be great. Yep. Uh, give me Wee Man on a 450. Okay. All right. Is Wee Man still alive? I don't know. It's a good question. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> coming up with Jamie Ellis, by the way, um, from um, Twisted Development. A lot, of, a lot of interesting things to talk to uh, with him as well. Um, I want to thank the folks at motorsport.com and Fly Racing, Decal Works, X Brand Goggles, Rental, Michelin, Race Tech. Oh, we can do the Race Tech rant right now. Keefer, you got one. I do. All right, Race Tech. Race Tech rant. Uh, Pulp 23 is the code to save with the guys at Race Tech. Uh, motor work, suspension work. They do off-road stuff as well. Uh, their gold valves are second to none. They came up with that gold valve long time ago. For over 40 years, Race Tech has been supplying the motorcycle industry with the high-quality suspension components. From modern to vintage, Race Tech is your go-to source for suspension performance. They're also building my new project bike. Dick. Dick. Uh, project bike as well. Thank you to, to uh, the guys at Race Tech. All Race Tech products are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Race Tech rant, Kiefer, go. All right, so I've been seeing some stuff on social media lately. Obviously, I'm around amateur racing a lot. And there's having a social media presence is important to manufacturers, I feel like, or sponsors, obviously. Yeah, yeah I mean, it seems like it's more than ever, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they look at how many followers you have, how much interaction you have. But here's my thing. I'm a big – I like to parent – I don't see a lot of great parenting nowadays, at least from my perspective. Um, some of these accounts that these kids have, and this could be range from uh, an eight-year-old to a 14-year-old mm -hmm. or whatever, the parents are running their, their kids' accounts. Yeah. Which is, okay, I understand that the kid's too young, but you got to start them out on a social media account, no problem. But when your kid races and then you write the caption under your kid's social media and you act like they're them and he's fucking nine years old and it it sounds like it's an adult. Like, what are you doing? This is an odd rant, but okay. I like, know exactly what you're talking it's about, It's fucking annoying. Like, you're telling me all about this stuff, but yet I'm on a nine-year-old's account. Why are you looking at a nine-year-old's Instagram? It though? just shows up sometimes, right? Like, it just will happen to have, I'll scroll, I'm like, okay. oh, it's so-and-so. And then I'll read the caption, and it's three paragraphs long. Yeah. I'm like, I know that it's not the fucking kid writing this. Right. So why are you doing this for your kid? Why isn't it you're – how come you can't teach your kid how to do this? Um, if you're I a mean, follower of the nine-year-old kid, you know it's not going to be all 
Yeah. Great for spelling. Yeah, he's nice. Let him fuck up. Let him put it out there. And I like help cats, him out. and I like turtles. <clears throat> whatever. whatever. Oh, yeah. you raced. I got 1-1. One, one, had a good time. It right. was fun. Cool. I'm following you because you're nine years old, right. and I get it. Yep. You're not helping your kid any. Like, I know it's you. It's like saying, hey, Santa Claus is real. What the fuck? I know it's you. <laughs> like, I just don't I, understand it. Like, Aiden, Aiden I had to see you on social media keep Chris, at Chris Keeper. I know it's you. I've seen you. <laughs> Aiden had an account early, like maybe yeah. 11, 12 years old. He would post for himself, and sometimes it was all fucked up. Yeah. And I would be like, okay, we got to help you out a little bit. And I would edit it slightly, but it was his words. Let your kid run his own account, but help him along and teach him how to spell, teach him how to formula, um, formulate a sentence, do something to help your kid. Okay. He's not doing anything if you're just running everything. What about if you write it uh, as your parent and you say, you say the kid's name is Johnny. No problem. And you say, you say Johnny uh, went 1-1 one, one today. Hey, like you're on fine. Johnny's account. Yeah. Hi, Johnny's mom here. Just here's what Johnny yeah. did. Okay. So you're fine with that? I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, At least right. I know Johnny's mom's yeah. running your account. Right. Obviously, I know already because of the great spelling yes, and but, the big words. But don't act like, yeah, you're Johnny. Don't like, hey, Johnny, how's it going? I had a great weekend. I went 1-1. One, one. My motor package was great, and the, my, my dad threw a piston in there, and it worked great. Like, fuck off. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is, uh, you're so passionate about this, I... I just, I just hate <laughs> fake bullshit. Don't treat me like I'm some fucking tool bag reading your social media account. Like, really? I, I, I want to follow a kid. I want to be a fan of your kid, but I don't even know your kid. I'm following your account. Like, it, it's stupid. I, I would question why you would ever follow a nine-year-old's racing account, ever, even if it pops up on your but, Explorer page. Like, here, Here's how you would follow. Let's okay. say I meet Johnny at Loretta's, right? Okay. He's a cool kid. Yeah. Dude, Johnny ripped today, and I push follow button. Why would you do that? Why not? Who cares? I mean, I do. I'm a part of the amateur racing family, and if I like little Johnny, he could be a good rider. I want to see how his... Oh, you whole... want to get in early so you can get, get, no, maybe get a jersey down the road? Let's say he leaves Loretta's. I want to know how his career is going. Social media is a news feed, okay. essentially. Yeah. Yes? But I don't understand why can't parents just be honest? This is the most passionate rant you've ever had, and it's the dumbest thing ever. It's not dumb. Would it break no, your heart? No, you're right. It's, you're, I'm not saying you're wrong. You're right. But to be this upset about it is... is... I, I just see it so much. Like uh, You clearly do. I, I see all these parents doing their kids' social media accounts, and... And everyone just thinks it's, you know, okay. It's not. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not okay. Rhoda. Would it break your heart to know that there are professional writers that also don't run their own Instagram? Of course. I under, I'm, a lot of writers don't do it. Right. And I know that. But they're adults to adults. Like, I get it. Like, we know this. But it's a, it's a nine-year-old kid. Why yeah. are you writing like you're some professional yeah. writer? Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. Or And like you said, if you do that... Hey, Johnny's yeah. mom here. Yeah, yeah. I'm on. Just let us know, man. Really? Like, or never, better yet, like yeah. you're never going to let your kid develop if you don't let him or her fail, screw up, have him learn, and then be better. Right. So Johnny's yeah. going to be 16 years old. He's going to post his first fucking post, and he's going to look like a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, what age do you transition <laughs> right. them to posting their own? Like, I don't understand how manufacturers say, yep, that's fine. We like that, little Johnny yeah, and his parents. Let's put most, more stuff up. Right. I don't understand it, man. I, I did not have this on my bingo card of you being this upset over this. I, 
I wouldn't have been upset if I only saw one, okay. but I see a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Well, do you know any of these people personally? Like, why, why don't you reach out to them? Nah. Okay. I feel like they're so engulfed in the amateur racing world that they're trying to make everything look peachy king. And like, yeah, I, I don't want to bust. Uh, I'm no one, right? So why am I going to tell you how to live? I'm just going to talk yeah. about it here well, on the show. When I see something like that on social, I just unfollow. Like, no, I don't it, even follow it. Well, you do say you say you, you want to follow these kids. I have a good race, friend, so. and I'm not going to name names. That his mom runs the account, and I've expressed this okay. to him. And what is the? Why is your mom running your account? I don't know. She just does it. Okay. And I'm like, well, why don't you do your own shit? Do they even get to like log in and like their own posts? Yes. They'll... So, so they do everything except the posting. Correct. Uh, that is a bit of the most surprising race tech rant in a while. Chris Kiefer. Can I have a quick one? Yeah. It's social media too, sort of. Benny Bloss. Oh. Beta. Yeah. Press release. Photos that are this big, <laughs> not even big enough to put on a thumbnail. And I'm like, how do we not have like? I get 1,500 photos from a line every weekend yeah. of every rider that raced that weekend that are so big that I could crop it down so tight to right. get any shot I want to put on the thumbnails yeah, for Pulp yeah. and Race Rex yeah. and everything else. And then, like, this comes out. And it's not just them. They're just the one that did it recently yeah. that made me mad. But why don't we get more from teams? Why doesn't Club MX put out a package to say, hey, Pulp, hey, Race Rex, hey, Vital. Here they, is they a should, they? here is a five gig zip folder with some videos and a little bit of B roll and like you know whatever. So that when I'm going to make a video about any of that news, I just have some. Well, they stuff got photos, with, don't they? Is that not enough? I, I mean, geez, you want B roll you'll, and you'll zip, get like zip. a couple. Are, are you gonna is this just is just this the beta thing that pissed you off? Or? Just because? Well, that one was bad because they there were two pictures: one of Benny behind the bike and one mm -hmm. of Benny in the air, and they were literally just so small that I was like. I have to try to make a thumbnail out of this? They're just starting out, man. And then I had to go back and find Benny <laughs> photos from Supercross from on the on the yeah. Rock River time, and oh, then yeah. just find ways of I'm like, all right, well, he's still FXR, so I, if I crop it here, and he's still Oakley, so that's okay, mm -hmm. and try to, you know, because I, I want to be respectful of the teams, and right. I don't want to put other people's logos on and whatever. After Benny told us he went through the whoops in first and second, I just, I don't know what to do oh. with that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Power? No power? No, not on the beta, just in general. Ugh. Shit. Well, so basically, it's a Jerry Maguire syndrome. Help me help you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to help them. And, I mean, it would, it would take them, I don't know, a couple hours to send because all of them have a video guy to just go out one day and just, you know, do some shots of, like, all right, yeah. here's J-Mart, and he's yeah. just talking. And that way, if I have something where I'm talking about J-Mart, I can just have a little bit of him being casual. Yeah. Just okay. something to, you know, while I'm trying to spill the story, just teams help the media a little bit. It would They're already hiring video and photo but guys. But I feel, I, Roto, these teams pay a line and these other guys a bunch of money after every race there's tons of great photos. Like, I don't yeah. know Well, what. I mean, for it's more for, like, the preseason mostly. But okay. now we're getting into that thing where the video package is getting tighter. Yeah. You know, uh, Feld, Peacock, everybody. And they're within their right to be like, hey, stop using, as, you yeah, know, yeah. using our stuff yeah, as yeah. much. But I'm like... It would be so cool if I if I had five minutes of footage from each team, it would take them an hour to shoot. Hmm. That would cover me for the year. I wouldn't have to do anything. Uh, okay, it's race tech rant. Yeah, I'm so mad, dude. You you yeah you you're. I'm still mad just because you're not helping your kid. Dude. I don't get it. Like who you're just cares? not helping your kid. Okay, you're not helping him. I have breaking news. Yeah, I Steve Mathis love amateur motocross. Shit, and I would like to break news that tonight I have announced a. Race one race deal with a hot amateur rider for a cash paying sticker placement on a helmet. Okay. For Loretta Lynn's. Some okay. event called Loretta's. Loretta, Loretta Lynn's. Are you going to make Lins? it this year? No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Vincent Way. 
Oh, good. We'll oh. be wearing Pulp Max sticker on his helmet. We have a contingency program, and we have a cash, a base cash program as well. Can you talk about the cash program? Sure. How much is he getting if he wins? Is it top three? What are we at? We haven't worked that out yet. <laughs> okay, so we're not So even. No, he has right now in his possession. A sticker? <laughs> yes. A bunch of stickers okay. and $250. Oh, so it's a signing bonus. Signing bonus. Okay. And we've worked out a contingency plan. We're going to work out a contingency plan. Okay. Yeah. I am going balls deep into amateur moto. Vincent Way. These are kids. He's Everybody, a good kid. I don't know if you could say that. Yeah. Yo, wait. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, don't say balls deep into the amateurs. Amateurs. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Vincent Way. Okay. My guy. Nice. Let's do this. I like Vincent. Send him a check. Good parenting. Good parenting. Good parenting. Yep. So, I'm amateur guy now, too. Great. I love to see it. Yep. Uh, love to see a Cherubis fork lugs out there. Uh, fantastic stuff. Just had Brian at the house. Brian was at the house hanging out. Who's Brian? A Cherubis? Oh, I don't know. We, oh, you don't know Brian? I know Talon. Talon and Brian are the guys at a Cherubis. What about Deanne? I don't know him. That's who I deal with. Okay. I'll just shut up. What did Brian say about the fork lugs? Protectors. Uh, he didn't have them on, but he had frame guards on. Okay. Usually I'm against it, yeah. but it didn't look bad. What kind of frame guards? Just black Acherbys frame guards on the Yamaha. On the Yamaha? On the new Yamaha. Okay. Didn't look bad. Acherbys USA, what do you feel about fork lug guards? I don't hate them. Nope. Oh, boy. I feel like that was like a cherry pop, and I just got here. I'm not going to piss my My Supermoto actually has them on, like the fork guards See? cover the front yeah. factory. I don't know. But you... Uh, Go ahead. Acherbys USA uh, on social media. Uh, Acherbysusa.com on the web as well. Uh, hand guards, discards, frame guards, chain yeah, blocks, fork guards. lug protectors, and more replica plastics. Love the Acherby stuff. Lines up perfectly. Uh, holes are easy. Uh, holes are all easy peasy. Put your bolts right in. Industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories. We're over 40 years of experience. Thank you, folks at Acherby's. Acherby's bringing you our, our next guest of the night. Uh, this man is uh, maybe, maybe the number one motor builder, Kiefer, has in the a, industry? He has a lot of dudes out there. A is lot. he number one? If not, he, he's right there. Jamie yes. Ellis, what's up, Jamie? How are you, man? Good. How's it going, guys? He wouldn't call you the number one motor builder, <laughs> Jamie. Well, I'm aspiring to be, okay. and I'll never stop aspiring to be. How about right. that? Twisted Development's own Jamie Ellis on Jamie's the line. one of us. Brought to you by a chair beast. Did you try that shock yet on the taser? You know what? I don't even know if I've got it from Kiefer yet. Kiefer, I, have I got that what? shock yet? Yeah, I gave it to you. When? Uh, I don't know. Not last time I saw it, the time before that. Wow. I put it in your van. What is going on here? I Remember I gave you a shirt and I put it in there? Did you ever get that? Well, I haven't rode my taser since the last time. Oh, actually, shock, when you so. came up with uh, two-stroking, when you came up that day, I gave it to you. I apologize, Steve. I don't know where that shock is. I'm going to have to go find it. <laughs> it's in his box okay. van somewhere. Well, check your box van. I allegedly have it. I yeah. gave Jamie a coil yes. shock for the taser, uh, and I hope you like it. It, it works really well. Uh, I'll try to get you another one if you just lose this, this one, Ellis. So uh, thanks for calling in. Oh, shit. Thanks for your – Oh, that was the first screw up yeah, of the night. Yeah, no, not, you did not call in. We called you. Thanks for your time. Jamie tonight on the show. Did you hear Kiefer's rant? I did, and I have a little rebuttal on that, though. Okay. Because I understand the value that he is – and it was a rant. It was good. But yes. 
I am going to say someone who's dear in my heart, who I'm very proud of, Danger Boy. Yep. As many of you know, I won with him from 50cc KTMs to super minis mm-hmm. until after Loretta's and he signed his star contract and he's moved on. So big part of that kid's history and obviously very proud of him. And um, I sat next to Brian as well as Tyler and Gavin and, you know, the crew that were marketing and, and the media behind creating what is the Danger Boy. And it gave the kid a presence and a platform on a whole nother level of markability that we've never seen in our sport. If you even go back to Haley Deegan, you're going to see how popular she is. So I, um, I lived it firsthand and I'm sitting there watching them video and the kids are like kind of being annoying. And then it comes out on social media and it just like rips and everybody's like, Oh my God, thanks for sharing. And so I'd say that that's a totally different situation that I've seen the power in marketing and it, you know, Hayden, I think does some of his own posting now, but at the time he was too young to really do it. So Chris, what do you think about that? I don't like it. I'm going to tell you why I don't like it, Jamie. Because no problem, that, that marketing can still be there. Uh, he can still post himself. Or if Brian or his marketing people do it, you know, let, let people know, even though we will know it's not him because he's young, I get it. That doesn't help us as fans know who he really fucking is because someone else is writing it, right? So, sure, the marketing scheme is working, but do we really know who he is as, as people? No, it doesn't help us. You know? yeah, by the time he comes into his own, he's had his own opportunity. I mean, the kid can't even watch Supercross in the stands. I understand it that. I'm just saying, like, if, if, if the marketing team or the parents are writing the caption, that famous. let us know. But, but you're talking about the, the 1% of Hayden Deegan. Chris is just talking about, like, the average, average, yeah. the average yeah. nine-year-old. It's a big problem in social media in general that the parents are – and it's not even just parents. It could be anybody. They see, oh, well, this worked for them, and then they, they don't know why it worked. They they don't understand. They think the, it's a blanket. The, yeah, like the intricacies of what works. They just think, they're, well, they're doing that, so I'll do that. And I'm like, well, that works for them because of X, Y, Z. There has to be a parent out there whose kid is now um, X-ray boy. You know what I mean? They, they saw the danger the thing, right? X-ray boy. Like, like, I'm sure there's some dumbass parents that are like, well, we're going to have the next danger boy. Our boy's name is X-ray boy or <laughs> conehead boy, whatever you want. Yes. And they're marketing their kid as some superhero and writing all the captions and all of this. I'm I don't sure have it's the out there. problem of the marketing side. Let's yeah, market yeah. him whatever yeah, yeah. you want. Right. But let him have some say within his social media. Yeah. I've literally seen it oh, going I, bad. I, I'm just saying I've seen both sides of it. I, right. I do agree with, with some of your valid point, and I do also see what you know a, a great marketing genius of our time has done with his son and has shared his life, and the people are so thankful for it. And, and you know, like, it's, it's just a different approach, right? Like, everybody has their own approach, and they found theirs. Um, it's definitely really cool. Following Deegan around is raw. I like the vlogs. That's all. Hey, here's how he really is. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. I love all that. Let's do that when he's five years old. But if wow. you if you start an account at five, just know that it's not him. Let us know. Hey, it's yeah. the parent. Here's how little Brian's doing or you sure. know, a little, little danger boy or whatever, yeah. you know? Cone, cone boy. Cone boy. X-ray boy. <laughs> Conehead. <laughs> X-ray boy. Uh, Jamie, how busy you been? The Nationals, uh, maybe it's Nationals just started. The These amateur people are gearing up. Some of them are heading east to get used to the weather and tracks and shit. Um, how busy are you right now? I'd say the 
biggest blessing that we've got this year is definitely mammoth getting rained out oh, and not okay. rained out but yep. snowed out um arguably i've traveled more this year than i think i ever have mm-hmm. even being a crew chief for one of the teams and doing what we're doing i mean we're doing flat track in the the twins as well as the the singles class um joel hetrick out there riding quads he's crushing them this year uh bryson neal gncc quads uh the phoenix honda guys on you know so like we've just had a lot of activation and and whenever opportunity knocks you just show up right so i've been i think i spent three or four weeks on an east coast stint going between flat tracks and supercrosses and <laughs> testing and i mean so it's definitely been a challenging year for travel and and this mammoth, like normally we go to mammoth. It's like one of our favorite races of year as a family because mm-hmm. the whole family goes. It's a lot of hard work. We get up early in the morning. You know, we we hang out. We eat good. I bring the staff. Like, um, I'm definitely grateful that that race kind of got pushed back just because of the sheer amount of travel we've done this season. So it's yeah. it's exciting and it's uh it's a lot. Jamie was at a Supercross uh, in between practices for the night show, and he's watching flat track on his phone. Yeah, he's and I'm like, in. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I got, guy. yeah, I got that. I built the guy that wanted. I'm just like, oh yeah, cool, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get fired up, man. Right? Yeah, no, it's, it's about the people, right? Like, yeah. I've had access to these other sports this year, and um, and I haven't done any road racing yet, but I'm kind of hoping some of that comes my way, just because I love the steady state tuning of concrete. How does that? But, how, um, how does it differ between moto and flat track, like as far as building something? Uh, major, absolutely really? major, because most of the street bike stuff is going to be throttled by wire, and you know you have a lot of. So, so I I have to do the, um, they would kind of say the archaic tuning of like actual ignition curves or actual fuel curves, where whenever you have a throttle by wire situation, you know you can you can tell the throttle when to open at what percentage, and and it just kind of creates a whole another level of fun that I've had access to, like with Briar Bauman this year, on the um, the twins on AFT. So it's. It's definitely been really cool. New softwares. Um, we, I, I've been learning. I, I would say my learning curve this year is probably steeper than any other year in my life because I've had so much access to different things. And it's like you want to not be the guy that just assumes that, oh, that's the way we've done it. That's the way we always do it. Like, you know, we, we when we need to slow down, we just put a bigger sprocket. But then it's kind of like they've been doing it that way and it makes sense. So it's kind of like, you don't know to apply your own knowledge. Like, Oh, I think I can, you know, pendulum swift this industry. Or do I just need to sit back and pay attention to what's going on? Cause I'm about to learn a lot in mm-hmm. a short amount of time. Yeah. So that, that challenge for me has been absolutely fun. And, um, and like I said, Joel Hedrick, I don't know if you guys watch this guy ride a quad, but big fan, big fan. I don't know anything about quad racing. Do you? You don't have to. Just watch one Joel Hetrick video. He can do whatever he wants. I've met a couple of those guys. They're all really cool. They listen to the show. They get hot chicks. They got hot chicks, and they all wear fly racing, I think. Okay. So I think that covers the fly, the, the standards. So th- this guy can whip it, like, sideways and all this thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he has total total quad control. I think we still call him bikes. Total quad control. Wow. <laughs> Total quad control. Quad control. Um, <laughs> hey, Jamie, you've done a lot in the industry, either as a mechanic or, of course, now uh, crew chief for Twisted uh, Development. Where does the uh, win with Ken Roxon and the HEP team kind of rank for you? Uh, your motor, your program, uh, working with a guy like Kenny, winning 450 Supercross? Pretty unbelievable. Um, I mean, we, I've, I've built engines that have won a Supercross before, not under the Twisted Development name. Mm-hmm. So... And 
just the rarity of having connection, like as a private company, like we yeah. are, to work with the HEP team, who really had a huge set of cojones to hunt to sign a guy like Ken, right? Right. Um, I mean, I don't think anybody knew how that was going to go. Um, obviously, you see American yeah. Honda is really good at what they're doing, and um, and Kenny just left there. So, so I would say that those guys absolutely nailed it this year to get a you know to go on a stint like they did with Kenny, and and ultimately have Kenny an opportunity where he'd sign again. You know, like that that's a huge testament of a program like that. So. Mm-hmm. So it could have went either way, and it and it went the right way. So I'm I'm very proud of what we were able to do, and and hey, I I, I can't even tell you. I know that you know XPR's got one win with Brayton. Uh, I don't know of another private program that's won at the highest level of our sport. So I'm definitely proud to be amongst those few. Yeah, what is Kenny most picky with? I mean, you have an engine package, and I was obviously you've been out to his house or his property or. And just testing with them, dude. What I was told, Kenny didn't touch the motor. Really? Yeah. No, he didn't. Loved we it. Um, we put a bigger head gasket on it. No, sorry, a bigger base gasket on it to start the season because it was just it was a, a little bit much uh-huh. as he was getting going. And then uh, I think it was actually Chiz. Chiz has a lot of direction, um, mm-hmm. but he he kind of wanted to soften the thing up a little bit. So we just called Cometic, and I think the stock base gasket is like fourteen thousand. So we put maybe a twenty eight thousand space on it. Uh, just kind of took some overall compression out of the thing, and and then um, at elevation we went back to a stock gasket. Like that, that was how easy it was. So it was it was definitely a dreamy year. We did play with the mapping a bunch um, as as things progressed, and you know the guy Matt, the active ride they have doing the suspension. He's he's done a phenomenal job, and and he's he's the one who's really done a lot of the heavy lifting this year because he's close to Motor Sandbox there, and mm-hmm. and he's willing to show up. So, I mean, they they just put in work. I mean, I don't know if you saw that photo I posted of of the flashlight out, and we're still doing starts. It's like, yeah. it's just that that golden hour of testing is like all the time. That hmm. is because Kenny's always been kind of a smooth rider. So yeah. always curious on what he liked for engine delivery. You know, me and you have been out many times, and you listen to my bullshit about smoothness. So I f- I feel like he would be more kind of like that. Well, no. Kenny's different because he doesn't take big handfuls of anything. Hmm. Like, you know, we did a lot of data logging, and and he's rarely ever wide open. Um, he just carries so much corner speed, and, and he sees the vision ahead of where he is always. So he's always looking down and, and just has a lot of throttle control and, and more of a lower RPM. And to be honest, like, I'd always heard about, you know him at factory honda on how low rpm he was at everything so i was definitely thinking i was going into a major challenge so whenever we got you know henson busted their butt to get a good clutch into him and um we worked just a bunch on the suspension and chassis and mapping and and yeah it was a really successful season so i'm, I'm hoping that we can do that again next year Hey, Jamie, Donnie Southers here. What does, when you get a win with Ken Roxon, what does that kind of, does that exposure move the needle any for Twisted? Did it, did you feel like you got an influx in business? RMZ or? Motors just yeah, flying yeah. in. Like, did, you, did you notice a change, or is it more just something cool for your R- own? RM Army's assembling. Guys, Dude. guys, yeah. assemble! <laughs> the Army's building a new fort for us right now. Yeah. Just yeah. with that one win alone. Right. But no, um, we, we've done one customer RMZ 450 this year, and that guy's super happy. <laughs> so, Fuck. Um, so, but you know what? It really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I would have done it without an extra dollar of just sheer love 
for what I do for a living. So I wouldn't say that it was like, oh, man, we're going to have to figure out, you know, to go to a big bank to cash this big check. Um, but it was definitely just such a proud moment. Um, I'd been on that road, like I said, for uh, like three to four weeks, and it was the first race that I actually missed. I was I stayed through Daytona. I stayed for flat track through Daytona, and then I'm like, man, I'm going home. I just need to go home. Yeah. And um, and so I actually get to watch it from my living room, my wife and family, and it was like we were all crying. <laughs> it was it was just such yeah. a special moment. You know, it was it was awesome. That's got to be cool having the twisted name on the shoulder of the jersey and seeing that on the podium, like. Yeah, especially coming from where you come from, right? And it's like now you see it to that level. That's that's got to be really rewarding. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome, and it doesn't get tiring either, and it makes it easier to do all the work we do to make things like that happen. Well, you know what? So you're gonna have to get up really early tomorrow. You know that, right? Okay. Um, Phil's gonna be. Yeah. Phil needs help tomorrow. He told us specifically to tell you. <laughs> Did he drop a line? Yeah. He said you better answer your phone at 10.30. Jamie better be up tomorrow because I got 10.30 Eastern time, he said. <laughs> so 7.30 Pacific. He said he needs you. Yeah. I literally I got a lot. I out. got a lot of time for Phil Nicoletti. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's something else. Um, yeah. Marchbanks rode with the engine this weekend that we tested last week. Yes or no? Yep. Yeah. So I actually... You know, everybody was running 250s, and then the big shakeup with Martin, unfortunately, going down in that second turn, if you will. But um, you know, Garrett's Garrett's a pretty big dude, and um, and definitely kind of a beast of a motorcycle rider. So I think the 450 just fit him well. And we had already built a 450 because Phil Nicoletti loves a fast engine every year, but this year. Hmm. No, okay. So yeah, yeah. he's like, oh man, this new Blue Crew 23 YZ450, it's so good. I don't think I want much more. And so uh, Greg, you know, the engine builder at club that runs the team there, him and I are like, yeah, 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 Phil, wait till he comes racing. You know, so we better have something in our back pocket because he's going to do the same thing where he doesn't want a fast bike. The 11th hour, he wants a fast yeah, bike to right. start. And so that happened today. <laughs> Ah, uh, because he was really wanting a start map. Yeah, I just want a smooth bike, but I need a start map. I need I need something that pulls my arms out, and then shuts off after the start. Yeah. Um, seven zero two five eight six pulp. You got a question for Jamie Ellis? We got a call from uh, from Australia for you, uh, Mitch. Go ahead. You want to talk to Jamie Ellis? Hey mate, how you going? Yeah, I just wanted to say good day, Jamie. I used to work with him back in oh uh, six, back in the uh, YOT days. Oh, okay. Just wish I just to say good day, man. Hey. Did you switch, Mitch? Uh, from Australia. Used to uh, work for Prowley and uh, for Franco. Yeah, ditch witch Mitch. That's it, buddy. <laughs> Just wanted to say congrats, man. You're killing it. Yeah, thanks, Grouse buddy. Hear, uh, hear your name mentioned on everything. It's grass. Yeah. How's Ruth? Yeah, good, man. Family's good. Kids are good. Awesome. Loving it. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, thanks for calling, Mitch. Anything else? No, that's it, man. Just want to say congrats. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, all right, there we go. Uh, Ben's on two. Ben, you want to talk to Kiefer for a second? What's up? I do, Kiefer. I want to make the same challenge I said before. I really think you got to ride a quad at Millville. I got two quads here just waiting for you. I'm 20 miles south Ooh, of town. Ooh, Joel so. Hetrick settings? They are Joel Hetrick. Oh, no, not settings. He's much lighter than me. I'm a little older man. I was born in 76, probably closer to uh, Keeper's age. Listen, man, I can't but. make a fucking lap on a dirt bike, so I don't even know what I can do on a quad. 
Well, Keeper, come on did you tell the story no. about our conversation the night before, Paula? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I haven't talked about that. <laughs> so before uh, Paula. Yeah. Okay, so what about Ben's quad at Millville? Uh, is it a race or just ride it? No, you're riding it for the Pulp MX Ride Day. Oh, or, yeah, I I'll mean, do that. Early. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah. I got two of them for you. One's a 450R, your typical Honda. So yeah. the Phoenix Racing before they switched to Yamaha. I okay. mean, Patrick is a badass dude, for sure, on a quad. Now they're obviously not racing Hondas, but I got one of those. And then I got one with a CRF motor in it. Can so I like just can I take it out with, like... When everyone's out riding dirt bikes and just fuck up all the lines, I want to feel what it, like what it feels like. They don't like that that much. No. As a quad rider, I can tell you that's not a good way to make dirt bike riding. Oh, man. I just want to just piss some dudes off yeah. out there. Yeah. Nice rut. Just go riding. Make a big fat, you know, four-lane tire track through there. Yeah. That'd be sick. You, you, know, you know when dirt bikers love quad riders the most? When it rained overnight, and yeah. someone's got to go out for practice first. Yeah, Just shine it all practice. up. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, Ben. Thanks, man. We'll take you up on that offer. Yes, yeah. sir. He wants to ride it. He'll ride it. Sounds good. All Thank right. you. Oh, Thank you. Thanks, Ben. All right. What's the conversation? For uh, I got that phone call uh, the night, you know, on a Friday night about testing and, and hey, yeah. we didn't know you were racing, blah, blah, blah. So without getting too too far into that. Uh, oh, no. Let's get into it. No, let's not. Okay. And uh, so it had me thinking like, oh, shit. Did I mess up? Not, not tell yeah. these people that I was racing, and and Jamie and I kind of told Jamie this, and <laughs> Jamie pushed me. To the, you you heard what you needed to hear. Uh, I, he pushed me over the edge. You know what? You know what? Right. He just like he was my hype man. Tell yeah. me, like, oh, fuck that. You know you here already? Let's go. Let's get yeah. Shit. And I, I was like, I, I was like, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, yep. Yeah. We. I go, Eddie, check my bike. Fuck it. I'm in. Like I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. And then it lasted a lap. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't, didn't don't even think for a minute that I was laying on the fire lane, truck water lane over there going, holy <laughs> shit, did I just fuck myself up? Yeah. And I just thought of you, Jamie. I'm like, my hype man let me down right now. <laughs> no way. I'd still be that hype man again. Because the minute you act old, you're going to get old. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah. That's that's yeah. straight up. There we go. Yeah. Uh, you are, you are going to feel old if you start acting old. I look old, so. <laughs> Out of Cherby's USA, bringing you Jamie Ellis from uh, Twisted Design. Do you have anything for it from Roto? Yeah, Jamie, so you do, uh, you said the Bauman's. That's, is that Rick Ware KTMs? Yeah. Yep. How, um, how long have you been building bikes for flat track? I grew up racing flat track. I raced with the Vanderkoys and Jesse Janish and stuff when I was younger. How long have you been in the sport? So I've been dabbling in it for years. Um, there's an older gentleman named Mike Reed. He owns this electronic chrome, and he just builds this cool bike every year. And he just loves to see people ride it. Um, and so I've been building engines for him on and off. Uh, we did some engines for Ryan Sipes whenever he comes back. We're building an engine right now for Ryan Sipes. I don't know if that's public news, but I might have just blown it. Um, so, so yeah, no, we, we've had some activation at Flytrack, never really in the Twins class. Um, last year we helped doing a little bit of tuning with uh, Rackley Racing, if you know who that is, mm-hmm. on the Indians. And, um, and yeah, so kind of whatever work comes our way, we've been able to do. But this is kind of the first dive in with, um, you know, with the twins and and whatnot. So it's definitely been, like, like Steve says, I, I felt on top of the world. Like Briar qualified first. Kenny had just qualified first or second. Enzo <laughs> qualified. First. I'm like, oh, man, this. So I was, I was on a level at, I think, the Denver Supercross. But, yeah. but, you know, it's super fun. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Uh, we got a call from you from Scott. Uh, Scott, well, go ahead. What's your question for Jamie Ellis? Jamie. Yep. 
Yeah. You there? Hey, how's yeah. it going? Yeah. Turn the radio down, Scott. <laughs> hey, turn the radio down. It's off. Uh, hey, I just wanted to uh, remind you about the beginning of HEP and who did suspension because you didn't give that guy some credit. <laughs> oh, all right. So in the beginning days of here of uh of Scott who happens to be on the phone. No, not me. One of the other guy. No. The guy okay. that was with you up north. Oh, that guy's still doing Mr. a good job. Mr. Cruz. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Cruz. Oh yeah. yeah. Dave's over at Barax, right? Yeah, and that's actually the guy between him and AHM, who is the success story, like it was fun to watch all of the comments about Masterpool's bike over the weekend, but it um, it definitely come down to some pretty bright minds behind the looseness of that chassis, and um, and for good reason. I mean, the kid's light. He's um, you know he's got Dave Cruz behind him. He's got the AHM behind him. I think Cruz has been handling most of the track stuff, just kind of clickering around settings. And um, AHM's been handling that stuff. So, but Dave works for Barax. I'm confused here. Dave's is Dave doing some of the master pool, Cruz? Yeah, yeah. So, oh. so Works Chassis Lab has handled all of the stuff for master pool. I know you guys didn't ask about it, but here we go. Yeah. Um. So you know, so he's running the linkages, the pull, ro- you know, the oh. pull rod, the, okay. um, the hangers, and then, um, like I said, he's got some bright suspension masterminds behind him. So, to, I think earlier you guys touched on you know the freeness and the the pliability of his bike. Yeah. But it definitely doesn't go without some, you know, really smart key people behind it. Oh, yeah, okay. and, like, when it comes to Cowies and stuff, like, you know, Dave and Scott, it works Chass Labs, they're, they're smart dudes. Yeah. Like, they know how stuff works. Right. So okay. it doesn't surprise me that it works great, you know? Got yeah, it. so it's funny that the topic was based upon, like, a factory bike versus a privateer bike. But that bike had a lot of factory emphasis in it. Yeah. Some really smart people. <laughs> right, when you look at it that way, right? Yeah, the people who are working on Cowie are right. familiar with what factory Cowie does, let's Correct. say. Right. Uh, and interesting if, stuff. And if you want to go another step further, we can talk about the fact that the kid only has one motorcycle. Yeah. One KX450, so yeah. you got to hit the nail on the head hard to pull off something <laughs> like he did. I mean, that says something about 450s nowadays. He has a stock engine, right? Mm-hmm. And he has just you know, some chassis parts on his bike yeah. and some revalve yeah. stuff. Well, like, or, or Jerry's motor's bone stock, but a muffler, right? Yeah, and you're getting top yeah. tens at yeah. a national. Yeah. Yep. So, no, for sure. Uh, thanks for the call, Scott. Thanks, man. Yep. No problem. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Bye. Uh, all right, Jamie. Uh, thanks for uh, the time tonight. Um, appreciate it, man. Good good job at everything twisted, man. I thought people would be interested in, uh, in hearing about it tonight on the show. And, and yeah, you've been absolutely crushing it. So, uh, yeah, thanks for the time. Well, I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. See you uh, soon. We ready. uh, You guys going to see each other soon? Maybe kind of pick up that KTM. We can do some more of that. Yep. Yeah, no, I was working on that thing again today. So are are, are we ready to sell that? So before he gets off the phone here, I need need to figure something out. Okay. What about my my coil shock? He has it. It's in the box fan. Just look in the box fan. Did you ever? (laughs) He's like laughing. (laughs) I mean, have you looked in the box fan? I actually haven't. <laughs> okay. okay. I feel like, how do you miss a mountain bike coil Well, shock, I put but... it on the floorboard. Yeah. You know those old yeah. Grumman vans? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the KTM 300 ECU stock remap. Can we get it yet? Can Customers are up my ass, and I said it was ready, and now some guys tell me it's not ready. Okay. So this two-stroke project, there's a lot involved. Correct. And I've been going out with Jeff and Mega Bunch, and we are working on – 
obviously something for his road to Loretta's, right? Like, so he needs a good running motorcycle and I need a good setting. Um, and it's, it's, it's a different challenge than I've been up against. Um, just talking a little bit about what is there, right? So, so you have two injectors, you have a front injector and a rear injector, you have ignition timing, you have power valve opening and closing. And then whenever you hang the valve up or down, it will affect the fueling. So you kind of have to pick a power valve strategy and if you blow it open, it doesn't make that good a power. And if you if if you don't have it to be nice and smooth, it can have a two-stroke power band or a hit. Uh, there's just so many things and so much fun to be had with the tuning of this motorcycle. I just really want to put it through a lot of its paces before we actually release it. Um, my biggest fear is is that you know we don't we we get it out there too early, and then some people aren't happy with it. Like we are slow rolling this project. Um, I'm going again this week on the 252 stroke because uh, we're simultaneously doing the 252 stroke and the 300 at the right. same time. And just the variables are so many that I don't want to just make a dollar to get some cruddy mapping out there. I want to make sure that whenever we release it, I've, t- I've tried enough pipes because as you're aware on a, t- on a two stroke, like right. the expansion chamber, the silencer, the end of the finger, like it all means so much. So, I definitely don't feel the pressure to rush it to market as much as you feel the pressure from people emailing you. Yeah. I want to make sure whenever it does roll out that it's like, Hey, this, this bottom map, super fun and responsive. If you you know happen to hear any detonation, you have one map to tune, you never miss a day of riding. So I'm not taking it lightly. And, and we are working really hard on the amount of different things we can offer is like too many. So we are trying to narrow that down. So like this past weekend, I had another guy out testing. Uh, I gave him a couple ECUs. I got all of his feedback. I'm in there today. Listen to what he had to say, making new changes, dynoing again. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a really involved project and it's the first of its kind. So I definitely don't want to fail it. I want to make sure what, what we are selling is as good as I can sell it. I'm very passionate about it. So I'm not willing to just make a dollar. So if you know, Steve, out. the 300 is FI, right? Yeah. Two-stroke. Yeah. And it's a locked box. Yeah, people aren't stoked on it. So it's right. rich. Yep. So Jamie found a way to get in the box and mm. try to help that along. Okay. So. All right. Well, good luck with that. Yes. And uh, all right, Jamie, good luck with trying to keep up with your workload for Aiden Kiefer and Chris Kiefer. Good luck with that, too. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, 23YZ450, gear-based tuning. How about that, Keith? Yeah, we and Phil were talking about that. Yeah. Phil's yeah. excited about it. All right. Well, we like to get over here on Pulpomex Show, get and Athena. Hey, I have a get on, on my bike. It runs like good. Get. Yeah. yeah. So, um, thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it, man. Uh, good job with everything, and uh, keep in touch. Let me know about that shock. All right, guys. All right. See you. Take care, See you. buddy. See you. Bye. That's Jamie Ellis, everybody from Twisted Development. And by the way, uh, uh, the get and Athena, if you want a discount, email us. Use the contact form. Uh, Chris Kiefer loves the get uh, ECU. I on purchased there. one. On Did you really? Yes. Just bought it. I, I had a couple Dan, bikes, and I wanted Dan it. Dan just couldn't, couldn't get it to you for... Well, I got one yeah. for one bike, mm. but I wanted another one. Oh. So I bought it. Huh? So that's how Look good it is. Uh, it's yeah. the ultimate uh, it's expression. Endorsement. Yeah, endorsement. I don't like to spend money, but I did. Uh, Works Connection, Pulp MX 20 is the code to save with those guys. Pulp MX Atlas Neck Brace, the official neck brace of Dylan Wright mm-hmm. up in Canada, taking the win uh, up in uh, Kamloops, going 3 1 for the overall. Um, T Dags. T Dags. T Dags, dude. dude. Coming through. Fucking Dags. 48 years old. Fuck, he's good. Winning a moto. Strong. 
I was surprised to see Moff get him in Moto Two, for, and that would have that cost him the overall. I'm not because Moff is strong there, yeah. local track. True, yeah. And he rode the the wet, the W can before the week before. Yeah. So he had the track okay. wired. But Dax. Yeah. Well, Dylan went down three times the yeah. first moto, right? And then Dax just took advantage. Pulp of it. Mexico's rider McNabb took the win in uh, sticker. Yeah, uh, jersey logo. Jer- oh yeah, yeah, jersey logo. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so thanks to thanks to uh, the folks at uh, Works Connection, Atlas Brace as well, Guts Racing, WUSA. You got any W stuff lately? No. 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 John's just shutting you out. Uh, maybe it's the Kristen thing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's just running away from so, it. Uh, Kiefer After Dark coming up tonight as well. Oh, we're doing it. Oh, we are. Yeah. Uh, Millville Ride Day coming up. <laughs> you coming out, Roto? You know what? Yeah. Why not? How far are we from you? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Haven't even looked. Uh, A lot closer than us. Yeah. True. Ride Day. At publimex.com to get on the exclusive list. We're going to pick, I don't know, 100 of you. We're going to have 150 people there. When do we start doing that? I don't know, man. We guys, uh, do you because think I'm I, getting emails okay, all the time. You know my program. It's pretty loose. Right. So I feel like we can't do it two weeks before. We got to, like, when is the date? October 14th and 15th. So September 1st, we should start yeah. doing that. Right. Marks, remember that. Put that. Mark that down. Ten hours, sure. by the way, to Milwaukee. I get ten. Okay. I get ten entries. Yeah, I already picked one lady and her dude. I had to, man. <laughs> I had to, dude. She's she's cute. She rides dirt bikes. I, I she had me. She reeled me in. Unbelievable. God dang it! I know. I'm weak. <laughs> reeled you in. Yeah. I'm fucking so weak. <laughs> you got a cute chick, and she likes dirt well, bikes. Did, I'm did weak. they send photos? Yes. When the keeper in. says "reeled you in," he and saw she one likes, picture she's a, and was like, "Yep." She's after. She said, "I love After Dark." I'm like, "Fuck!" Oh, you got suckered, sucker, dude. Yeah, dude. They're gonna show up. It's gonna be just two like six four dudes. I'll be. Pit- <laughs> I got catfish. You got catfish. You did. You got catfish. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna have two days of ride day. The fifteenth is open to everybody, and so thanks to Troll Train and uh, John Martin, everybody for letting us do this. It'll be great two days of riding. We don't know if Dark's coming yet. Dick. Yeah. I'm gonna ride a quad. You're going to ride a quad. Fuck up the Dark whole area. is uh, right now just apparently he's an Alden Baker type of lockdown. He's on troll train. <laughs> he's boot diet. camping for 24 he's boot camping. <laughs> uh, he's riding all the time and sending us videos of him riding. The dirt. The dirt. I'm loving it. He's hitting almost hitting a deer. Yeah. He's got troll training food. He is locked in, Mr. Side. All he needs is some ass. That I, could actually derail his train. I don't if he think does I that. want anything to do with Mr. Side right now. Ah. Uh, like, I you think know? you're okay out here. Yeah. I think if you went to his yeah, area. If I went out to his yeah. uh, bumfuck East Texas, it's, yeah. it's on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Um, Donnie, let's talk a little bit about you a little bit. We mentioned it in um, in the X-Brands about your, your path into, into Moto, and it was making a Pulp of Mix fantasy video. Who knew that? Uh, and then you, you we picked you up for fantasy. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of work for us. You do cheat sheets, uh, weekly videos uh, for Pulp Show. Um, you do our, 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 our YouTube channel. Highlights, clips, you know, interviews, that kind of stuff. And then Racer X picked you up. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're on your way. Yeah, to the sky. It's, and it's all thanks to you. Another, well, another success you know, just, story. I wasn't going to say anything, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, another another guy. Yeah. Clinton, Roto, A-Ray, Lewis, you know? Yeah, you might as well be running an academy over here. So I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Kiefer. I, I will. I will have to give credit where it is due. 
this man, Marks. Which man? Travis Marks, right what about here. That this guy? guy right there. Yeah, he was he was the first the guy's one. Eight, an eight year old can do his job. Yeah, okay. We, we first he was the first one to reach out and and form a relationship with no, me. No, that is yeah. fake news. That is, that is absolutely that not. Is I, fake I'm news. sure that we have DMs somewhere we can probably dig up. <laughs> and even with that being said, technically, uh, I actually Dan Truman was second week i made the first video i okay. made another video then we went to st louis and he dm'd me on twitter and said hey are you at the race i said yeah and he said come by chad this was chad's last year okay come by chad's pit i'd like to you know i'd like to say hey like i appreciate you making anything for the game well so, where was i in all this i thought i um, came into this i actually have a photo of me you know baby me like baby knowing, knowing nothing and i'm standing in chad reed's pit with me chad reed you weege and dan truman and this oh. was again when i'm nobody with 120 followers on twitter and like i know the rest of you everybody but dan was like who the fuck's this guy but yeah. dan just was like yeah come on into yeah. chad's pit and i'm like okay but hold on yeah never mind his dms or whatever <laughs> i i think i was the one it's like we should hire this guy to, to, to work for fantasy you're just trying to take all the credit. That's what you do. He's the captain. Yeah. I'm the captain. captain of taking credit. <laughs> no, but, like, wasn't I? No? I mean... I didn't say, like, hey, we should pay this roto guy to, to do the... Like, he does a good job. We should get him on board? I don't know. I can't... I cannot... Yeah, because I obviously was not in on that conversation. No, I know. So that I doesn't mean you were does first this, to form this a only relationship. like a year or so, right? He's worked for... No, I think two. Two years? Two years? Yeah. What, with Paul? Yeah. Uh, it'll be two years in, like, September. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, um, and then, then Weege goes and takes you. Yeah. 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 Which that was, I actually applied for the social media job at Racer X. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that whole thing. And then they were like, you know, we actually have somebody else for social media that we want, but they were literally, but we don't want to waste your video. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah. they kind of made. Hi, this is Roto from Racer X. This isn't Racer X, but this is Roto. That's how I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and then in true Modio Media fashion, Jerry doesn't even like you. You got a rider that doesn't like you. Yeah, yeah it's just great. Just, I think that's it's part. Of, that, that was when I knew. Yeah, that was when that's I when knew. You know, you made. Yeah, because yeah, like, because I, I talk a lot of shit in my personal life. Whatever, like that's just kind of what it is, and I uh -huh. joke a lot. But when 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 I've I've been in this before, where you cross a threshold, where all of a sudden you're not just talking shit, you're hating. But you can only yeah. do that when you get a certain level of like notoriety or whatever. So yeah, I mean, it was kind of like a coming of age. I was yeah. like, wow, yeah. somebody yeah. actually. They actually care about my opinion. They're just going to be oh this you know this idiot. Yeah. They're like well, who is this guy? Look, I it's like Jerry but... talking shit on riders all day. Uh, I like Jerry, but he had a lot of DNFs. Let's face it. Yeah, and that was that was that was what I That's said. You're and... pointing out, right? Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, the best thing to do is not attack. Just take it. If, if it's if yeah. you're a rider and you bark back, it, it, it's not going to end well, no matter what. Just either a act like you don't see it. Or just don't say anything. Or block the guy. Or block like, it. Yeah, block him and move on with your life. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I don't care. Like, yeah. You know, either way. Like, I'm cool with what, anybody. What have you... Okay, so this is kind of like your full-time job now. Yeah. All these different gigs put together. Fantasy, Pulp Fantasy, Pulp MX, Racer X. Um, are you... What do you... What's, um, what's something that's surprising to you? About, like, the industry yeah. as a whole? Yeah. Um, Moto Media, you know, the racing, riding... It's all a loose program. The whole thing is a loose program. And I keep thinking that it's going to tighten up. Like, yeah, as yeah. I get more and more into it. No, no it it's, gets looser. It's the loosest for, like, even, even you know, like, even the, the, the promoters. And even it feels like, you know, even AMA. It right. feels like the entire industry yeah. is just one giant 
empire built on a foundation of sticks, and I have no idea <laughs> how it doesn't topple over under its own weight. It's incredible. Yeah. No, we're loose over here. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. good. We're, good loose, though. Right. We don't yeah. run a tight program. Um, yeah, I know you get into this stuff. That's why I always have to laugh, like, back in the day, you know, the Steve Brune guy, he's passed away now, but he was a moto media photographer guy, and he would post these elaborate theories on MX Sports and Racer X and controlling the the Nationals and controlling this and, and, and we just saying this because of this over here at the Nationals and I'm s- saying this and I was bought and paid for. And I'm always like, like and I like Brune. I used to be like, Brune, behind the scenes, it's just like whack-a-mole. No, there's no big master plan of like, hey, let's get we should say on TV. The, right. the track and the crowd are phenomenal today so that the next week the ticket sales will boost up. Like, that's what he was going with, that t- type of, like, thing about, like, Davey and MX Sports. and, and Like agendas. Yeah, agendas and, and controlling things. And it's like, dude. I don't think it's that. <laughs> we're so, we're just trying to keep our heads above water, man. Yeah. There's no big scam here or scheme of trying to control a narrative. We yeah. don't have time. No one know, and this person doesn't talk to this person, and whatever, right? Like that's where that's kind of what you're finding out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you know the same thing with just now that I'm inside to like you know private conversations, and it's the same as outside where it's just like everybody everybody's actually in the industry, kind of either minding their own business or actually helping other people that they might not. You yeah. know, the people think there's infighting, and it's the exact opposite. Yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I agree with you a little bit, right? Um, we are one part of a big tra- family traveling circus and sure there's beefs and you got to call things out when you need to. And, and you got to, you know, but there's also like, and what I've learned too, is like m- 95% of the time when there's a fucked up decision, you, if you ask that person why the fucked up decision happened, they give you their point of view and you go, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really agree with it, but it makes sense. Yeah. Or, or I see your side. You know what I mean? It wasn't some master plan to screw this person over. It's, well, we thought of this, and we did this, and this Didn't is why work. we did it. Yeah. And and you go, huh, okay. It's not some evil thing. Yeah. It's just, neat, cool. You know, yeah, neat, cool. It didn't work, or it did work, or whatever the verdict was. And But I understand what you were trying to do, Mr. or Mrs. whoever. You know? Yeah. Did you find that? Yeah, yeah, yeah valid. Yeah. yeah, so Roto. Yeah. What did you do before this? Uh, okay, so picture a rusty 1997 Honda Civic mm-hmm. in your mind, and it has stickers all over the back, mm-hmm. and they're stupid stickers, right? The stupidest stickers, like alien ever. stickers, like and... pissing no. on a Toyota, like Calvin pissing oh, yeah. on a Toyota. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like like turbos and stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah though I made those. Oh. I had a business and oh. I, would, I would literally travel to car shows and set up and sell a thousand stickers in a day. Really? Yeah. And then like we had an online store. We were, was that right top. though? Would you do the Calvin pissing on a Ford? We didn't do those, but they okay. weren't, they were, they were the same level of maturity and like class. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, it, it sucks. Cause I always would design cool stuff that I thought was cool when nobody would buy it. And then I literally put, I eat ass, just I eat ass. And we sold 80 like 80 a day we would just we could not keep those in stock couldn't keep the i eat ass stickers no it would like stuff like that the stupidest thing you could think of would always be what sold that is great that was and luckily i was able to keep doing that to to as much as i wanted to Mm -hmm. to balance like the moto stuff so as this picked up more i could kind of like wane that off and whatever so Um, it was a good transition i'll be down you should make a sticker 90k raptor 
90k raptor 90k yeah, raptor one can, word next time when i bring <laughs> yeah. it i'll bring it here and just yeah. slap it onto yep. a bumper yep. 90k raptor just do that That'll you work. make me a sticker that just you says 4s you keep it up <laughs> keep it up what do you mean because i know what's coming oh no that's not coming uh you know what's coming Oh, no, it's yeah. not. No, it's yeah. not. That's coming. It's, oh, it's not. Coming. No, it's not. I, don't, I just told you guys. You said maybe. Nah. nah. Oh, so it, you're going the other way now. Even if you go the other way, yeah. it's still coming. After the whole text thread I had to go through today, guess what you're doing? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Jesus. But, uh, but I eat ass. That's, that's that, yeah, yeah. That and like, I'm all over the uh, place, but I eat ass. Yeah. yeah. Great good. drop right, right there. Right. Um, fuck your opinion. Like, whatever. Really? Like the, oh, yeah. That was another big one. Like, that way. <laughs> fuck it, Biden it, and all those things, too. I or? never really got into that stuff because it would be people at the like at the shows would more just talk about it yeah. than buying it. Like, and uh, I okay. get it because that's something right. you just kind of hit your buddy. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, man. And, like, rainbow glittery ones bleaching? and everything, they would go crazy for it. Huh. What about this one? What about anal bleaching? You know what? Why don't we have that on a shirt right now? Why don't we? Why don't we have that? I don't know. Yeah, that should be. I the, wish you were in charge of merch at, at Pulp Max. Yeah. Oh I mean, I'm always available. I am always for hire. <laughs> if you look at my list now, yeah. like, yeah, why not? Add who, one more thing to it. Who's who's the bigger, like, just fucking shooting star, darker Roto? I feel like Roto has more upside. Really? I feel like. Oh, I'll take dark. it. No, it. no, not the poor Dark. Dark's great, but I feel yeah. like he's more like me. He just we're kind of like a one-trick pony. Yeah, that's what we got. I feel like he has a lot of things he could do. You know. Yeah. Thank you. I'll take it. Tits, what do you think? Shooting star, darker Roto. Uh, Roto. Okay. Marks. <laughs> that sounds fucking hard. <laughs> I'm Roto. <laughs> I'm drinking a frappy right now. Fra- Fuck off. <laughs> 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 Fra- Fra- <laughs> frappy Pete's busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rod, I'm drinking a frappy. <laughs> oh my god! Leave me alone. My frappy's not done. Oh I'm drinking a frappy, Rod. <laughs> Marks, what do you think? Uh, Shooting star. I don't even care anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Dark, oh, dark or Roto? Come on. Roto. Oh, yeah. wow. It's unanimous. Poor Dark. He's fucked. I'm going, Clean sweep, I'll take I'm, it. No, I'm going Dark. Fuck Are you guys. going yeah, Dark? Yeah, yeah. All right. He's my guy. I got to vote for my guy. I thought you blocked dark, him. Dark's doing great. <laughs> I was going to block him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, because he sided with Lewis on the on this <laughs> captain of the sexton ship thing. Oh, so. my gosh. I really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, we got the uh, motorsport.com tweet at tits segment coming up as soon as Scrappy Pete can <laughs> get ready for that. I'm ready. Uh, Excuse me. Can you guys go fuck show. off? Because I'm drinking a Frappy. <laughs> uh, what about Vetta's Nations? Oh, yeah. We're, we're going. Go- we're going. I'm committed. I was a press release and everything. So I know. I'm in, yeah. Yeah, I did a little video for them uh, last week. So oh, you did? I, I got a sh- Miss Iron Man, but oh well. Um, two different bikes Yamaha and Honda. Okay. And uh, it's going to be the month of Browning. I'm going to race them at Loretta's. I'm yeah. going back to UK to race them on, yeah. the, on old What bikes. are you going to ride? Did they tell you? Uh, old YZ125. What year, though? What, what, what? Uh, I got it written down oh, somewhere. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's a 91. Okay. And then a CR250. Okay. So. All right. Got RV, Osborne, Brownie. Yeah. And so you're racing? I'm racing. That's huge news. I, I want to race this track. It's Fox Hills. It's like legendary. So I... Well, Steve's I may not have race. an FIM license, everybody. I may not race because I got the don't. I got the email about the fees. Th- that's going to get covered. I hope so. It's they're not going to make you pay for that. I hope so. I, I don't. There's wanna, no way I ain't paying for. I that. ain't paying for it. I'm not paying for it. So <laughs> if they're making us pay that, you know, I'm out. You know what we should get to pay is Frappy Pete. Frappy. He's loaded. He's golf. Oh, he just golfs filthy. All yeah. day. 
that truck's amazing. He, he's got a great truck. He's yes. on the phone yelling at his concrete guys while he's hitting at par, a par three. <laughs> par three. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> oh, oh, drinking a frap. Yep. <laughs> Hold on. Smack. <laughs> Whack. Whack. Yep. Whack. Yep. <laughs> Frappy. So. Hold on. Let me put. Frappy, we need 1200 bucks. Okay. <laughs> I, got, I got it in my truck. No problem. Done. 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 Deal. That's well, it. No, what's it? We'll put a uh, uh, sticker on. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get a sticker yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Sticker deal. Yeah. Okay. Sticker deal. Yeah, sure. All right. Sunday and we're gonna go. Truck. We're Sunday going international. International. We're going yeah, to you're gonna get a lot of business from England. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what we were right. all about. You guys are doing probably, concrete outside of the Las Vegas. Valley. You were probably looking to conquer the the UK. Yes. <laughs> so Just think how many good golf courses there in the UK. Yeah. We'll get you a Turnberry. Even if we ever actually get work there, it's the fact that I could go there like I'm trying to get work and use it all as a tax write-off. Yeah, I just go golf <laughs> and get some frappies. Oh, my God. We got to make a sticker or something that says Frappy Pete and just get a little cartoon guy that? suck sure. a yeah. Frappy. You still got your shit? No, you sold it. I, I sold oh, it, but yeah. I, that doesn't mean I can't get it done. Okay. Yeah. All right. Frappy Pete stickers. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just get a sheet of them made. So uh, I'll put it on my helmet. <laughs> Please. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Let's go to... Um, uh, motorsport.com. Frappy motorsport.com. Frappy tweets. Let's do this. It was just the way he said. Can we change that? Tits QA segment where you're questions, yeah. find yeah. answers. Yeah. Uh, it's the way he said Roto, where he's just like, Roto. Yeah, Roto. <laughs> um. Motorsport.com, uh, OEM and Aftermarket Parts. Great guys. Uh, go through the banner on pulpamex.com to, to save. And uh, thank you to Motorsport.com. they got a dedicated team of gearheads there, like Talon. Like, Where's he? Ta where, last two times. He I don't been. know, man. I don't know what he's doing. I thought it was three shows for Talon and then one for Frappy. And it's not. It's working out for three Frappy shows right. to every Talon one. I am overworked over here, just so you know. Like, very much looking forward to vacation. Is he Okay. And I also want to say, like, this is maybe too much inside baseball stuff here, but I pay Lone Wolf a flat amount okay. for the oh, show. He's on salary. He's on salary. Frappy gets paid per show. Oh. So the more talent here. takes off, right. the more I got to pay Frappy, who I hope isn't keeping track, but I got a feeling is. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I feel like I... I mean, know. you can't get that successful without keeping track. No, right? no, that's what I mean. You yeah. keep track of fraps. That's how you get paid. Yeah. yeah. So I'm getting screwed here out of this deal. Anyways, motorsport.com. Great guys. Great prices. Free shipping on everything over 79 bucks. If you want to get an I eat ass sticker, maybe go oh. to motorsport.com. I don't yeah. know. Uh, all right. These questions submitted at Pulp and Mech Show. And uh, Frappy Pete reads the best ones out. From Moto JMag, Kiefer, since you're balls deep in amateur racing, who is the next Jet coming up through the amateur ranks? Yeah, there's nothing out there that like Jet. Nothing. You know, someone reminded me that Jalik Swole beat Jet at Loretta's. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Okay, I'm just saying, like, by three-tenths of a second, but it was there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next one is from Corey Mosier. If uh, Vital Jamie and Vital Lewis were both on the market and they cost the exact same amount of money, who would you hire first to work at the Pulp Empire? Lewis. How much of a discount would you need before you would finally hire Jamie? Mm. <laughs> 50%? The thing with Vital Jamie is I think he struggles with the technology, technology side. side of our... You know, the 
the ditches. There wasn't a lot of IT going on in the ditch ditch business. <laughs> the ditch business. So, uh, Lewis is a man of many talents. Despite him stealing my name of Sex and Chip, I would go with Lewis, almost no matter what. Almost. No- <laughs> I mean, just because I feel like Lewis Sorry, could Jamie. just do more than 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 yep. Mr. Side. Yeah, I like Mr. Side. Right. Good guy. Yep. Balls Jamie. deep in a training program for now, for whatever reason. Yep. Just so we're keeping score, he yep. picked Jamie over me. About five minutes ago. Oh boy, I did. Because, because I think that was a pity pick. That's that's fine. It's yeah, on, because it's on the I, record, unlike everybody in this room, I have a heart, and I felt sorry for my friend Mr. Side, <laughs> and wanted to stick up for him. That's nice to see. Thank you. Nice to see. Let's okay. Just, like, bury his ass. I'm like going to accept that because I don't see it. I mean, often Frappy buried him in point. Three seconds. <laughs> Dude, it wasn't even that. <laughs> You're right. Uh, from Austin McCarty, uh, does Triumph, Beta, Gas, Gas, any of the new bikes coming into Supercross still get a one-year factory exemption, or has that been done away with? No, I think it's still there. Yeah, yeah I think they want it. So. They can do it. Yeah. I don't think it's gone. Okay. I think it's a lot cheaper not to do that for them. My favorite story of that is at KTM with... They were like a one-man gang with Lance Smale and Tom Moen. Yeah. Like in the, what, 95, 94, whatever it was. Back and, when KTMs were really good. Yeah, they, made the ta- they were tapioca color. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they applied for the exemption just because they wanted to bring out this four-stroke for Lance to ride at Daytona. And it was a pretty trick thing. Never actually thinking they would ever need it, you know. But then they came up with the 254-stroke, and they wanted it because it was a new bike. And they were like, oh, yeah, you used it for one race already in like 95 for Lance. So you can't use it. They're like, oh, shit, shit. Like, you know, it's just not an idea of looking ahead. Fisher was successful on the KTM back. He was in 91. Yeah. 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 Fisher had a really good year. Yeah. Palmer too. Palmer had some good rides. Yeah. Frappies. What's Frappy doing? Taking a phone call. Oh, sorry. Uh, Next one is from Moto for Moderates. What happened to the heyday of the Rock River team? Was Christina the one holding it down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Christina and Chris, Danny, Roost MX. Uh, Very active. Yeah, they were running it. Mike uh, uh, Duclos is the owner of Rock River dealership in Wisconsin, and they, he's still doing things, but I don't think I'll, he doesn't want to be involved on a serious level. And like, at that time, too, his kid was racing heavy, so I think that inspired Duclos? him. To, Duclos? Yeah. And uh, so that kind of helped that along, too, as right, well. Right, right. Okay. All right, hold on. I got to take this call. Steve, what's up, man? Hey. Um, so I would like to give you credit on the Sexton ship thing as far as the concept goes. Mm-hmm. But I would like to give Lewis credit on actually saying the ship. You may have been the first one talking about Chase Sexton, but he used the thing, the ship. So I think, Steve, you could win this by coming up with your own vessel. English people, they like boats. They uh-huh. sailed to the seven seas. <laughs> That's fair. Americans, we like trains. Like, you know, maybe come up with like a Canada equivalent or something. Sexton rocket? Sexton jet? Can't Sexton, say jet. Oh, okay. I can't see jet. <laughs> can't say jet. Sexton 747? The Sexton steam engine. The Sexton steamer? Yeah. Sexton yeah. steamer. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, just uh, think, think right. about it. Thanks, and, uh, yep. I will. Yeah, man. Thank you. Right. I, Thank I you mean, guys. thank you. I don't. I don't disagree that Lewis came up with Sex and Ship first. Right. But he, he, it's just it, it, the concept of being Sexton's fan is me. Well, I think he yeah. got it from Troll Train. Right? Absolutely. You, start, you know. Absolutely. Yes. 
Troll Train, and then I think I I came up with Troll Train. Right, so I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he wanted. I was to, starting to think like, wait a minute, I came up with that. Right. So he wanted something. Right. He, Phil came up with Troll, the name Troll. Yes. And then I was Troll Train. I'm on the Troll Train. Right. Right. All right, from Buddy Guy, Kiefer and Little Kiefer were supposed to race mm-hmm. off-road to toughen up. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened with that? Oh, another thing that no, Kiefer... No, it's still going. We uh, race in a National Hare and Hound, so Aiden and I will do that at the very last uh, round this year, and that's still a thing. So he doesn't want to, but I'm making him do it. <laughs> no, listen, look at Hymas. So, no, this is a Hare and This is desert racing. That's this, what Hymas did, works no, racing. that's works. Totally different. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, is it in the desert? No, dude. Oh, it's, it's on the desert. Yes. Oh. But the works is like a controlled environment. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was like in the desert. Like desert racing, you're out middle BFE. Oh, I thought works races were in the... Works races are just... There's, there's, it's a graded road. Near it's a, a near a ho- road. Near a hotel or like pits. Like, yeah. it's not it's not any anything close to each other. I don't think they'd get a blowjob before... Ask any racer, what's the difference between works and a hare and hound? Okay. You're going to get a big variance. Okay. From Ray Atwood for you, Roto. How many rolls do you have at Pulp, and do the ceilings live up to the height hype? The hype is real, 100%. Stop yeah. it. Like, <laughs> I, when I walked in through the front door, I was like, they're not that bad. But when I was sitting on the couch and I looked up, and then I, I was like, I don't know if I could throw a baseball and hit the ceiling oh or God. not. Yeah. Listen, um, uh, your light for your kitchen table, you can't even see the fucking light. The light is on, and I don't see anything. Uh, but as far as roles go, I do all of the social graphics for the show on Monday. So all of the things that you saw today, that was me. Um, Tuesdays I spend editing. So I usually do two. I usually try to do five combined YouTube videos and Instagram shorts. I usually do like two and three or whatever you every week. feel like you've been doing uh, I did four last week, oh, okay. yeah. And what about the week before? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think were we, been, we were, I don't think it's been four. Yeah. Now. I try to do five. Mm-hmm. Let me just reiterate. Yeah, I said yeah, I try yeah. to do five. Christopher Columbus tried to sail to North America. He yeah. did it. And he got a holiday. And he got it. Yeah, he got so, a holiday. You know. Um, but I don't I do, know why that came to mind. That I do the fantasy cheat sheet. I do the fantasy graphics. I do the fantasy video. And I think that's really he, it. Here's can – I, can I just offer some mild criticism? Yeah, no, absolutely. Not, no. no, no, no. I love no, it. No, not, not criticism. Uh, thoughts? Well, yeah. What? Go ahead. What did you say? No, I was going to give not, you criti- not criticism. Thoughts. Okay. I perused our YouTube channel a couple weeks ago, and I was looking at it, and most of it is really good. You do go for a little clicky headlines. That's okay. That's how we get views over here at Pulp and in, in the world today. But would it be – like I feel like um, every interview tonight was really good. Maybe – Maybe if I'm putting my – I thought Jamie's, uh, Jamie's interview was great, but I could see where the average fan is like, eh, motor guy, I don't know anything about it, like whatever. Like I could see that. Sure. But why wouldn't we just absolutely clip the entire Phil thing, the entire AP thing, and the entire uh, Levi thing and put up three interviews? Like wouldn't that be easier for you too? It would be easier. Um, you just go from start to finish. Like yeah, like gotta, I, yeah it, would, it would honestly make my job easier. But as far as why don't we do that, yeah. because technically the full interview already exists. They can come to the Pulp Show and watch that. And Mark does a good job putting up the 
the timestamps, so you can oh, click, the time sta- you can click can on this there? VOD and then click Levi Kitchen, and it will automatically jump you to uh, one hour oh. and 12 minutes so oh, that they could do that if they wanted to. It does that now? It does that, yeah. Is it where you drag the, the cursor across I've, the breath? I've you done that for two years, and he you don't just even said, have to, it you, does You don't have now? to drag it. Like, if you click the description or no, whatever, you can Sounds literally like say Levi 1.12, and you click on it, and it'll take straight there. Now? What? You are unbelievable. But with that being said, there are some interviews I put up because I know that people want to hear from them. Scratch what I said because if it's that easy to to look at the description and just go, then that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I I try to do more bite size because I know, I think that's what's made my transition to this so easy is that I was a Moto fan not that long ago. I was just a fan. In a 30 minute interview, I don't always have a lot of time for it. But if it's a four or five minute clip, I can bang that out. Like you can do that on the toilet. Like you can do that. (laughs) You can do that driving. You know, you can do that while (laughs) while I'm taking the dog out kind of thing. So I try to keep it to that like five-ish minutes because that's what I know I like and it seems to work. Okay. It's all very reasonable response to everything. You retract. No, because it wasn't criticism. It was a a general thought. Okay. I I missed. Yeah, so there are certain people that I'm like, yeah, like uh, we had Roxanne on after his win. Yeah, Yeah, that full interview is going up obviously because people want to hear Kenny talk for 30 minutes. What can we do better on this show, do you think, for... For the pulp show, like what we're doing right now, yeah. You mean like for content wise? Yeah. Not keep it, really. Keep it under five hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> got more, it, more after. Got it, frappy. Nine fifty nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will. I will say. Yeah. Like as a as a fan first or whatever. It is long, and I think that's why the clips are great because yeah. not everybody has the time. Like I don't. I mean, this is really the only. I I listen to the whole thing because it's my job. I feel yeah. like the length is good. It's no, it is because if it was any shorter, <laughs> Thank you'd you. be missing out stuff. But. Thank you. This fucking guy didn't even get it. Uh, I got the last from the key guys over here. Yeah, you know what? I'm interested to hear what my friend yeah. Roto has to say. So. But I, I think that I it's it is long, but I don't know what you would cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't. That's just my one critique is it is long, and there yeah. are people that have been like, yeah, but it's Dude, long, and uh, I'm like, no, I get it. Like it's something you kind of have to take in chunks. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't get a lot of emails till <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday. When people are finally done with the show, they're mm-hmm. finally done three days later being telling me their thoughts on it, you know? Yeah. Well, well, then think about like a morning radio show. It's every morning for four hours or five hours. Or, well, and also people always hit me up and say, hey, man, it's awesome because I'm driving and it makes my drive go yeah. Yeah. quick. Yeah. 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 And like you said, as yeah. like a radio, a morning radio show, it, you, you, I know what your proof of concept was and you hit that perfectly. Yeah, you're goddamn right I did. But not everybody knows that's yeah. what you're trying to do, and they right. don't get it. They're like, right. oh, it's a five-hour podcast. I'm like, no, it's a radio. Like, you never listen to the radio in the morning? Right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So I guess we're just back to this. Just keep doing what you're doing on YouTube. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Appreciate it. You can ask for a promotion later. Yep. Uh, from frappy. James Britton, uh, who will be the first person to beat out Hunter for an overall in the 250 class Justin this Cooper. year? Justin Cooper. Yep. When? Roto? Levi Kitchen. Whoa. Uh, Justin Cooper at Southwick. Ooh. Is he good at Southwick? No, Hunter's good at Southwick. I was say, Hunter's, Hunter's good, good at Southwick. Sandy. Uh, Redbud. Nah, I don't fucking know. Throw Redbud's good. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. From Dr. Papa, is it public knowledge that Rhino is training Forkner? I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Is uh, this train is a, is a, is a strong term. <laughs> <laughs> uh, advising some things. Yes. Mm. But I don't. I don't think it's that much. Great, great. Uh, what happened from Ray Atwood? What happens first? Jet loses an overall, or Kitchen takes an overall. Mm, kitchen. Yeah. 
from 549, does Redbud use their wash bays from the MXDN for the Nationals, or do they just flood the streets? No, it's flood it, man. <laughs> Fuck it. Flood the shit out of it. Lewis is like, I can't. Lewis is like, I heard your rants. I've heard you talk about it. I can't believe this is how it is. That's what Lewis is saying. And I go, yeah, I know. I know. Like, it's, it's absolutely insane. When does the flooding start? Because Just I feel after like... practice, yeah, when, don't, when people really? are washing their bikes, yeah. Okay, I feel like it's not till later. Well, it gets worse, but yeah. Okay. I mean, it depends on what track and what, you know, what, what lane. You know, they're all different spots, right? Yeah. But do you know if Redbud actually still uses theirs or did they get rid of them? No, they don't use them, no. Oh, okay. It was a, I think it was a semi-permanent thing. Uh, key for any info on the upcoming YZ250F? Uh, I just know it'll... It'll be the it'll, it'll right? be the new one, yeah. yeah, and it probably will be announced where in June, so next month. Okay, uh, where from Trev? Where this Reverend? Where does Kenny stack up this weekend? And is there any updates on a new RM? He goes four three this weekend, and I got no updates on a new RM. I'll say three five. Okay, and yes, supposed to be a new RM next year. Stop it. Yep. Twenty twenty four or twenty 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 four. So coming out this fall. Yes. New RM. I don't know how new, but newer than we've seen in a while. <laughs> okay. It's more than bold new graphics. Yes. I think yeah. I heard a I heard a buzz about Electric Start is going on. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be newer. Okay. As long as everything went through R&D, okay? I know they were doing it. Yeah. So I I'm, I'm not involved in their R&D, but oh, You're not? I thought you were. No. We know you're not. This is like JT saying, uh, "Dude, you'd be surprised." Hey, I keep sent you test for Kawasaki. I'm like, where did you even get that? Like, I don't even. <laughs> so I would say it's going to be okay. some points of interest. From Sean Moore, Kiefer, after the awkward moment last week when you blew out Connor Fields about his recent divorce, okay. do you think there's a correlation between riders' careers ending expectedly or unexpectedly and their old ladies skipping out? Then he lists a bunch I don't of think you people. Blew out like you didn't. You I didn't, didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And I don't think that whole dynamic was like that. In, it's not like Moto. Right. I don't think he was so famous, and all of a sudden he got hurt and he's retired that she yeah. bounced. Right. You know. So. Okay. No correlation. No correlation. From JT's cooler, uh, he just realized, just somehow realized that Lucas Oil is gone as a title sponsor, mm -hmm. like you had mentioned. Uh, is the lack of a title sponsor for the motocross series something we should be concerned about? No, I think Monster stepped up. I don't know if they're the title. But they didn't do title, but they but yeah, they up. stepped up, right? Um, no, I don't think you should be concerned with it. I, I, I said on a review pod, I come close to saying Lucas Oil a lot. Lucas Oil. I know. I thought it so was long, too. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, thought, I, almost, I almost say that a lot. But uh, no, I don't think their lack of title is something to worry about. Okay, Frappy. <laughs> that guy was taking forever. Um, last question is from uh, Roxon. Sorry. Race fan. Uh, what is Max Steffens up to nowadays? Uh, we're living in Boise. He's still working at a dealership, I think. Really? Yeah, I texted with him the other day, or maybe a week ago. Good old Max. That's awesome. Yeah. I miss the Schmacks Schmeffens line on the show, because you always did somebody that, whose name rhymes with Max Schmeffens. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I miss that. Right. I miss that. I miss uh, trying to get money out of him for my like, barbecue, <laughs> or my, the cameras, or whatever. You know, I want a 5K for the barbecue spot. He's still hitting gym hard, I see, though. Yeah, yeah, he's on it. Bicycles, yeah. right? Motorsport.com. Tweet at Frappy. Frap it up. Frap right? it up. Uh, what's up, Evan? How are you, man? Evan. Yes, sir. What's up? 
was up, Steve? Uh, I just so I just got done listening to the uh, the review show, uh-huh. and the boys were Steve or uh, Weege and JT were giving you a hard time about um, giving showing criticism with Deegan and everything, and I, I love it. Like I've been listening for a long time. You have a huge following. I just you just got to keep on the criticism with those guys because Deegan's kind of a hothead, and he's he's kind of um, he's. It's awesome. He's the the future of the sport, but at the same time, he he deserves some criticism. So. Well, I, I think I, I think it's fair to dish it out uh, at times yeah. like that. Like I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna be a hater, and I feel like a hater is like no matter what, you're uh, Skip Bayless with LeBron, or you're mm-hmm. you know you're just these guys that no matter what a guy does, you you hate on him. That's a hater to me. I've complimented him a ton this year. He's been awesome, but at the same right. time. When it's warranted, like the heat race in Detroit, or you know, like this past weekend, you have to say it like it is. The got Weege and JT are just saying that it's just without a doubt, Hayden and Brian will not talk to me at some point. JT will never ever actually say what his actual feelings are because no, he he's he he's Mr. Waffle. But but um, I think if like instead of the writers creating a union, if the media members created a union and just just said what they felt. Yeah. Then that's that'd be even better. Then yeah. Moto yeah. fans would love I, that even more. I feel like, and again, uh, maybe I'm going to pat myself on the back here, but when I started in Moto Media, it was a bunch of photographers who just wanted to be friends with everybody. That's what Moto Media was. Outside of Jody, who never went to races. Jody was the opposite of that. He don't be friends with anybody. No, I know, and he never went to races. Yeah. But the guys who went to the yeah. races. They were just photographers slash writers, and they wanted to be friends with everybody. Right. And then I came right. in there as a non-photographer, kind of making jokes and saying what I thought, and then that changed everything, I thought, anyways. But, yep. yep. Well, so. get the rest of the media together and yeah. form a union, well, and then don't, also, let, don't yeah. let everyone yeah, keep, yeah. keep you, some backbone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you got to remember, Thank too, you. like, go ahead. You can. Okay. Yep. You got to remember, like, we're talking about writers that are in the limelight. This shit could be happening in 26 and 27, but yeah. we don't fucking know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. of course, if you're good, you're going to get some kind of shit flowing downhill right. at some point. You know what I think a guy should do? And I, 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 and maybe we'll do this, Roto. Um, or Marks. Someone, well, I was thinking Roto, but you got to live here. Do you ever see um, Iron Man 3? Yeah. With um, Ben Kingsley was yep. the Mandarin? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We should, someone should create like a moto media guy, like the Mandarin, where you've got like a fake mustache and a scraggy hair and you're in front of a black curtain and you're like, hello, everybody, Lakewood, Hayden Deegan, bullshit, like die. And like just with all these hot takes and you, nobody knows who you are. Isn't that Twitter? That guy exists. He's Uh-oh. on YouTube already. <laughs> I no. think he takes himself seriously, though. But but like you, and everyone's like, what's the Mandarin going to say? <laughs> what's the Mandarin going to say this week? And you're like, hello, everybody. But you, no, one, no one sees your face. Like you disguise your face. So yeah, yeah. It, no one knows who you are. And you offer like real fucking hot takes. That are legit. That are legit. No, right. legit hot takes. You don't say that Tomac's not getting works cowie parts. You don't right. say stuff like that. <laughs> You say real stuff. Right. And like and especially if you're in the moto media, you know a lot of real stuff. 
Does this guy just live in the pits and does this, or no, how does it no, work? No, no, you got to film it behind the black in front of a black curtain. Okay, like you got to, so no one knows your location, yeah. no one knows who you are. Maybe like a balaclava. You know what a balaclava yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you put one on <laughs> the oh. starting line. Right, right. And you just do these series of moto videos. You know, and you make them like. Maybe you put like cats in there, like faces of the cats. Yeah. Like wacko, like over the top. <laughs> and people, and like, especially if you're really a moto media guy and you know the girlfriends and wives stuff and you know, Ooh, like, you know just enough you know, to just, actually get You know some all real this stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then you're the Mandarin <laughs> and Ooh. the Motorin. You're the Motorin. The Motorin. Oh. And you're the Mandarin, and you're like, hello, everybody, round three. It's going to be like an SNL skit level of, yeah. of yeah, over-the-topness. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. maybe you wear one of those shirts with the wolves howling at the moon, <laughs> you know? Like you wear a shirt like that. Can we do that, Marks? Yes, or, or, no, but yes. Or like maybe wear like a Richard Nixon rubber mask, like Point Break. Ooh. You know what I mean? Now we're talking. Yeah, like you just yeah. do that. And you're a moto media guy, but you're like legitimately – dishing out everything because as much as i say on the show and i and i tell people like me even levi kitchen tonight i wanted to ask him what his pro circuit ride you know doesn't really want i don't want right. to drag the kid into it i feel like i even as much as i say i'm only giving 50 percent of what i really know yeah right right because there's relationships there's things you that, that you know just all sorts of things going on there's but, no one that could be in our industry and be out there and be 100 percent you can't do it. Well, there's also a bit of professionalism too. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, right? You're, yeah. You'll hear some things that just can't be right. talked about. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And, and and again, if you put your, the shoe on the other foot thing, you wouldn't want someone talking to you about you if that was happening in your life. Right. Something going on in some rider's life. Yeah. You, you wouldn't want the same. So you're not. But the Mandarin, he can really hit yeah. it home. Yeah. I think that's the thing a lot of people miss is that, you know, ESPN can have your hot take shows or whatever because yeah. Stephen Smith isn't going down to get an yeah, interview yeah, after no, the no, meet. Yeah. Like None of those guys are going to the races. Yeah, everybody the, the, can hate him right. because he doesn't even like, meet them or whatever. Kiefer, take your headset off. Get behind Phil. And we'll, like, <laughs> just let, me, let me see what it would look like. Like, here's an example of what it would be like. So you just, yeah. Like, you're, this is all the camera marks. Can you zoom in on it? Yeah, like right there. Now just talk. All right. I am the Mandarin. <laughs> You're right. I think that this bike's fucking shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this bike's shit. Exactly. I'm right. I can't get a start. March Bank sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This we could do this. This could be the Mandarin. Is it gonna just be a fill? The fill cutout is the main. Well, I really don't like those amateur fucking assholes. Yeah, like, well, I don't know if it should be the fill cutout, but that's an idea. That's an. That's what the Mandarin would. I like it. Right. I yeah. I said I'm eighty-five percent, but I'm really one hundred percent. I need an out in case I do shitty. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you. Perfect. Like, we'll do that. Or, you know, like, like something like... Oh, yeah, it could just be a guy wearing a helmet. Could you even hear me? Hello, I'm the Mandarin! Just, and all you see, like, a, like, a, like Batman, you just see the bottom yeah. of his face. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm in. You had me. I'm in now. We need a better name than I the Mandarin. I felt Man it when I was back there. I'm like, oh, I can get into this. <laughs> we need a better name than the Mandarin? But like that, yeah.
And okay. I feel like, Donnie, you could, yeah. Yeah, I'll just, you know, change my identity. I'll just go underground for like six or eight months and come back. And couldn't you, on the, on the Google, couldn't you just, I could do it in front of a black curtain just voice, as, yeah, as I, I am, and you just blur the face? Oh, 100%. Right. Yeah. Te- all the technology. Yeah, I'll just blur their jerseys and everything, yeah. Well, no, I'll go behind the curtain or oh, whatever. Okay. But you blur the face and the, and the uh, voice. The silhouette. Just have a silhouette, right? Yeah. The shadow. Yeah. Think about if it was real. And I mean like real stuff, not shitty news, like what we see on YouTube. Yeah. I mean real news. The stuff that we all already yeah. know, but we can't really yeah. say with out loud that hard. That, that Mandarin channel, they oh, would be off in. the hook. Especially if they were all proved to be true later. Now, would this channel make money? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't who know. Would, who would sponsor it? Yeah, that's a No, oh, I meant on the view. The views would give you money. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. clicks. YouTube. Views. Do you, yeah, yeah. Do you want to ruin your reputation for like $12,000? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> One Marks, and done show. Marks, mark this down. It's one of my ideas. Yeah, definitely nobody yeah. will suspect that it's you. Okay. We need to sure. we need to start. Well, when when somebody else does it, you can start charging them royalties. What if someone else does it like and then all of a sudden people are like it's you? And I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 it really wasn't me. It really wasn't me, man. <laughs> uh all right. Uh all right. What a show tonight. Keeper after dark coming up. Oh, we're doing it. Um anything else about Lakewood? We're on our high point. Are we not gonna talk about the I guess we kind of did. What? Know. The privateer versus, hey, you should have a factory ride. You know, yeah. give, him, yeah. give him a couple times. Yeah. Okay. We're moving on. All right. Yeah. Uh, AP, Levi Kitchen, Phil, Jamie Ellis, best interview tonight. Uh, I'm going to say Kitchen. All right. Uh, I really like Jamie. I was, for being a non-writer, I'm always a little like, yeah, what are they? But it, yeah. it was a really good interview. So right. I, I get Jamie a lot, so I'm used to it. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's good. I'll go Phil. Yeah, I forgot about Phil. <laughs> Marks? The Mandarin Phil or just Phil? Just just Phil. <laughs> Mandarin Phil. Um, AP. All right. Frappy? Always Phil. All right. Phil. Yeah. Uh, Phil. We got a banger night lined up. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. We're coming up with Keeper After Dark, so if you have someone in the car that... Yeah, it's know. time to go to bed. It's Those kids going to bed. Going yeah. to bed. Uh, to put them to sleep. I hurt my ears being the Mandarin. You ripped it off? Yeah. Ripped them off? My, um, my fingers hurt. Okay, so... Uh, sweet. Take my tongue on, child. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. Um, thanks for watching and listening. We're going to go to After Dark next. So if you... Um, yeah, thanks again. We'll be back next week to talk about uh, High Point and more. And there's a chance next Monday night that it's just Daniel Blair hosting. Oh. Yeah, and I'm not in here. Really? Yeah. Really? How's that going to happen? If, it's goes, if the Stanley Cup goes to Game 7... I also oh. will not be here. And Marks won't be here. And I won't so, be here. No video. Let wow. Me, if you need me to fly in and run the video, let me know. Okay. All right. Well, we can do that. That might actually, yeah. What? Nixon can probably do it. Yeah, we already saw, yeah. yeah. Then oh, I owe oh. Nixon $202. Um, all right, everybody. So the, coming up, Keeper After Dark. Let's uh, see you next week. And Bye. Be right back. I'm here for the gangbang. All right, buddy, growyourassoff.com. I uh, love these guys. Have you tried this, Roto? Have you tried Grow I have not had any Grow Your Ass Off. I need to give you some seasoning packs tonight Please. before yep. you leave. Let's do uh, it. It's amazing. My Deuce. My Deuce is amazing. Uh, Willie Pete. Tits, have you had any of my dear friends meet with Grow Your Ass Off? Yes. Uh, have I combined the two of them? No, I've not. Oh, wow. Well, the, the last thing that I had from your dear friend Nick 
was like those uh, the skewers or the kebabs or yep. whatever they're called. And those are actually, you don't even need to season them at all. They're really delicious. But I do love the gunpowder seasoning from Grill Your Ass Off. Yeah. That's okay. my personal favorite. Infidel. Mark, did you use any, uh, did you eat any dear friend Nick's meat? Ye- uh, yes. Yes, I have. I have done fillets. I have done burgers. Oh, wow. Uh, it's just incredible stuff. Nice. Incredible stuff. Thank you to uh, uh, and Prime put, Foods. Yeah, put the Willie P. No, no, the Infidel, I'm sorry. Infidel, yep. yeah. Are we getting uh, pulp queso? Again, yeah, we got, we got some new stuff coming, yeah. better stuff. Oh, yep. really? Yep, it's coming down the lines. Nice. Grillyassoff.com. Key for after dark. I've got an email here today. I've Good got the, I've got the ones from last show. Okay. Do you want to get into that? Uh, let me what get to these. Want? I got just three topics that I want to discuss, and then we can okay. do whatever you want. All right. I'm not doing. No, no, we're not doing that. Okay. We're not doing Jeffrey. We're not doing Jeffrey. Not smoking a Jeffrey and rubbing a furry wall. Okay. Okay. Because right, okay. <laughs> right, so, Mark thought it was fucked. I would too. love for everybody to be involved in this. You too. Yeah, I, I'm probably out. Why? I, I don't know. I'm in. I'll, I'll be the Mandarin is in. Marks, I want you in here too. So, Crappy? oh boy. These are things that I think about either, and I've been thinking oh about these things either when I'm driving. I think yeah. about a lot of crazy oh, shit when yeah. I drive. Yeah, we know. Or bef- right before I go to sleep, I have these thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it's something I discussed about. I don't know, two, three months ago, we haven't had After Dark in a while, and I was talking to some of my buddies, and they have kids. Obviously, I have Aiden. He's 17 now, but these are the things I think about, like when I was a kid, of how difficult it was to beat off to certain things back in the day. Like I had to really try to get some kind of material to beat off to. Otherwise... You would have to use your imagination. And as a kid, virgin or not, you didn't have much to beat off to, right? So here's how I would end up masturbating. And you can tell me how you guys masturbated when you're young, mm, younger. Great. Um, I would walk home hey man, from, the, off from the bus stop mm-hmm. and desert, brown, windy all the time. Dishwashers everywhere. Yeah. So And that was about a three-quarters a mile walk yeah, home. Yeah. I would see these colorful images in the in the distance in these weeds and guys or people would chuck the porn mags out of their car for whatever reason yeah, maybe, why they're, would go- you do maybe they're going home and they, they don't want to be seen right uh-huh. but i would find a shit ton of porn rags in the desert so i would take those home <laughs> that's not surprise me i would take these, Hi, these I would, crusty yeah <laughs> crusty mags dude right i would take these fuckers home mm-hmm. and that was my material yeah or it's funny because y- your parents go to bed and back then there was these porn channels that you would not pay for, but it was scrambled just enough where you could hear what was going on, but had no image. Yeah. And then it, you maybe could saw like a titty or something pop through the scrambled area. Yeah. We had and, that too. Yeah. And I would beat off to of that really quick because I was like, Oh yeah, titty. And I would mm-hmm. get it done. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very tough and now? To, to masturbate <laughs> to certain things. And now you can Google anything. these fucking kids got it made. Yeah, you can do anything, anytime, anywhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like it was strategic for me to hide these fucking porn mags around. You can't just put them under your bed. Dad's gonna for sure go under there. So I would really have to find certain areas to hide my nudie magazines, and then you'd have to find time to actually do the act. So of course, shower it was always those yeah. things. But it made me think about the other day. I was talking with Heather. Like, you know how easy it is for Aiden to masturbate if you want to masturbate? Like, we leave, the phone, there's porn. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. So how did you guys do it? Well, first of all, tits and... Who were we talking to that actually... Was it Dags? 
or someone that had it was behind of a liquor store and there was a, a stack of nudie magazines back there. Who are we talking to? That had I don't that? remember that. <laughs> a rider? <laughs> yes. No, I don't remember like that. Like there was a community stash somewhere oh. <laughs> and people would go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tits and uh, Frappy Pete and Marks, you guys grew up in the desert. Were there? Is this a common occurrence up here in this desert? I, I'm not aware of any nudie mags in the desert, but like working, in the work, bushes? working construction, guys would leave stuff like in the semis and junk like that, but uh, not in the desert. These so. would be floating out yeah, in the desert. Kiefer said they were just floating in the desert. So mm, No. Okay. Not well, here. Must be, must, Nothing? Must be no, a thing. No. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So what was your go-to back in the day? What would you do? I think, because, yeah. Please like, give so, us all the so details I think there was, of this um, as well. When, sometime when I was, uh, the, we had the satellite dish top things yeah. in Canada. And it was the scrambled porn, like late at night. Did so you have the sound? Yeah, I think the sound was because there. Because sometimes the sound didn't work. And I think No, I think the sound was there, and then it was uh, like wavy, but you could sort of yeah. see a little bit. Yeah. So you was, had sound. Yeah, I think That's what sound. you're go-to. Yeah, and you had a TV in your room? Yeah, a TV in my room. Okay. Yeah, with, with the set-top box or whatever, the, the cable box. Um, yeah. So I remember one time that I was desperate to beat off. Uh, my parents went to bed, and I didn't have anything to beat off to. So I didn't want to turn the lights on to go to the bathroom to find some liquid to, to stroke it with. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going in blind. I'm not turning lights off. I'm going to go zero dark 30 on this bitch. Mm -hmm. And I just grabbed whatever was underneath the sink, oh, you, dumped some you in my hand, story, yeah. and then I went back and beat off. And the next day I had chemical burn on my balls and my dick yep. because it was, it was conditioner. And I beat off with conditioner, <laughs> yeah. and it fucked me up. Yeah. You told us that before. Yeah. Bad news. Yeah. I, I don't understand the, the thought process of just grabbing whatever under the sink. That's, I was horny and yeah. I needed to do it. Yeah. Okay. But I never had the thought of like, yeah. hey, just do it dry, right? Right. No, no, no. Uh, I was, I was fortunate. My dad had porn on v, like VHS, like old VHS, like, mm. like shitty music VHS, yeah. like massive Bush VHS. Really? So when I go to my dad's house, oh yeah. So dude. your dad had porn? Oh yeah, like so much porn. So I was cool. Like, so is that was, weird for you knowing that you're- Let me just say that we had like one of those little cabinets with like a 13 inch TV was like all we had. We'd have cable and shit, you know? I had like two Hot Wheels cartoon VHSs, Batman Forever, <laughs> and then just porn. That was my entire- That's awesome. That was all yeah. I had. So yeah, if I was, if I didn't want to watch Batman, I'm watching Debbie Does Dallas right. 3 or yeah, whatever yeah. the hell he had. Yeah. Um, but then like at my mom's house- we had DirecTV early, like young, like when I was young or whatever. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they would do it where you could watch the first eight minutes of all the pay-per-views for free. Oh. Any pay-per-view. So if you, you want to watch like Men in Black or something, yeah, you could yeah. watch that opening scene all you wanted. Oh, no shit. But that also worked for the porn, too, for a while. And eventually they shut it down. But like, so I could watch the first eight minutes. And on some of them, the you stuff would actually the... start before the cutoff. Yeah, yeah. So have to be like, oh, shit, it's almost, it's almost three. Right. Got to go in my room for... Three, from three to three oh eight, Marks, you're a little young, so you probably had it at your access, huh? Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like we had porn when I was a teenager. So you had access to your phone and it was easy. Well, for I don't, I, not on my phone, no, but like on a computer. I never did the computer thing. Marks probably yeah. coded his own porn site. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. I never went into porn sites. Never like, yeah. never did like the chat room oh, thing. I never or, paid any money. No, no, I never did that. No, I was always magazines or. That's scrambled. So there's things that I think about, like okay. now, like Aiden's just super yeah. accessible. Yep. Yep. So, okay, what's next? Uh, the second one was, do you guys ever 
like obviously you haven't had sex or beat off in a, in a X amount of time, you're super horny. And you're like, dude, I've got to take care of it. Cause I'm a little, little jacked up in the brain. So I need to beat off or okay, Rhino. have sex. I mean, Gotta get the poison. What? Jacked up in the brain though? <laughs> Gotta get the poison. Do you understand like when you don't have sex or have a no, release no. for two weeks that you're kinda like, no. man, I'm on edge. It's no poison. Really? No, I don't notice that at all. No. Nope. You're you, you could go with a month without sex and you're fine? Uh, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. I'm like three days. He and has you, low T. Yeah. Do you act different? I do have low T. <laughs> like, I don't know if I act different, but I feel Yeah, different. I don't feel like, like you I said, can't concentrate. You said uh uh what'd you say? Jacked in the brain? What'd you say? Foggy, like uh, jacked up. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I don't think so. You're a special being because I feel like you're okay. such a five everywhere. Like, yeah. you're, there's no highs. You're fucked. Sorry about that. Okay, so you're so horny. Do you ever yeah. feel like you you do it, and then after you're done, you almost have, like, buyer's remorse. Like, I can't believe I just fucking beat off to this, and this was, it's like... This is the most stupidest thing I've ever beat off to, but it made sense. That's PNC. That made sense to you at the time. Like, it could be a chick. You're like, oh, my God. Why would I even beat off to that? That is insanely stupid. You're so crazy in the brain that you don't. Yes. Yeah. No. No? No. I don't don't think so. No, I don't think so. Is there something something that you guys think of right after you nut? Is there one thing that comes to mind? No, not really. No, nothing. No. Clean up. I immediately want to, th- to like listen to music after I... To listen no. to music? Yes. Metallica? Anything. <laughs> I just want to listen to music. So, Marks? Buyer's Remorse? Post-Nut Clarity? Yeah. Well, no, not Post-Nut Clarity, but like... Man, that was not a good thing to beat off to. That was not good. Um, No, if, if I do, I think the only thing I think of is like, I, I wish... it's. It is a little bit of remorse, like you say, but it's like, I wish I would have just waited and, and had sex rather than beat off. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I feel that sometimes, but... Okay. And the last thing was uh, I thought about was, uh, what is the perfect ratio? I don't think we've talked about this. What is the perfect ratio? How many days per week would you like to have sex? At, at my age, your age, I want to get the variance because I feel like... As I got older, it slowed down. Like, obviously, I was beaten off. I was a mad dog. Like, yeah. I wanted to hump and do all these things, right? But, like, now, <laughs> but now, let's say if I had sex tonight and it's on a Monday, I would be okay until Thursday. So, I would say three days a week for me Yeah, is the perfect Three ratio. sounds like a sweet spot. If we have the time and energy, mm-hmm. infinite whatever... Every day. Every day. Yeah. And how old are you? 35. 35. Marks? I'd say probably three, every three days. Yeah. No. But, but more maybe, realistically, maybe I'm with yeah. Marks. Like every three days was. And are you okay with pity sex? Like, no. No. Uh, I, like, I need her to be into it. Right. You know, yeah. like, because I, I, otherwise it doesn't make me into it. And Correct. It's just me. If she just goes, hey, look, That's I'm tired, right. but I know you want it. Let's just do it. Are yeah, you in or? That doesn't work. That doesn't really work for me. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out too. I'm, I, I don't. She has a higher sex drive than I do, so that's not. I don't know. Oh, that's a blessing. It's nice. Yeah. It's cool. So those are, those are my three things I was thinking about. I thought I would have more content from you guys, but I guess I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to go with the other one? No, I don't. Okay. No, okay. we don't need that. So let's read off the questions now. All right, you ready? Oh, one more thing. Yeah. 
How are you about having sex on the rag? No. No. Out? Yeah, out. I don't care. You're in. I'm in. Mud or blood, you're riding tonight? Yeah, I don't care. I, I feel like I used to be more okay with it, and now I'm just like, no, I'll wait, because I want to, like, get in there. You, you know? <laughs> you want to get in there. I want to get in there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and, I'm and, out. And I'm and out as well. Like, I've lost that side of me. Like, I'll just take a week yeah, off. Yeah, I don't need it that yeah. bad. I'm out. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, be, uh, grow your ass off dot com. Uh, keep after dark. Got some emails. Okay. One came in tonight. Please keep this anonymous. This is tonight. Yep. Okay. Kiefer, two months ago, my girlfriend suddenly broke up with me with no warning. We were together a year, and she literally broke up with me over the phone. Super messed up. She said that I've been angry at the world, and it's been rubbing off on her. And fair enough, this winter I was depressed and really negative. Either way, I was heartbroken. I truly felt like I lost my best friend. Since I have used it as a character development and tried to use the bad to make good, I am growing and learning and honestly really happy to be my own again. So he's made some improvements from when he was negative. Okay. Uh, I still occasionally have time. I really miss her, but I truly hope the best for her and I hope she's out there kicking ass and grow, gr- growing on her own. The breakup was pretty messy and we both said some mean things to each other. I'm making every day an effort to forgive her and move on. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, good email. My question was kind of advice, uh, what you could give in this situation. What have your experience been with breakups? I'm a pretty sensitive dude and get really attached to the women I care about. So this being my first serious long-term girlfriend, it was rough. Side note, while I was with her, I lost a lot of interest in dirt bikes. The times I rode with her family, I was a novice rider. It was embarrassing. My point being, another way I look at it as a positivity is a positive is since breaking up, I've started trail riding and riding a bit more moto and falling in love with myself and dirt bike again. With her, dirt bikes never clicked, even though she comes from a moto family. I feel like now I really don't have any current interest in getting into another relationship, and I feel as though this has set me back to putting up more walls for future relationships. Mm. So he's he's trail riding and motoing more. Yeah, so he's living. Yeah. But he still doesn't want to go in the relationship deal. Yeah. So for me, and I'm I'm a I'm a somewhat of a sensitive guy. I've never been the type of guy, although I'm not a good-looking human being, so I didn't have a bunch of access to to girls, mm-hmm. but the girls that I did date and had breakups with, it obviously hurt me as well and it took me a long time. The ones that I liked it took me a long time just to kind of piece my life back together and just do the things that I generally like to do when I was with them. Um, sometimes those get lost after you have a breakup. So what I get a, a lot of these guys that hit me up and ask me about the breakup part of it. Mm-hmm. There's no secret like potion. You're just going to be fucked up for a while. Like right. Dark went through a breakup and Dang. he had to suck it up for two, three months. He he felt like shit and he still has days that he feels like shit. Dang. And that's just how it is. <laughs> so the thing that I would recommend is do what you're doing, go ride and be with your friends. But for me, what I did when Heather bailed as I hung out with women. Really? Yeah. Okay. And wasn't interested in sex because I didn't want to have sex, but I just wanted to hang out with chicks be around them and get that comfort knowing, hey, that's, it's out there. You're going to find someone else. So for me, I would say hang out with friends. And then if they have girls that are friends as well, get to know those girls, hang out with them. And if, if it works out, you might meet someone that you, it's unexpected. And then you could have that connection again. You can't close yourself off and say, well, I got hurt, so I'm out. That's like saying, hey, I crashed on a dirt bike. I'm not going to ride anymore. Like you're going to crash and burn a lot until you find the one you like. And then you think you... You found the one, and sometimes that doesn't even work. Derek. I mean, how many people are divorced? 
A lot. 50%? Uh, it's like, what, six and a half out of ten? Right. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's part of the deal, man. It's it's going to hurt, and then you get back on the horse and you do it again. Any, Hopefully don't fucking crash and burn. Any advice, Roto? Just, yeah, do whatever is best for him right now that makes him feel better yeah. now. Like, don't try to be like, oh, I'm going to change. Like, if you're on your path to happy, don't try to change it for the, like, maybe of the future. Yeah, what happens is when you're not trying, someone will, when yeah. you're motoring and you're not you're enjoying life, someone will come along. Yeah, put yourself in a position to meet people, but don't right. pursue it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Just, yeah. yeah, just do you. And if you were like me, like, sometimes I was so distraught at times that I couldn't even ride, and then I would force myself to ride, and then it wouldn't go well or I would crash. Don't do that. Like, yeah. take some time off if you're that jacked just up. Just be a five, man. That's tough for me. I can't. All right, next next email. Uh, also like to remain anonymous. My partner is like an HRC Honda. Exotic parts built for speed, and every time you look at her, you just want to ride. The problem is during some of our longer motos, she will overheat and send coolant puking out the overflow. Fuck yeah. Squirting. <laughs> I did say problem only because she's seemingly embarrassed by this. I, however, have no issue with it at all. Right. Chris, dude. I'm writing to find out if you have any tips to make her more comfy with her natural expressions of pleasure. Maybe some ideas to help contain her in the mess. There's no... Ah, I'm trying to think of it. So act like you're into it. I mean, he is into it. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, make sure she knows that you you're got to Yeah, I make her understand that it's natural. It's okay. I enjoy this. I actually prefer that you do that, right? Yeah, like, this is rad. I, I'm into I'm it. Into yeah. it. When you do that, that gets me going. Like, most men, I would assume, if their lady is overflowing out the freaking coolant, you know? Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm doing a good job. And, to Marx's point... She's into it. So that just makes it all that much yeah, better. So if you got to change, change some sheets, yeah. uh, I'd be changing sheets all the time because it's an amazing thing. That, when that goes down, that's awesome. Yeah. You ever been with a chick that does that? Yeah. You have? Yeah. And are you into it? Ah! Oh, my God. What do you mean, eh? Like you said, like. It's fine. It's a five. It's fine. It's not bad. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Oh my God. It doesn't gross you out. And no. It doesn't make yeah, 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 you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, cool, man. Right on. Does like, it make you feel like, yeah, like, no. oh, I did a good job? No. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like she was it's into like a reward. it. Like, yeah, like, 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 like you hit you the jackpot. You hooked her up, and, you, and right. then you hit the jackpot by seeing it happen because yeah. there's not a lot of them that can do it. Right. Eh. Okay. I just make her comfortable and say, hey, I'm yeah. into it. I like it. Yeah. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, be reassuring, like, extra reassuring. And I think that's her being like, Hey, I'm kind of nervous because maybe we're not as connected as I think we are, and this is happening, and I'm embarrassed. True. That's right? true. Yeah. This is riveting. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's it? That's it. Okay. Great. Keep after dark. GrowYourAssOff.com. It's been a while. It has been. Uh, if, you have, if you have some points to talk about, hit us up. Frappy, hit us up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, com. Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save. I forgot to do Adrian's read. Uh, Kiefer, you work with uh, Adrian. Let's put him Ride. in after dark. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> chain blocks. Are these chain blocks or are they chain blocks? Right. What are we really talking right. about? Are we yeah. talking about your balls or are yeah. we talking about chain blocks? Yeah. Chain blocks that look only cool, but they are important because they help keep uh, your alignment marks to keep the rear wheel true and the chain nice and straight. Ride Engineering makes reversible axle blocks for all four Japanese brands, 
and they have two different lengths that help with the chain stretch and gearing changes. New now black in addition to blue is available for Yamaha YZFs. Paul Fan Twenty is a code of ride-engineering.com. It is easier to to read blocks with with him because the yeah. KTM ones are yeah hard. they're not they're not great even no. Yamaha ones could be bigger KTM ones are five okay mm, okay uh, Roto you have yeah. fun yeah thanks oh, for yeah. coming in yeah appreciate it yeah um, did you like it oh yeah let me guess it went really short it went back really cla- really fast yeah that's yeah. what everybody yeah. says yeah because I I do live stuff too but, so like I at least I'm already used to it yep but yeah what time, uh, what time do you leave tomorrow I leave in like an hour oh shit yeah uh, check Sucks. out Roto <laughs> check out Roto Moto. On uh, YouTube or Pulp of Mex Fantasy or Pulp of Mex or Racer X. Roto's everywhere. Yeah, those are the things. Not as much of a shooting star as Dark, but he's a shooting star. <laughs> Kiefer, thank you. Thank you. That was Appreciate fun. Appreciate it. Yeah, Good absolutely. Time. Thank you to AP, Levi Kitchen, Phil, uh, Jamie Ellis as well. Uh, Frappy Pete, thanks, buddy. Yep. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's time to go. It's ten twelve, dude. Home to, yeah, time to go home. Travis, thank, thank you. Appreciate it. Welcome, thanks thank to SwissCore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie as well. Uh, thanks to Roto. What'd you say? Oh yeah, she said she's up. Hey, big game for her tomorrow. That's why she's all jacked up. Big she's game. Hyped up. Knights can clinch the Stanley Cup, and I don't know how I'm going to feel. And you guys are going to be there We're to watch there. it go down. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm going to be angry, sad, or mad. All of the above. No, you're going to be happy. Or happy. <sighs> you're going to be happy. So what, what, what you're saying is I should not text you tomorrow, just in case. I don't know, man. I know that Vegas fans have waited six long years. I know. I, I feel the pain, guys. It <laughs> feels like an eternity. Yeah, yeah, it feels a long time. So I hope you guys are, you know, I feel for you. And you guys are getting a baseball team, too? Maybe, yeah. Okay. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for uh, watching, everybody. Thanks for listening. Another great show. Kiefer, as always, great stuff. Thank you for coming Thank up. Thank you. Uh, Kiefer Inc. testing as well. Uh, we got the CTI 3 knee brace uh, read up on pulpamex.com as well. If you're looking for some braces. Off-the-shelf braces, yeah. Off-the-shelf braces. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. See you next week. He was ramming my guy, dude. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.